Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. If you like a lot of wrestling on YouTube, join our cult. Good morning, diddlers. How the wow. hell are you doing? You all listen to the dulcet tones of myself, Matthew, Mr. Ross, and Mr. Jack. I'm back. One nil against the door. How you doing, pal? Uh, but it's about one one. I've brought it back. Um, I'm all right, thank you. Yeah, sorry about last week. Lads. It's okay. What happened exactly? So I was about to leave the flat to uh, or the house to to come in for the podcast. And uh, the door wouldn't lock. And I thought it was my key. Luckily, my girlfriend came back home from work on a lunch break, tried her key. It also wouldn't work. We unscrewed the lock. It, it seemed like a more pressing issue than our expertise could manage. Right. So she had to go back into work because she works in a student accommodation. And it was the start of Freshers Week. So it was very, very busy. So I was like, I'll work from home. But unfortunately, I did have to miss the podcast. Thank you, Andrew, for filling in for part of it. Um, and then a bloke came out like a handyman and I was just in the living room listening to him like pottering about and I heard him go on the phone and go like, yeah, I can't, it's not, I can't do it. <laughs> and then he came oh. in and he was like, sorry, mate, I'm going to have to get a proper locksmith out. I was like, all right. A okay. proper one. Yeah. Well, he was just, I think he was more of a, he was more of a jack of all trades oh. and he got a locksmith out and the locksmith bloke was like, um, like, like really manly and I felt I wilted in his presence. I was like, oh, no, he's more of a man than I'll ever be dealing with locks and such. And um, but he was he was manly in a controlled way. He was like, oh, I'll sort this out. No bother. And then he um, again, I heard him. I heard him like the door, like he was ramming it about. And then he went off oh, off sake. And I was like, oh, no, what's he done to the door? But then he fixed it. And he said he didn't just have to change the lock. He had to raise the door slightly. I don't know how he did it so fast because it only took him like... He's tightened the top hinge, isn't he? Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should have stood over and be like, oh, you just tightened the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> and um, it only took him like an hour, maybe less. And um, yeah, he was sorted. He gave me his checker trade card to rate him. I gave him 10 out of 10. Um, so the door is fixed now. Unfair play to him for coming along because it was like 7 p.m. by this point. But I think they've got a... You can't just leave your house unlocked at night, can you? So... Right, right. I mean, that's a fear, isn't it? It's like, uh-oh. I can't let people know that my door is unlocked. So yeah. you look around going, doo, 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 <laughs> expecting a bunch of people to go, lads, yeah, yeah. that guy's door's open. Leave yeah. the landing light on. He <laughs> wants a free fridge. But um, yeah, so it was just, I, I was like, damn it. Like it was such bad timing. But then I thought, 
it could have been worse. It could have been in a, an emergency or I could have been on my way to the airport and gone holiday or something mm. like that. But yeah, sorry about last week. It's, it's okay. all sorted You now. did the right decision if you come home and go, well, you know, my door's unlocked. It's basically just a giant hole. But I want to do the podcast. It's yeah. like, no, Jack, the love of God, go back and protect your stuff. I think it was fine as well because it brought us closer together, Matthew. It certainly did, Ross. It certainly I did. I heard that the debates were raging last week. Oh, riveting. Head to head we were on the concept of feels, feels and baby faces. Heels and baby faces. We didn't the feel each other. I'm, I'm a... a Dirty boy. It was um, a Rocky Four with words. <laughs> I, I was imagining it more like um, you remember when Daniel Bryan wrestled Drew Gulak, and it was just two masters of their craft just exchanging locks. Oh well, yeah. Oh, yeah. exchanging locks. Oh, like your blow. Oh, nice. That's what you should have said at the door, man. Just like you might be good with those locks, but I'm good <laughs> with the wrist locks. And then put him in one and break his arm. Have you ever heard of a Texas Cloverleaf? <laughs> All right. And how are you doing, Ross? I'm all right, Matthew. I've got now to report once again. My life is literally ticking along. This mere existence, just nothing's happening. Nothing can recapture the high of Cardiff. Exactly. Just getting out of bed, doing things, going back to bed. Got an air fryer, though. What mm. I want a door. Ooh. Ooh, uh. I've used my oven once in about a month since getting the air fryer. That's the news to bring to the podcast today. Do you today. feel like with the air fryer, it almost feels too easy? Yes. Like you're doing something wrong? Everything goes in it. Yeah. Raw meat, yep. vegetables, obviously in different drawers. I've got one of those combi ones, oh, ninja right. ones. It's got two drawers, so you get like the sink them up and whatnot. Right. Oh, Andrew's getting excited behind the camera. <laughs> see him up and down. Up and down. <laughs> so yeah, air fryers, that's the one. Lovely. So I've been looking at recipes online. Put some dough in there and make it cook. Oh, fantastic. Yep. Wow. That is, ex- that is exciting. Really it's a, exciting. It's like a Swiss army knife of ovens. It mm. is, yeah. It is weird how easy it is. I know you can see into an oven, but... Just how visible the food is in an air fryer while it's cooking. It makes me think that's that's not. But it's, it's, it's good, right. though, because you just grab the handle and go, huh, at any point. Yeah. And put it back in and do it straight away again. It's It'll just agree with you. We're sad old <laughs> men now. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember when, like, remember being, like, a teenager and, like, drinking in parks, talking to people you're attracted Cowies to? Cowies everywhere. Uh, well. <laughs> going mad. Fantastic now like, times. Oh, get yourself an air fryer. Dark fruit. Ooh, the right. lot. And now, yeah, we're all talking about, ooh, Air fryers, door locks. Yeah. Um, how are you, Matthew, by the way? <laughs> I'm good. Life is like Ross, just ticking along, but I'm all right with that. Sometimes the the clock stopped ticking. Right now, the clock is working. I'm happy with that. You died. But I came back. Give <laughs> <laughs> a bit of a shake. Tarried. <laughs> the clock stopped ticking. I was yeah. like, what? how? Why? Oh, there's a mystery afoot. Um, because I streamed my reactions to Grand Slam last night. Thank, okay. you, thank you, everybody who got involved in the chat. Um, we had a wonderful night. I bested the chat. I predicted there would not be blood in the main event, and the chat went, you're a silly boy. Well done, Jack. Mm. But then there was one point when Brian threw Moxie into the ring post, I was like, and the camera cut oh. away, and I was like, oh, no, he's clearly... But he wasn't. Um, but I found an empty BLT sandwich wrapper in the streaming studio. And uh, the chat were trying to guess. It was like a like a murder mystery. They were like, "Who's done this? Who's done this?" Oh. There were three main three main suspects. Tom, Tom, <laughs> but he is on holiday. <laughs> and congratulations to Tom. By oh, the bloody way. hell! Oh, yeah, oh, well. God. I was going to say that for the big news, oh, but yeah, enough. absolutely, mate. Yeah, yeah, really. No, I was really the big nice news is it. Tom Campbell had a BLT sandwich <laughs> <laughs> for the rest of his life. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, congratulations to Tom, obviously. Um, but Tom was a suspect, but I went, well, he is on holiday, and they were like, check the sell-by date. And I was like, ooh, this could have been in here for a while. Uh, I think Adam was the other suspect, um, and Andrew. But then someone rightly pointed out that Andrew was a vegan, and he wouldn't have had a BLT. Oh, so he was chalked a, off. A broccoli, lettuce, and tomato? It could have been. It could have been. Oof. 
you feel bad if you order that goes <laughs> technically it's right but... so i don't know who did it oh yeah and you think someone wouldn't I'm, i've misplaced stuff in there before but the stuff i didn't need a blt sandwich just the, wrapper, just the wrap, just the wrap. Yeah. The, the it had been eaten. Yeah. It had been eaten. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. Any oh, any thanks. crumbs? Any residue? I didn't really. I, there was also some wrestling going on. That could like, be the key. That could be the key. Get get find the crumbs. The direction of the crumb right. scatter. Yeah. A microscope and then find some DNA on the crumb. <laughs> any stray hairs? Well, yeah. Swab everybody. We got a new dishwasher fitted upstairs, <laughs> and they've left a ginormous puddle around Ross's desk. Literally right, Matthew. <laughs> And I'm terrified about this because, you know, I, I'm not going to even say the name of our letting agents, but the buildings are quite flimsy by modern standards. <laughs> so I've got a massive wet, wet patch right where my chair sits. And I'm a, He's wet himself, huh? I'm a fat bastard, so I'm terrified. I'm going to fall through the floor one day. It's getting it. It's going to be like bloody uh, Schmeichel the dog <laughs> in the Battersby's <laughs> house just going... <laughs> Land in the middle of a triple jump street. <laughs> That's underneath the thing. I think their couch is right underneath where I sit, so I couldn't, you know, Ashton's there stream one day, just fall straight down. Yeah. What are you doing here? Just, just can't pick up my BLT. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Suddenly you're playing... Oh, I don't know any of the new games. I think of one. Raid Shadow Legends. Yeah, well yeah, done. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> Look at the research With there. the Yakuza and Sonic the Hedgehog. Well done. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I knew you'd come around eventually, Ross. Hey. Ah, but well, I could get a Nintendo Switch and just do some gardening. All these bloody gardening games. Jesus. He's done it. He's done it. Can you have yes. enough gardening games? Just get outside in the garden yourself, man. Bloody hell. New Zelda, Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> Looks exciting. Yeah. He's got a, like a hovercraft. He's, yeah, like a glider. Oh, glider, yeah. To help him garden. Well, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Imagine Breath of the Wild is just a massive gardening sim. It could be. Yeah. It could be. But now we're going to prune mm. all the bad news and look at just the good news. Okay. I've already said it once. We're going to say it again. Congratulations to Mr. Tom Campbell. Absolutely. And, and Mrs. Alex yes. Campbell, I assume. Maybe they haven't signed on that bit, bit yet. But they're both lovely people. Mm. We love them both to death. Couldn't be happier for them both. Oh, that's fantastic. I think we summed up all the thoughts there, really. Yeah, I know. I can't think of anything else to say. Yeah. I liked when she went, are you sure? And he was like, I've thought about it, yeah. You can yeah. tell they're both in radio. They're both trying to be like... Yeah. You can tell it's a shoot like, can't you? It's, it's a shoot. shoot. It was a shoot proposal. No, <laughs> people are like going, ah, it's all over. No, like, it's all over. It's like seeing her, she didn't actually... seeing her Nicky's at wrestling. <laughs> oh, that was sad that being there. Shoot. Wrestling fans everywhere. Other people being happy in the ring. Boo! <laughs> Get up! Say no! Say no! I will! (laughs) Good times. Uh, (laughs) But congratulations, Tom and his good lady. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Couldn't happen to nicer people, (laughs) genuinely. Uh, Ricky Steamboat, wanting to come out of retirement. Big time wrestling. Announced via Sports Illustrated that the Dragon, RAR, will compete on their November 27th show, take place at the Dorton Arena in Raleigh, North Carolina. Wow. North Carolina? North Carolina? North Kakalaki. Kakalaki. Thank you very much, mate. Uh, big time wrestling said a bunch of stuff. Uh, he is sixty nine years old. Nice, thank you. This is interesting as well, though, because didn't Connie? Oh, Connie with a big chubby chicks. Ah, oh, Connie. That's what Jim Ross does when he's doing his Jim Barnett impersonation. Oh, Connie, I love your chicks. Ah, <laughs> didn't he offer him a match and he said no? With Flair, yes. That's that. that, that oh, no, 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 so it's no, not. Sorry. Big pardon. Uh, he hasn't responded to that ah oh, I That's thought he offered him like Ricky Steamboat's last match and he was like no Conrad get away from us he hasn't <sighs> commented on it the only thing is he said this and then sadly Ric Flair commented on the To Be The Man podcast which I didn't realize was still around oh. uh, saying he's going to have in his match soon I'm happy for him it's great I don't know the situation but it's great thanks Flair 
It's one of those deals where nobody's ever going to be Ricky Steamboat, so they might as well watch them while they can and enjoy the opportunity. Um, he's always in great shape. And he's thinking, hmm, makes you want to come back in the ring, Michelle. Uh, oh, so yeah. he, likes, he likes Ricky Steamboat? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, he, Oh, Flair and Steamboat don't think have any issues. Probably made each other a lot of money, I guess. Yeah. yeah a lot of mutual respect there. But is this the new thing? Of just really old wrestlers coming back for one last match. Oh, yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I, I think Cultaholic should make a bid to some English fella who hasn't wrestled in decades. Yeah. Get one last match for them. The Knight family. Cat Weasel. Or... In many ways. <laughs> oh, in many good. different ways. We had a look at the card for Fight, fight Mare. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Uh, I Saray is going to be there. As in the, the man. Oh, wait. Oh, no, the actual the, is, the lady. Is she still? Yeah. Even after last night? I assume so. Okay. Be a bit disappointing to her family if like she wasn't there. Just because of this newfangled, you know, AEW. Um, Ricky's wrestling. But Ricky is 69 also, I think. Or was he 70-something? I can't remember. I looked yesterday on Wikipedia. But he's wrestling a man who could also be up there in that vintage. So there's a precedence being set for yeah. this kind of retirement match on these shows. Mm. And Cultaholic will be bringing the latest one to you <laughs> in about three months' time when we can scramble the money together. <laughs> Johnny Sane, give us a, give <laughs> us a ring. <laughs> AW backstage drama, mega news chunk I've put here because it all seems to blend together like a air fryer. Ooh. That's not right at all. It's very sports Oh, yeah, there. you can put multiple stuff in the same basket and then just, you know, buy eye, take them. But just shake up. it around. Yeah. Oh, okay. A little, bit, little, little drizzle of oil for some certain things. I think I'm missing out here but not having one. Oh, big investment but worth right. it. Yeah. Lovely. Uh, <laughs> I think we covered this last time, I'm not sure. Christopher Daniels, Brandon Cutler, Pat Buck, and Michael Nakanakanakazawa were suspended, but I've been put back on, yeah. basically, because they were suspended to begin with because they had to investigate and check all the boxes just to make sure because there were important people backstage who witnessed all the stuff going on, and I guess you have to go over the top a bit there. Uh, I love this. This just sums up wrestling and wrestlers to me so much. Kenny Omega said in his little speech, we'll talk about the little uh, meeting they had a few weeks ago backstage, that he, he said it apparently as a joke. He wouldn't have hired eight out of ten people in the room and was basically a ha-ha-ha laugh at Osprey. But of course, you can't try sarcasm with wrestlers. Um, so a lot of them then went to, it looks like Voices of Wrestling reported it first of all. Then, then Meltzer said, yes, that did happen. Um, and basically, yeah, just said, oh, I wasn't happy with that. Or he was like using Osprey as an example. He was yeah. like, he's better than eight out of 10 of you. And Osprey apparently was like, uh-oh. <laughs> okay, thank, thank you, mate. But apparently it was done as a joke of people like, like could realize it because probably Omega winked and went, hoo-hoo. But apparently that's the worst thing to do with wrestlers because as oh, soon as they hear man. something like that, that can get, be interpreted and outquoted and out of context and put online they're gonna do it Kenny needs to take a cue about leadership skills from Chris Jericho who by all <laughs> accounts has been marvellous in this whole that's what situation. I hear I think we should take a minute out of the podcast and just pay tribute to how fantastically <laughs> wonderful Chris Jericho has been in his leadership skills and yeah. how he's dealt with everything backstage so yeah. thank you Chris <laughs> thanks Jericho we've also had that the cultaholic buys have a source behind the scenes in Adarb who has uh, confirmed that bit about Osprey how the Osprey comment was sort of like he's better than most of you and apparently Osprey was a bit like yeah leave me out of it well that's how it's been I thought that our line source meant... was Chris Jericho as well <laughs> our anonymous source Chris Jericho <laughs> I thought the line was, well, most of you wouldn't be here if it was ever up to me. Like you, Osprey, I'm talking no, about you. Just his, but now yeah. it's, oh, now it's, it was most of you Osprey's better been, than yeah. you. And yeah. he's not oh. even signed here and he's better than yeah, you. Yeah, it was like that, yeah. Oh, you know what? Take what, just, yeah. <laughs> oh, if that's how it's done then, oh. It's going to make Osprey and everyone else feel really awkward. <laughs> Everyone's turned to Michael Jordan. I took that person. <laughs> uh, can you make also in his little tour in Japan that he's having right now? 
because obviously Tubman did it and, and Omega ripped off his idea mm-hmm. uh, because he's on that paid suspension. Don't call it a holiday, it's a suspension. <laughs> uh, appeared on Capcom TV, talk about wrestling and video games and stuff. And John Ross sat quickly to point out and go, is that Ace Steel's bite mark on his arm? Oh, yes. Looked like it, didn't it? It did, didn't mm. it? And it leads me to believe. On the, in, on the inner. Yeah, that's so... did oh. He must have had him. In a headlock? Yeah. Oh! Oh, he just allegedly. This went, is just possibly. A I'm trying to point out, like, hey, I'm just gonna pick up your dog, mm, nom. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it could be that, but in a in a melee, it could have been any angle. Maybe, maybe Omega's arm was out. Maybe he was getting ready to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. torn. <laughs> yeah, he's like, watch out, he's going for the move. <laughs> what a spot that would be. <laughs> what, a, what a counter. Yeah. Uh, then Tony Khan took a shot at WWE with the crown jewel oh comments. Oh, God, uh, shut up, Tony. <laughs> Quote. <laughs> We're running... not the time. <laughs> right. We're running a lot of great shows around the Northeast. Like Gateshead. <laughs> Sorry. It's so, uh, so many great wrestling markets in one geographic region. I'll say it. It's the crown jewel of wrestling markets. The real crown jewel of wrestling markets. Not some BS overseas in Saudi Arabia. Mm. The real crown jewel, New York City, is where you want to be. Uh you can't really be shouting out at this point when you're basically saying no comment to all the AEW All Out stuff. Well, yeah. He's got to as well if there's a legal thing going on, I assume, because anything you could say could jeopardize anything that's yeah, happening. Like, yeah, yeah, good line. Uh, what, what's happening? No comment. I don't necessarily disagree with Tony. Oh, no, The Saudi deal's been criticized since the start, but it's just bad timing for Tony, isn't it? When he's not got yeah. his own house in order. Right, it's like the easiest of targets as well. Mm. I might be bad, but at least not as bad as Saudi Arabia. It's he like, oh, good one. He also tweeted a gif of a bloke from some film or something, I don't know, saying like, is anybody ready for some football? Um, and people took that as a, because it was just after the Raw ratings had come out and it's been the start of the NFL season. So Raw's ratings have dipped as they do every year when the American football season starts. And Tony's, it seems like the comment, the replies to the tweet all were like people going, oh, is this another like jab? Yeah. Is the football on a Wednesday night in America? Monday, just, Monday night football. Just, it's just Monday. Yeah. I thought it was mm. it Monday and Thursday. I could be completely the, wrong here. So there's one game on Thursday. Right. One game on Monday, which is like the prime time yeah, one. Yeah, of course. And then on Sunday, they've got like all the other fixtures. So, Fair. yeah. Oh, so mm. it's not, that was an old song. I wrote it first in football. Actually, no, that's a stupid song. But obviously, me and Tony Khan are references the same ah. uh, century <laughs> apart. But And he also tweeted about Captain Insano. Yeah, yeah last, yesterday was just a gif he shared before the event, leading to people obviously thinking, you know, because they have teased it earlier in some sort of interview. I remember uh, Paul White saying that Captain Insano would be coming to AEW, but no, it appears not. Or maybe he will on Rampage. Who knows what might happen in yeah, the world? That's, that's, the big, that's a big surprise. Captain Insano. <laughs> I read the Rampage spoilers. I'm not going to say them on here, but I'm disappointed in myself. I wish I'd just let myself oh. be along for the ride. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I saw, the I show saw a, re- a reckless man who was in the arena tweeting pictures of whatever the big thing that happened Ooh. was. I was furious. Oh. I haven't seen it yet. At so least really wait until the bloody show's aired. Oh. The second it's finished, that's when you can get your spoilers out. <laughs> get your spoilers out for the lads. and Because we get lambasted for that a lot. You know, we have like a, a website now that does the news and whatnot. Yes, we do. We get accused of spoilers after a show has ended, but before people have woken up. On the news. Yeah, on the news bit. The bit the that show, you have to click on. The bit, that, yeah, the bit that has to happen. Doesn't surprise me. <laughs> also, update on the AW rankings, uh, which many people went, what AW rankings? Uh, apparently, they've publicly said, as Dave Meltzer said on the Wrestling Observer Radio, they're not dead, but they have been towed down. They're not dead. 
there was a decision not to emphasize them as much on TV, but they can always go back to doing so. That's fair enough because they've just come completely off the, the rails of that. They've haven't they? Yeah. yeah. It's good and bad, isn't it? Because it's good in the way that, you know, people earn their title shots. We don't get like Goldberg just coming back and going, mm. I'll fight you, and then the match is made. But then as Jack says, there is a bit of a, sometimes people have to rack up the wins and they're just like on dark and dark elevation. Mm. It gets lost and you're like, when did all these wins happen? Mm. Yeah. Unless you're watching every show. I don't personally, but there you go. Why would you? <laughs> it's only 24 hours in a day. Uh, report, Ezekiel pulled from WWE internal roster, oh, replaced man. with his brother Elias. It's nice for him to come back. Interesting. Uh, why couldn't why can they both be on the same on the, on the roster? Huh? They're two different human beings. This town ain't big enough for the both of us. I know. It's a shame, though, because that, that could have had some legs with the family. As, as a heel, pretending he was different people to get around and out certain uh. situations. I'm with you. Him coming back every, I don't know, maybe not every week, Jesus, but like every month is like, it's it's Uncle Jebediah, the, the religious one or whatever. The makeup was so bad on the grandpa. It was like a perfect <laughs> heel gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a different guy. I'm not Ezekiel. <laughs> but no, they went the naff route. How dare they? Yeah, it was good. I'm glad that they've done this, though, because it was good for the Kevin Owens bit, but it was good because Kevin Owens was great at getting riled up and annoyed. Yeah. Like when people say I'm wrong about Seth Rollins being a heel face <laughs> and people like that. But as soon as he did it with anything else, hey, guys, it's Elias versus, I don't know, Dolph Ziggler, crowd dead. It's like, well, there's nothing here, is there? So I'm glad that at least they had Owens kill him, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Basically. He's basically dead. Action Bronson discusses his no bump clause. Uh, the hip hop star. Well, apparently he's had a friendship with Taz going a while back. It's oh. a little interview because um, Action Bronson went to a few ECW shows because people have been put on. He looked like stunning Steve Austin. He did. Back in the day, <laughs> it turns out. <laughs> I don't know whether he was joking when he said this, but let's see. What, yeah. He talked about having a no bump clause in his contract. We were speaking uh, on Ariel Hawani's MMA Hour. He's, quote, taking a bump is not... Uh, no, no, no. I just... Bleed and practice offense. I don't fall. I have in the contract, I don't fall. Taking bumps is serious. It's not an easy thing. So he's like Bill Murray in Space Jam. Where yeah. he's like, I I'll only do deep. offense. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. I like that he, also in the same interview, he's just like, oh, so do you smoke a lot of... Mm -hmm. He goes, yeah, I do. No, I mean, no, no, I yeah. don't. Goes, what do you mean, no, you don't? He goes, no, nah, I'm trying to get life insurance. And then I realize, well, he goes, we're live. We're live, pal. Literally. Yeah. He goes, ah, oh, no, we're watching they're this. Well, they're not watching. <laughs> I reckon he's taking the piss there, surely. Because he is just a big wrestling fan. Some of the, yeah. the knowledge I've seen him spitting in interviews and whatnot, it's clearly he is, mm. like, Bal's deep. Oh, he's got a, a song called Barry Horowitz. <laughs> I pat myself That's on the right. back, Barry Horowitz. Oh, words. Yeah. I like that if he's not taking any bumps, technically he's in action, Bronson. Ah. Thank you. <laughs> Sky Too Hotty <laughs> reveals uh, Linda McMahon banned him from doing a move in WWE. Now, I don't know if this is news or stuff that people knew already, but it's news to me. Uh, you may know Sky Too Hotty for being super cool wrestler who was in the Too Cool team, but for a brief while in 2000, he had this brief series of matches with Dean Malenko. Mm. Oh, was he gonna? You're not gonna say the DDT off the top rope. DDT off the top rope. Oh, oh no! While the match itself is very good, and it is, most fans remember the sickening finish, which saw the man of a thousand olds drill the originator of the worm with a top rope DDT, which you don't see very often. Discussing the match with wrestling with Johnners podcast, I don't know you know who that is. Uh, quote: It was very dangerous, and I could have easily broken my neck. It looks like I broke my neck on it. It was Dean's idea. He told me he had done it with Jericho. I recently just saw it with Jericho taking it a month ago, the first time, and I was like, oh, that's what I was supposed to do. He's supposed to jump out further so I wouldn't land more on my stomach, and I didn't jump out. So he's supposed to pancake it, 
And instead, he went, all right, bang. He sort of landed on his head and his feet at the same time somehow. Yeah. He sort of does a roll through, doesn't he? Margin of error, like that. Absolutely. Whoa, like a nipple. And apparently he went backstage. Uh, trying to praise Jericho for taking that bump really well. Yeah, Jericho oh, yeah, well told them, so Thank you, Chris, for everything you do. Linda McMahon told them as soon as he came through, says, Scotty, don't ever do that again. Uh, he assured her, you wouldn't have to worry about that. Okay. I, d- I didn't know about that. I thought it was... Uh, like, you're supposed to, you just went, you know what, let's, t- let's just take a really sick move of the top rope yeah. just because it was like, oh, no, no, we're supposed to pancake I didn't know it. Linda would have had that sort of sway backstage as well to go, no, you can't do that anymore. She was so just sitting she... there going. Hmm. <laughs> I was going to say, she's so mad she jumped off a chair. <laughs> <laughs> and the biggest news this week that I feel, just offhand comment from Tony Schiavone on what happened when about Ole Anderson Tell me all about Ollie Anderson and his hatred for the McMahons and the fact that he's basically who when it comes to WWE's history of events. Quote, in later years, Ollie told me the story, uh, but he regrets the way he treated Vince and Linda. Vince comes to the, the TBS studios during the takeover. He wanted to extend the hand of friendship to Ollie. He says, and here is my wife, Linda. And Ollie's line was on the lines of, you and your wife can go F themselves. And Vince said, you, you never work with me again. I'll make sure that nothing good happens to you. Tony Giovanni says he regrets that. <laughs> That's old school, uh, who loves the territories. He loved the old school. And the guy like my man who was changing wrestling business, Oli regrets that. And that's the reason why Oli wasn't part of the Four Horsemen and took the Hall of Fame. I didn't think Oli could feel regret <laughs> after he burned all the, um, was it the Georgia tapes that he had? As soon as he heard that Vincent Man had bought the rights to it. It was something. Wow. But yeah, I don't know what I forget which ones it was. Sorry. But yeah, he burned some tapes as soon as he heard it. But like that, that's the idea of Oli going, yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Decades after five, it's like, that's amazing to me. Yeah, because you see how every, uh, to be fair, apart from a, the odd you know, bit of wrestling here and there, the most you see of Ole Anderson, from my perspective, is shoot interviews and whatnot. And he just, yeah. as you say, regrets doesn't seem to be part of his vocabulary. <laughs> no. Just, I hate him. I hate her. I hate that. I hate everything. I'm Ole Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> He's like Rambo of shoot interviews. <laughs> but yeah, so that is a very small bit of news, but I thought it was amazing. Mm, yeah. Man admits fault <laughs> 50 years after the fact. Ah. <sighs> Ah. Also, Logan Paul's wrestling Roman Reigns in Saudi Arabia. Oh, God. More on that to come <laughs> on this podcast. That's big news, that. We should probably do it in the news section, shouldn't we? The press conference part where Roman Reigns was heckled by a child. Yes, he was. Was murdered, he? I didn't see that bit. Murdered. He's like, Triple H is right about all he said about me. I'm the GOAT and this, that, and the you other. You suck! Apart from that bit. I'm the GOAT kid or something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, he just rolled with it. Ah, oh, yeah. Oh. Do you know what? Um, I... I either didn't see it when it first happened on NWA Power, or it slipped my mind. But have you seen Eli Drake's Shoes of a Champion promo? Shoes of a Champion. Oh, oh it's going to ring so a bell. Good. Yeah, I'm sure I have. It's so it's Eli, it's Eli Drake in Power, and he's either he's either a heel or he's a, like he's so he's like the Rock, like everyone just cheers him because he's good at talking. That has been said not like by some great person, not like before, Seth Rollins. Yeah. Um, and he's at that little old school interview bit they've got, yeah. and he's going like yeah and all that, and he's like. Take a look at these shoes. He's just got like some vans on or something. He goes, shoes of a champion. Take a look at this jacket. Shoes of a champion. <laughs> and then the crowd all go, way. And he goes, did I just say shoes of a champion? Like he genuinely made a mistake. He realizes, he goes, did I just say shoes of a champion? Ha ha ha. Yeah. He just rolls with it. He just then he just does like a, whether it's one on one, two on one, 32 on one, or 102 on one, I'm the bet, just like that. He just, he just rolls with it. Make what a man. Shoes of a champion. <laughs> so good. This, the, the, the scene in this room when he finally 
shoes of a champion. <laughs> the final, and when he comes back as LA, oh, oh. the scenes in this room. Oh, he's got to do oh. a Samoa Joe walking down to the ring, just destroying everyone promo, surely. Absolutely. Oh. The entire roster. 102 people yeah. just, in, just standing in line, <laughs> like Inoki slapping people. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait for it. Hey. Uh. Well, yeah, Crown Jewel, God, yeah, that's big. Mm. Think it'll be good? Of course it will. They're always a hoot. Absolutely. No, no, just, just I can't wait to hear the noise of mostly boredom from that Saudi Arabian crowd. No, Meltzer no, says no, that Logan's yeah. huge in Saudi Arabia with the kids. Okay. Meltzer, Meltzer knows is, is pure water, not pure water, prime water, and is Saudi Arabian children's interests. Yeah. He, he knows what the youth are in Saudi Arabia are into, and they're into Logan Paul. <laughs> so there you go. Meltzer's looking at the demographs in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's a big mm -hmm. influence. So, they're they're going to get Mr. Beast on the next show. <laughs> Great. I wouldn't be surprised. And what did Logan Paul say, Matthew? When he said, Roman, you're head of the table. But everything I've done, I've succeeded at. I am the table. Oh, my God. What does that mean? Because I'm confused by that statement. What is it? What, when he says, I am the You've table. You've known this man for seven I know, years. But I know I've in no terms idea. of your context, but what in terms of low, is Does that mean he's unbreakable? Well, some of the people have said it beforehand because he, people, I love five people are like, Matthew, Matthew, he must watch your series. It's like, I love it. I don't know perception is reality. But that line has been used by other people. Uh, what's his name? Oh, uh, Kanye West recently used it. But because he says, "Why?" I, you say I don't bring anything to the table, but I am the table. Okay. So it could be used like that. Like oh, you so say, he is where you the, say I'm not. I'm not bringing anything. I am this. So he is where the shit is happening. Yeah. Mm. So you said you head off the table, but that doesn't mean anything. If I am the table, then I'm more impressive. He's the game. Not a literal table. If you take these things literally, <laughs> well, then it's one of the stupidest <laughs> things someone's ever said. He also. He also then did his little thing where he, he was in bed and he was just like, uh, last night I caught myself a table. That was dumb. I'm like... Oh, did he? Yeah. Uh, oh, of course. I'm a big fan of Logan Paul now. Well, I am actually. I met a few weeks ago. Successfully, met him a few weeks ago? One of the worst Hall of Fame inductions or attempts ever. I'll remember like a few 3% agree when we talk oh, about God, the Hall of Fame. <laughs> did Logan not get in? No. <laughs> after, after he, he barely got on the bit of paper. After he <laughs> threw himself all around. Wow. He's like, I'd like to say... The people have been calling me out for saying I don't care about Logan Paul. You're right, and I'm wrong. Let's put him in. It was like, no. <laughs> oh, no. It was people like, no, no, Matthew. It, it, those three people are like him. That's fine. Oh. But the rest of us, That's no. A, it's an interesting matchup, though. I'm, in my head, I'm hoping Roman just flattens him. Because, you know, people people will be laughing at wrestling if he doesn't. <laughs> no. Logan we can't will, have that. <laughs> Logan will get his stuff in, won't he? He'll, what he'll is, what is his stuff? Big splash through the announcement. Yeah. <laughs> He'll hit him with a Pokemon card. Yeah. yeah. Can he do the three amigos on Roman? Is Roman too big? Oh. Yeah, I reckon he can. Yeah. Logan's a big boy. Yeah, he is. Big bulging arms. Wait, why would he be doing the three amigos to Roman? He does the three. He can only do those to Ray. Oh, You're right. legally required yeah. to do it in every yeah. Ray. He did it at WrestleMania to someone, didn't he? Was that to Ray? I think it was yeah. to Ray. He, he might have got it, it was. Because it was the Ray and Dom. E Dom. <laughs> what else does he do? <laughs> he does a. I can't think of anything else he does. Frog he, did, he, did, he did like an Asai Moon sort of something to the outside or like a springboard. Mm. Yeah, you can do that. Frog yeah. Splash, really good Frog Splash. Yeah. All the cool moves, you when you're creating a wrestler back in the day yeah. in a video game, you give yourself. Yeah. Aye. Just needs to take a step back and work on his footwork for me, you know. Mm. So, so yeah. Slow down. Ah, ah. Don't Logan Paul's a big Puro fan. You're watching Joseph Weirdness. <laughs> Burning hammer on Roman Reigns. <laughs> Imagine if he comes out and just starts like... This is for you, Tawe. Yeah, chokeslam. Kawada chops and everything. Oh... Modico is his manager. Logan Paul, the first the first influence to get five star rating from Melter. Oh, oh my what if God. it happens? Imagine, imagine if Kurt Angle never had a five star match, but Logan Paul got one. To be, yeah. you can see it though, because we've been. I think it's off the back of your video the other day. Like we've been talking about five star ratings and whatnot in the office recently. And what mm -hmm. should have been and what well, on the podcast as well last we week. Did. 
And yeah, Meltzer's just the older he gets, the less he cares, I feel. <laughs> I'm going to say it is impressive the fact he's been rating matches for decades now and he still cares about this stuff. Mm. You know, sometimes I'm like, all right, let's watch Raw. But every week, every day he's like, Raw, New Japan, Stardom, mm. whatever the hell he watches. And he's still giving star rings and still apparently loving it, which is he, uh, amazing to me. Uh, I, there was a comment on, on that video I did that I really agreed with, which was like, maybe five-star matches felt more special when they were less common in the 2000s when like seven matches got them for the whole decade. Maybe that's, maybe that, you know, I don't know. Maybe. So I did also like your conspiracy theory video. Did you watch it? Did you? I did. Wow. Watch so it. There was some, I didn't realize, am I, okay, maybe it's one of these things I've known then forgotten, which happens a lot with me because there's so much stuff to know about wrestling. Hogan's interpretation of what happened at WrestleMania 9, <laughs> that he was on the jet ski brother and he fell Whoa. off brother and then the thing lifted him up, whoop, and he went, uh-oh, got hit the jet <laughs> ski and there was, you know, little Hogan's flying around his head going, woo, and all this stuff. Someone pointed out, that's the exact same plot synopsis of his appearance on Baywatch <laughs> three years later. And so he's probably getting the two events mixed up. <laughs> or maybe in his book he should have put, and then Pamela Anderson came and saved me. So, yeah. So I was like, no, 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 it probably wasn't that. Hogan said this. But then I saw that and went, oh, yeah, Macho Man lamped him. Oh, big time. Oh, oh not Brett. No, Macho Man. No, uh, Brett, I think no, I've no, always no. just assumed Brett did because... It, it was Brett who got screwed at WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, that would have been funnier. And because Brett hit Vince, maybe I've just mixed up that whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was something to do with uh, Elizabeth staying around at Linda's or oh, Hulk Hogan's right, house. And, right, right, Yeah. Also, it was the real feud brought to life. Yeah. Wow, well, the WrestleMania Hogan 5 fans, didn't he? Yeah, he did, yeah. In, in storyline, at least. Yeah. Lust in the eyes for Miss Elizabeth. Oh, yeah. big time. Mm. Aye. Talk about on again, off again, though, because they were always together. Hogan and match. Oh, yeah. 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 Sorry. Yeah. Should have clarified there. <laughs> Hey, well, but, I, but I like it's on the channel now. Conspiracy theories we believe could be true. Might be true. Yeah. I don't know what the title is. Could Something be like true. I, yeah, and the no no mention of Justin Henry's uh little theory. Remember I've said it a few times. He read and again, it's just it's just an Austin theory. It's not supposed to be accusing anybody. John Cena, when he got injured off a basic hip toss from Ken Kennedy? Yeah. Yeah. In 07. October of 07. That's right. And then he was like, oh, injured, injured, injured. It's like, uh oh. And he came back at Royal Rumble 08. Wow, that's a hell of a... You got back that quick? Because the prognosis was a yeah, wasn't it? That's right. Yeah. That, according to Justin Henry... So it's just a the, theory. It's just a theory. Just a theory. That was him, uh, a very quiet uh, wellness suspension. I wouldn't... It's not beyond the realms of possibility. Mm. Oh, no, not at all. But I, John Cena's all natty, though. Because he, yep. I saw an interview once where they went, how are you so big? And he went, I'm built to carry this sort of muscle. Look at my big old hands. <laughs> what he said, that's what he said, isn't it? <laughs> I got big old hands. That's what he said. <laughs> Prove your hands are natural, Mr. Cena. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> well, Prince Charles come. <laughs> oh, oh, God, I. Prince I. Charles. King, oh, no. King Charles III. Oh, God, yeah, oh, sorry. My right, goodness, that's in this podcast. <laughs> Another 10 bell salute there. What is that like? What's his hands and feet about? And feet. His, his feet are swollen as well. Are they? Massively swollen. Wow. Yeah. That can happen when you get older, lack of circulation. But Hasn't not he like always that, had, though. I, know I think he's bad. always had the big sausage fingers, mm. aren't he? They, they look delicious, though, don't they? <laughs> no. But you, you're, are you telling me you'd have to suck on King Charles' Whoa. finger? <laughs> nom, nom, nom. <laughs> King Edward Potatoes, King Charles Sausages. <laughs> that reminds me of Jeffrey Dahmer. I was watching that new... Uh, <laughs> That new uh, dramatisation of Jeffrey Dahmer's... Oh, on Netflix. On Netflix, yeah. I've got Netflix's best... 
best export is, yeah, people who kill other people yeah, horribly. Yeah. Go watched, on. Uh, watched the first episode last night, and it starts off with him, like, luring the fella back to his his little apartment, telling the fella's friends he had a little bungalow to you know, get them off the tracks and whatnot. There's a little bit there where he's the, the fella who's trying to, like, seduce him to try and get away, because he's realizing what's going on, just sucks his finger very seductively. Mm. Ooh. Uh, nice. And at that moment, you thought of King Charles yes, III. Yes, I did. <laughs> You're a bit of a warm-up. Two seconds, Dharma. <laughs> and on that delicious note, <laughs> that's the end of the news. <laughs> Tubman in Japan. Mm. Been up to much this week, Richard? Uh, not really. Just been out on the bike a lot to train a bit as I'm riding out far for a long weekend. The Mora. Did you try, sorry, did try take the GoPro out last night, but the footage came out poo. So, man shrugging emoji. That was Tubman in Japan. Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame. Ah, now for everyone's favorite segment, the Hall of Fame. In condescending order from last week, the Queen's Corgis, Muik and San... Muik. Muik. Is that you spell Muik? All right. I don't know. And so, there we go. There's the 400th time M- I've mispronounced M- something. Muik and Sandy, 26%. Why are those two in particular? Because they are the two that are alive right now. Okay. And I put the... Well, nominate them for the Hall of Fame because they are having to live with Prince Andrew now. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. It was heartbreak. That was the worst part of that funeral for me, though. The corgis waiting for their, their mom to come. Yeah. But she wasn't oh, See the pony? Uh, Emma. Raised its foot. Apparently, that was the pony saying goodbye. A lot, of, lot, of, <laughs> lot of wankers on Twitter these days. God. Uh, <laughs> uh, God. <laughs> Damn it. Wankers on Twitter was my nomination. Mindy's Bakery's positive review, yeah, positive reviews, oh, even twenty-seven percent. Oh, thought that'd be a surefire hit, but never mind. Hangman Page, the nicest man in pro wrestling, forty-six percent. Was that you, Andrew? It certainly was. The was nicest that... man at Cultaholic, nominating the nicest man in pro wrestling. Was there man. a reason, or is it just because you felt bad for him when Punk shot on him? Because I did. We're both cowboys. Uh, the, uh, Instagram post. The Instagram post. Just talking like nice things about. That's right. Hangman does seem like a nice guy. He does. And he used to be a school teacher. Did he? Yeah. 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 So he's also old and sick of working with kids. <laughs> oh. Yes. Phenomenal. Very good. That's all I've got. Come on. Well done, Andrew. So, Jack, you may take over. Oh, I've got to go first with my horrible one. The horrible one? I, oh. I'd like to nominate the Spider from James and the Giant Peach, the film version from the 90s. I think it was the 90s. Yeah, it would have been yeah, the 90s. Yeah. Um, if anyone doesn't know the Roald Dahl classic, James and the Giant Peach, do I really have to sum up the plot of James and the Giant Peach? There may be people. I don't know if I can even remember it. Um, there's a boy whose parents are killed by a rhino. In the book, the rhino has escaped from London Zoo. But in the film, oh. the rhino is just made out of smoke and clouds. Yeah, it comes from the sky. And he yeah. sees it as like a like a dark vision. It's like someone turned on a diesel engine mm. in the 90s. So I always wondered if it was a metaphor for <laughs> something else that he just assumed was a rhino, but I don't know. Yeah, anyway. it's like Mufasa from Lion King if he was really angry. Yeah. So yes. That kid's so, got near chance. So then they, that's is now he's an orphan and yeah. he's taken in by his two evil Andes, yeah. Joanna Lumley and Miriam Mogley. <laughs> <Sorry>. um, <laughs> then it, they're cruel to him, so he escapes and somehow ends up 
I don't know how he what gets from that, there. No, he that goes fella, that fella yeah, with yeah, yeah, the, he the goes, bag. Oh, um, yeah. With a little green thing. He gives him like the magic. The from the usual suspects, aye. He gives him the three magic things. Not that one. <laughs> oh god yeah sorry it's been lots of other things um, oh, no. um yeah it gives them the three are they like worms like little yeah 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 like a widgety grub yeah that, from and the he, jungle and he well bites done, the peach while he's in the thing and then the peach gets big yeah. anyway and bigger and bigger and then he ends up riding it across the atlantic to america <laughs> yeah and befriending all the insects that presumably lived inside the peach before it grew big yeah now these insects have become big also, he becomes animated at this point. Yes. <laughs> Even though he was a real boy at the start. Gets to New York. Now he's a real boy again. The peach lands on top of the Empire State Building somehow. Do you get it, though? Because it's like the big apple, but it's... Oh, yes. <laughs> big um, oh. And then... I didn't get that as a kid. Somehow that leads to <laughs> him you, getting the Andes arrested or whatever. They turn up in New York somehow in a car <laughs> that they've driven underwater because it's all wet. Like, the car's all wet. Isn't there at one point <laughs> that film is when, well, it's like they show up and they've got, like, a submarine that tries to take out the peach. That's the, I think that's the, the rhino in the sky somehow oh. turns into a shark in the sea. Yeah, it does. It's oh, oh, got okay. big... It looks right, like right, one right. of the house robots from Robo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, That's right. Wow, it's like a fever dream. It's this really is, trippy, actually. Remember this memory from years ago? Yeah. How does else? the peach explode at the end? Because everyone gets covered in peach, don't they? Oh, I thought it was just gooping down from. Was it just gooping down? I don't know. Yeah. Just imagine the, the police, police officer, officer gets. Yeah, yeah, he's like, "Oh, you're walking here. Hey, so, <laughs> you got a license for that peach, kid." Um, then there's a happy ending, and James gets adopted peach by enjoyment noises. James gets adopted <laughs> by the insects <laughs> and lives happily ever after. Right? It's great. Um, so I posited to the upstairs office the other day that the spider was fit and that I fancied the spider when I was a oh. kid, right? <laughs> but I didn't do it in, oh, in yeah, like a... I didn't do it in like a... This, and it's been pointed out to me that I do resemble James when he's an animated little boy. <laughs> um, I don't think I fancied the spider as a... I think I just fancied her in an innocent child way, like, oh, she's nice and pretty, despite being not real and a spider. But I, I'd said this to the office upstairs and was met with more ridicule than I thought I would... Given they're all lighthearted folk up there, I thought they'd be like, oh, Jack, what are you like? Yeah. Alex from Triple Jump, Alex Winters, took grave offense to this. He's like, she's a horrible man. <laughs> yeah. Really hated that I fancied this. But doesn't she have like a sultry. Oh, she's Jack? a sexy oh, French spider. Oh, she's yeah. got the beret, so I assume it's a kid's film. So she's, so a, like, oh, oh, we, so we. she's a bit of a stereotype. Right. <laughs> she's got stri a stripy body like a French stripy jumper. She's got a beret, speaks with a French accent. Smokes tab as well, doesn't she? Yeah. No. <laughs> so the caterpillar or the centipede has a cigar. Oh. And when she's singing her sultry French verse in the song, she nicks it to like do a bit of sensual smoke in the room when, but it's actually him. She just uses yeah. it as a prop. Um, <laughs> yeah, get it right. <laughs> Passive watched, smoke is, is a killer. I, wa everybody. I watched just it back that recently. Peaches growth. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, that's why James' head's so big in this podcast. <laughs> oh. um, but that I was just met with the only only one person agreed, and it was Ashton from Triple Jump who said I'd bang the spider. And I went... That's a direct quote, by the way. She said the F word, actually. Oh! I'd flip that spider. Um, and then it emerged. I went, thank you, Ashton. But this was when I was locked at home. Or locked, not able to lock the door at home. So this was all via messenger. So, wait, are you saying all this, like, online while the guy's yeah. fixing the thing? Like, <laughs> Do you fancy the spider from James the Giant Peach? This guy's, well, get out of here. Um... <laughs> So then when I came in, I was like, thanks, Ashton, for sticking up for me about the spider from James and the Giant Peach. Miss Spider, I think we should call her. And uh, and then she went, no, no, 
I, I didn't agree with you wholeheartedly. She meant if the spider was a human or if she was a spider, oh. then she would have. So, yeah. But anyway, I'm nominating the spider from James and the Giant Peach because I thought everyone fancied the spider from James and the Giant. I thought it was like a common thing. It's not. It's not at all. No. I've heard several girls say that they fancied uh, adult Simba in The Lion King. Cartoon Lion King. Once he okay. becomes an adult, apparently he's all sexy. I know lots of lasses who go, they love Beauty and the Beast, the proper one, not that crappy new one. Um, and they were really disappointed when at the very end, he's like, the beast turns into the prince. And they're like, oh, it looks rubbish now. It didn't really work, did it? Because the beast in the story is meant to be hideous. But he's a really right. handsome beast. He's the most handsome beast you'll ever see. And he's like, oh, now you're just... This. Looks like Drew McIntyre. <laughs> Kayla, you know, my mom, she fancies uh, Rob, Robin Hood. Oh, oh in Fox I mean, form. I'm Fox form. Understandable. Although watching, understandable, watching it back, it comes across like a bit of a Tory. I've never seen that Robin one. Hood. Yeah. Despite being... Taken from the rich and given the poor. <laughs> but, oh, hey. but, the, but the way he talks and stuff, like, oh, hello, Marion. Hello. It's sounds, not like, sounds like Alexander Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Philip Schofield, by the way. Oh, mate. I can't believe oh. I have spoken so highly about this morning, so much on this podcast and this channel. Down with those two. Although they've now claimed they were there, they had like press access. But they are not journalists or broadcasters. Well, they are broadcasters, <laughs> but they're certainly not journalists. <laughs> Oh, but, I thought we'd talk about the other thing Philip Schofield's in the news oh, for this week. Oh, boy, yeah, let's yeah. not talk about yeah. that one. Famous pro wrestler, <laughs> Philip Schofield. <laughs> so the spider from James and the Giant Peach is my nomination. Uh. Andrew wanted to give a shout-out to the one from Bugs Life as well. Rosie? Yeah. Andrew, can you get that picture up, please? Because I'm struggling to picture the, the Bugs Life spider. She's, more, just a, a sp yeah, she's more of an all-action spider. Matthew correctly pointed out that Rosie looks more like a spider. Like, the, the spider from James and the Giant Peach looks more human than the one from Bugs Life. It's a human though. face on a spider body. Yeah, but the one from Bugs Life's got this sassy attitude, you know? Nah. <laughs> Wait, nah, where's she from, from? Not for me. Let me get it. Let me get it up. Where is Bug's Life set? America. Uh, Did somewhere. you just say you've got it up? No, let me get it up. <laughs> <laughs> On the screen, man. Uh, if, uh, you know, uh, James and your yeah. giant peaches spiders tickling my proverbial pickle. Yeah. Much more. Thank you, Ross. I don't remember anything about Bug's Life spider, so I'm going to go with creepy This French isn't a vote. Cop. We don't have to like... <laughs> which would you rather? Oh, we're, we're trying to help you. We're not like... We're going to be better than Triple Chip and go, ha oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> well... Zotalo. That was just Alex Winters. Sub-Zero Alex Winters. Um, what? Why is he Sub-Zero? Well, he took part in one of those like um, amateur boxing events. And I said, did you oh, have... Was that a, his nickname? I said, did you have a ring name? And he went, yeah, yeah, Sub-Zero. I was like, that is class. Because his last name is Winters. He was like Sub-Zero oh, Winters. Oh, all right. It was like, well, Ryu from Street Fighter no. was taken. And then he was saying like that you, you, it's just a 50-50. It's just chance whether you get red or blue headgear and stuff. Oh, okay. And he got blue. I was like, oh, oh yes. That's a relief. Yeah, I know. But anyway, he wasn't a fan of the spider thing. <laughs> so did he say who his who he'd no, admit? He just said it was wrong. And then I went on the, <laughs> on the Disney wiki fandom page for James and the Giant Peach, looked oh, at the no. description of the spider, and the first word, Miss Spider is a beautiful and then brave, oh. kind French spider. <laughs> And then he edited it, so it said, like, smelly, racist. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's my Hall of Fame pick. Lovely. Mm. I mean, a lovely discussion for another day. Jack lambasted me for nominating Maurice because I fancied her a few weeks ago. <laughs> I remember that, yeah. yeah. How the turntables. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so is this unrelated to, you know, just happens to be this big angle on Raw where Dominic, this little, little <laughs> lad with cool hair, Suddenly, is a changed man after he got his big giant goth girlfriend, and you just happen to think about you, another good lad, 
with a good set of hair. I don't suddenly remembering hair, the childhood goth no, influence. No, uh, I'll tell you how this came about. It's because Fraser was like, not a fan of any of the old doll books. All right. I know. And then yeah, I started I to... I pause there. For... And I know that Roald Dahl, like Walt Disney, has had possibly bad, like did, almost certainly have bad personal opinions on certain things. But, you know, Matilda, the twits, you can't argue with the classics, can you? <laughs> you know? Um, <laughs> feel weird now. <laughs> My entire life has been realising you've got to separate the art from the artist. Oh, there's just no one good. But uh, Danny the Champion of the World is a personal favourite of mine. What mm. a book. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. BFG. Which is getting a... BFG, yeah. Which is... George's Marvelous Medicine. Aiden Twitch. chimed in. He went, my favorite is George's Marvelous Medicine. He blows up his auntie. <laughs> or his grand. Yeah. yeah. I went and saw a live play of that. Mm. William A. Playhouse. All right. Yeah, I can't remember the auntie getting blown up. Like, That's no punchline there. Maybe. I just can't Thank you, that happening, no. But that's how it came about because Fraser just said he doesn't like any real doll. And I was like, what are you on about? And then he went, I understand why people like it. It's just not for me. I was like, oh... Oh, Did cool. he say what he read instead? Or? No, he, he likes the MCU. I don't know. No, I, don't know. Oh. Um, I don't know what he said, actually. I think it just turned into then a big debate about Roald Dahl, and then everyone started naming their favorite Roald Dahl novels. And then I went, the spider's fit. And it <laughs> caused more tension than I thought. That's lovely. Mm. Be great if, like, Frazier just completely demoralized Jack Fills. Like, I was reading Rene Descartes at that stage of my life. <laughs> I, was, I was nine. I don't know what he liked as a child. Probably cookery books. Yeah. That makes sense, actually. Yeah, just read all the recipes. Mm. You can make a giant peach. You can. Ah, so that's a lovely pick. Ross, what have you got? I think it's you next, isn't it? Oh, fair enough. If we're going to do it properly. Do you want to do, do it properly? Yeah. What a crazy novel it's the idea. the bloody Hall of Fame, this. Oh, that came stone dead not last. Yet. Not yet. Not yet. I'm drinking. My thing this week has been randomly thinking about the Moy, probably getting that wrong, Moy Easter Island statues. Okay. You know, the big heads you see around the place. Uh, turns out they're not just heads. They are built to a certain extent. It's just obviously they were made then dug underneath mm. so I was just thinking about I think they're cool as hell I think they look beautiful I think I like the fact that they're to become iconography for that area and just get shown and you go oh I know what they are East Island statues and um, be reading up about them because it, you'll know about this Andrew I think Splatoon 3 has just come out okay. it's a big video game right now and they're all over that they're all you think it was the main character of the show the way people have been posting about it on Twitter and stuff so do the thing where it, the ADHD thing of going Wikipedia and reading up on these things just to bore people in the podcast okay. that I happen to do. And <laughs> bring up the fact that, one, they would build them size-wise, depending on the importance of the uh, the leader they were based Ooh. on, or person in the tribe. So I thought if Ross ever got one, if he was part of that tribe, his would need to be the same size as the, the Gateshead car park because of how brilliant he is. <laughs> how big would that make Adams? <laughs> but that's the thing. <laughs> These little things weigh tons. Oh. And so people are still trying to figure out how... These people back in, say, the 1700s were able to make these things out of volcanic ash and other things and then move them to where oh. they wanted to put them. So they're all strategically placed. Like on the their... pyramids. Right. Because we all have this weird thing about, well, maybe it's just me, when you think about but ye olden times or hundreds of years ago, like, oh, they were just big, dumb, stupid tribes people just basically figuring out life. And no, not us with the Industrial Revolution and the technological advances we've made in the past few hundred years. But the truth is, human beings all around the world have been able to do stuff and make things and pull things and draw sexy spiders and children's books. <laughs> but like, as long as we've been around, we've, we've always found a way. But the fact is we don't definitively know how they move them. But there are some people who think that the way that they were able to move them is like this. Uh, say it's, you know, a few hundred years ago, 
Uber hasn't been invented. White man with a vans aren't around. The, the, the so plum. what you do is you put a big rope around the moi. <laughs> you have people on the left, people on the right, and you basically just make him walk. <laughs> and oh I saw a video of this. God. All the ones I've seen are being sped up. So can you put this at like two times speed? Because it's way better that way. <laughs> I thought they were trying to pull the head off it. Yes. Yeah, you think he was ready to be executed? <laughs> right? For, for crimes against humanity, more you real. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Look at him gone. <laughs> No chance. No, 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 no. no chance at all. Oh, so it turns no. out people are like, you can't just move it like that. And then some people just recreate them going, look, you can. This thing weighs several tons. All you need to do is left, right, left, right. Blindfolded for dramatic effect, I guess. Yeah. He's been inducted into the tribe. He's thinking this club better be worth it. And yeah, so I just think that's amazing. The fact that my heads, they're beautiful looking. I think they look cool. And we still don't know how people move them. But it might be that way. Maybe. Maybe. And I thought it was a cool-looking image, if nothing else. So what What's, do you want to actually nominate there? Just Easter Island statues. Okay. Easter Island. Aren't they cool? Um, Not the most well-balanced of uh, what was, picks this week, but... What was Stonehenge for? I can't remember. It's one of these things no one knows, I don't think. Was it supposed to be used as a calendar? Or... Oh, I'll tell you who will know. Like Go on. Sundial. Peter Austin will know. Will he? He loves rocks and stuff like mm. that. That's the only thing I know about Peter Austin. Right. He's a, he's a nature boy. It's not the... <laughs> <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> anyway. Ben Potter's listening to this podcast right now, furious. Why? We're slandering his boy. I called him king of the mountain. No, Peter Austin, you just called him a nature boy. Oh, well, he's he's a man in touch with nature. He loves, he loves like... That sounds worse. He loves, like, things, like, you know, Stonehenge things. Things. things like Stonehenge. He likes virtual things. things like computer games, but he computer also games. likes real outside as well, which I think is a charming balance. <laughs> Give him a PSP in a field. You know, it's an Asian <laughs> like it. Stonehenge 64. Oh, my favorite. So I've been thinking about Ben this week because there's been more Matt Berry stuff circulated around and Ben can do a good Matt Berry impression. But the line this time wasn't the, you really are the most devious. It was uh, on Gotham Ring's Dark Place when they're talking about the main character's old partner, and he goes, you and he were buddies, weren't you? <laughs> so good. He's uh, a good one. He's a, Not good enough for our Hall of Fame, though. No. <laughs> Him and Logan Paul create a tag team somewhere. <laughs> Go tag on, Ross. me in, Logan. You, you've got sexy spiders, East Island statues walking. Ross, it's a tough week this week, I know, but what have you got for well, us? Well, I had a backup, which was going to be Eddie Kingston's uh, Twitter promo yesterday. Oh, Beautiful. Suicide month and that, but I'm here to win. So I'm going to pick uh, Tom Campbell's engagement at His Good oh, Lady. Oh, no! Because if anything deserves to be in the prestigious Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast Hall of Fame, it is sometimes Cultaholic Wrestling Podcaster Tom Campbell's engagement at His Good Lady. Nah. I'm shocked that either of you did not go for that. Because it's such an open goal. Shira! Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh... So, um, oh. yeah, it was obviously, we've spoke about earlier, beautiful video. Yeah. Beautiful people. Beautiful setting. Yeah, Maldives. Oh, fine. Mm, lovely. Parad I didn't read Paradise Island is an actual place. Oh, he yeah. wasn't just being romantic. No, I it's clicked, I clicked on the thing on his little Instagram, or one of his Instagram yeah. posts, and it takes you to a little mm. map of Paradise Island. I thought that was where they sent the kids in Pinocchio. Okay. <laughs> that yet. reference is from the 30s, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. It's been years since I've seen that film. Yes, they, they go take the kids. He goes, the, Let's go oh, to Paradise yeah. Island. Well, nothing bad can happen there. And they go um, turn at the jackasses. The one from the oh. the one from the 90s is a great film with Martin. What's his face playing Geppetto? 
Isn't Don French in that as well? Yes. Yes. That was weird. And then the guy's eyes go... It was trippy, that film. Oh, God. Terrifying. That sounded like the... Is it from the Animal Robin Hood, the song when they're all marching? No, that's the old... It always gets used for, like, silly Italian things. Oh, <laughs> right. Have you seen the but way that... Have you seen the way Luigi Primo tweets, like, types? I also got a promo for the first time this week. Has he got an Italian accent? Oh, no. <laughs> it is so good. It is fantastic. Oh. I don't know where he's from. So this is just the, you know, the perception I've got just from seeing one promo. But it's like, he just puts, ah, in the middle of an American <laughs> oh, accent. No. It's like, hello, ah. Like Jeff Jarrett. Basically, I'm very Double Z. Have you ever seen Eddie Guerrero cut a promo in WCW? He's got a way more American accent than he did later on. Oh, well, he would... I think he ramped up the Mexican wasn't he born he, he said that in interviews that he would because he's born in Texas yeah he's, like he's Mexican so whenever he was border, in Texas he's from a border city in, right yeah. right so whenever he's in Texas you go ha I'm Mexican I'm better than mm. you when he'd be in Mexico we go ha I'm, I'm American I'm better ah, than you so I found the promo I found so I'm going to just point your mic at it yeah, just go in on. case Luigi Primo is indeed from uh, Italy Luigi Primo, we are here and <laughs> this is an All right. brand new RCW international champions what are your thoughts on tonight People have said that a 170-pound a pizza cook from in Naples, Italy, couldn't oh. make anything of himself as a wrestler. But I went out there tonight, and I fought against the two other people. Two other people are bigger and stronger than me. And I said, you're going to hit me as hard as you can. You're going to throw me across the ring. You're going to beat me up. You're going to tear my pizza up. And I don't want to give up. I can still make a best pizza in the ring every time. I'm a Luigi Primo. Okay. Thank Luigi. God, it's like the Italian Elon Musk account. <laughs> I, oh, I'm bigger than pizza. I lose at the match. Oh, Maron. I, I thought it was going to be more... I thought the ratio was going to be like 70% Italian, 30% American. But it's actually the opposite way around. Mm. Like, I went in that ringer. Yeah. <laughs> they had uh, Toby Fox, the guy who makes Undertale. He apparently speaks... Very good Japanese, but so he did this thing. Coops and go around the internet every few days where it's him speaking Japanese, 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 Japanese. Then he has to say something that's an English uh, word, and even if it's a Japanese thing, and it just actually goes straight to Kansas, like uh, Domo Arigato uh, Toho Project. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so yours is Luigi Primo. That's a good pick, Ross. Fantastic, <laughs> two-time winner. No, yours is Tom Campbell's Amazing Wedding. I'm shocked. I'm shocked that I came. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. yes. Has it happened? God, no, sorry. <laughs> is this a like, yeah, this, this, this is me forgetting how things work. Sorry, yes, engagement. Ah. Oh, wow. He's going to so, win then. <laughs> Tom Campbell's engagement. Hey. hey. Sexy spider lady Miss from... Miss Spider from James and the Giant. Miss Spider. Miss. Miss. No, it's M-I-S-S, I think. Oh, okay, Miss. Okay, so... Oh, she's single. She's single, fellas. No, she gets with the centipede at the end. Does she? Yeah, they end up like... James's adoptive parents. They adopt. Oh, I don't remember. That. Yeah, because I remember in I, re- I can picture her in like a chef's hut giving him like food at the end, going like, "Oh, James, here's your Andy. Here's yeah. your food." Put your Andy there, dryer. Um, okay. Right, and then <laughs> oof, I thought to take in, and then what was my pick? Oh, the Easter Island statues. Why aren't they cool? Aren't they cool? Well, we'll find out next week. Results of the Hall of Fame voting which is up to yourselves at home on patreon.com forward slash called the holic. Place your bets, have fun. 
You don't necessarily have to vote for Tom Campbell. We know that you all love him. Just saying. I kind of do, though. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to. You might prefer the spider. You might prefer the statues. If you let us know, if you want to admit in the chats which uh, childhood TV animated things that you liked a the, lot as a kid, that would be great market research. There is a little comment section underneath the polls on the Patreon, and they're always quite fascinating reading. They provide a window into the voting habits of... Oh, it's so great. I didn't listen to this podcast this week or any other week. <laughs> I vote every week. Oh, it's so amazing. Yeah, well, we never see those, to, just to clarify. Oh, of course we don't see those, but we'll be ringing up next week, so make sure you vote for Optimus Prime. Teddy, you was um, on the stream last night, watching the stream. Who? Another YouTube channel, Name Explain. No. Yeah. Yeah, mm. they're a fan of the channel. That's nice. Shout out to Name Explain. Check out the channel. What do they do? Stuff about explaining etymology of places. No. Oh, literally explaining names. I believe so, but I think oh. they, I think they do more wider range of stuff than that generally. That's nice because I like etymology. Mm, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> they get a cheap plug. Thank you very much. This is this week in the wrestling. It's this bloody week in the wrestling. <laughs> this week in wrestling. Start off with SmackDown. Oh, get ready for Jack's funny bit. SmackDown, I am Logan, enthralled by this new feud. That's good. That's good. It's, a, it's a polite applause. Appalled? Yeah, that would have been that would have been better. But are you actually excited by it? I'm intrigued. Okay. I'm Logan intrigued by this feud. <laughs> Logan Paul opens the show and talks about angering Roman Reigns on his podcast. He invites him to a press conference in Las Vegas. The bloodline interrupt, minus Roman. Heyman tells Logan he could see him as a Paul Heyman guy, but warns him that he's in over his head. Logan suggests that he might get lucky and beat Roman for the title. He did the Cena thing, which takes one rule. Well, he didn't say that, but it was a yeah. similar tactic. Doesn't quite work, though, does it, when you're not really liked? <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to do it. Sammy calls for diplomacy and takes a mic from Heyman, but Logan drops him with one punch. The rest of the bloodline chase Logan out of the ring. Yeah. So we've said a few times before, I've tried to say it diplomatically, it's been interpreted badly by other people, but sometimes Logan Paul has had a very good reaction, like at SummerSlam. Didn't necessarily get you to begin with, but he did at the end of the night, well done. On Raw, a few appearances, the audio was very mixed, to say the least. Here, we had that same thing again, didn't we? Um, mm. Because Roman Reigns is obviously the biggest, baddest dude in all of wrestling right now. But then there's Logan Paul, who wrestling fans don't necessarily have the much love for, to say the least. And it also reminded me, this is all the negative stuff I don't like about Logan Paul. It's like, on my podcast, we talked about it. I'm like, yeah, but watching wrestling, mm. it's like, uh-oh, podcast spilling over. And then he went, I went eight rounds of Floyd Mayweather. It's like, yeah, you lost. But he didn't go down. He's like Rocky. Floyd Floyd was never really a, generally a knockout guy in his career. He's always in a win on points He knocked guy, out the big he... show. <laughs> he broke his bloody nose. I stand corrected, yeah. He's yeah. 1-0 against Captain Insano. <laughs> and so, yeah, crowd were like, oh, that's right, you're reminding us of all your negative points. Uh, plus, you're getting a world title shot. Sorry, two world titles, I guess, at this point. Yeah. What did you think, Ross? Um, as I said, yeah, I, I quite enjoyed the bit with Paul Heyman, to be fair, because that was sort of him mm. building up Logan Paul, which needs to happen, because... He's not, you know, he's still, he's still not, he's, he's, a, he's an athlete, but he's not a wrestler still. Mm. I don't think he's at world title level. Um, <laughs> is that, is that an outrageous thing to say? <laughs> I did enjoy the bit as well. The toothpick was too much. Let's just get out of the way. The toothpick that Logan Paul had in, too much for me. I was appalled by that. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's the second time I've said it. And then Corey Graves is speaking some bollocks, and then Logan Paul just cuts him off, and he's like, he, he goes by his own rules. 
I was like, Corey wouldn't have said anything anyway, would he? <laughs> of any note, just got cut off. Fair enough. But it's just that that one shot. You need to be a baby face that people are actually invested in. A proper underdog, not someone who can right. basically look at Roman in the eye because he's that tall. He's got massive muscles and millions of dollars. And yeah, he didn't come across <laughs> as like, oh, I hope he wins. Just like, oh. I watched that podcast as well, and I wish I didn't. Oh, I, was, really? I was hoping to, I was hoping to learn some things, but the it was co-hosts really... ignore annoy me a little bit. <sighs> yeah, the, the guy with the gravelly voice, Mike. I don't know what their names are. Hey Logan, what's going on? I quite like that's the my be- impression. I quite <laughs> like the bearded guy. He's quite wacky. <laughs> yeah, him and Roman had quite like a nice relationship mm. on the podcast. He kept saying things that made him seem a bit weird, but it's fine. It's all fun and whatnot. But it was basically just exposing how little Logan knows about wrestling. And how mm. Roman was basically on this podcast in front of millions, I assume, by this point, um, was teaching him little things about wrestling that he maybe, maybe should have known if it's in a challenge for a world title. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, I hadn't thought about that. People have gone, all right, let's see what he's about, and have come, come away with an even less positive impression of him. Oh, okay. There's always that risk with celebrities that some of them just don't care as much about wrestling. I was re-watching, uh, do you remember Hornswoggle's kayfabe commentaries or the shoot that he did where he talks about the guest host? I watched that little clip on YouTube. Oof. Yeah, that was a great, great period for wrestling. Mm. But he talks about uh, the host, is it Sean? The sleazy man in the tie. <laughs> sleazy man? Oh, the, God, the of The co-host of the Kevin Nash podcast, <clears throat> yes. <laughs> oh, right, Sean Oliver. Yeah, right. The one who just came from commentary. Yeah, what, yeah. What's He's in the not a sleazy guy. Sleazy? Well, oh, no. um, he just seems a bit sleazy, doesn't he? Encouraging wrestlers to... Well, he's he's giving them enough rope to... Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, no, no. He knows exactly what he's he doing. Does. Yeah, I'll give him that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, Hornswoggle's talking about who were the good guest hosts, who were the bad ones, and he said the best ones were the ones who were happy to be there. And I think at least... Like, he says Bob Barker was the best one they ever had. And Ozzy Osbourne was good, apparently, as well. Mm. Um, and he says that, that the best ones are the ones who are happy to be there. And I do get the sense that Logan's happy to be there, but... To Ross's point, Logan's got so many pies and he's got his fingers in all these pies that it's just a, it doesn't matter as much to him, does it? We love Pat McAfee because, yes, he's really successful in multiple fields, but you can tell he really loves it. Whereas Logan, Logan, I still can't shake the feeling that he's doing it because it makes him look cool and good and he's getting loads of Wonga for it as well. We should say he is pretty committed though as well. Like yes, the, the he has tr- taken it. It's clear that when he yeah. is doing the matches, he has been preparing and whatnot. So we're going to take that away from him. It was just certain things like just the stuff about cutting promos and listening to the crowd. It was just all this stuff that you'd, I wouldn't know when I was ten years old. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't want to sound like an arsehole, but I am. We'll no, go for it. Go, the yeah. difference is that Logan somehow is just good at stuff, so he can do yeah. it, and it's annoying. He's the table. Right. And it's annoying because we're jealous of him. It's yeah. like young bucks in a way. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> so I wish I had the Young Bucks bank account. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's it. Maybe the house. Yeah. The house is nice, isn't it? Yeah. Right now, they're hailing from suspended <laughs> AF, which is a state <laughs> in America, apparently. Put that on the map. Kakamucha. That's all. Rancho. 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 Yeah. What a cool name. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, I also <laughs> like the fact that, yeah, you can tell something's not quite right all the... Maybe it'll get better. We don't know. But right now, Sami Zayn was getting out cheered. This is it. We're on the precipice of greatness here. If 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 Sammy, if they do this right, Sammy is the guy to take the belt off Roman. Whoa. If they do yeah, this yeah. right, if the fan investment's there, Sammy is the guy. Yes, but wrestling has more than one royal family. So <laughs> <laughs> I think we know the guy who might be taking the Adrenaline belt. in muscle. Gonna team up with Logan Paul. Yeah. <laughs> Ima- not, imagine, right? Oh Come. my god, how American is that tag team? Oh. Wow. Oh. 
the good and the bad. The yeah. Yanks. Um, <laughs> the imagine though, right, if we do get Cody Roman at WrestleMania, Roman wins. And we do another yeah of Roman. <laughs> wow. And then Sammy takes it. From the inside, oh. like Damon Kemp. Aye. Oh, yeah. Just like Damon Kemp. <laughs> he takes out Jameson in the car park. It writes yep. itself. The nefarious Damon Kemp. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? I'm still not sick of Roman Reigns as champ. Me neither. You think two years into it, you'd yeah. be like, oh, I enough already. But no. Nah. Yeah. Still I'd great. rather have it on him than someone that, you know, was sitting there going, oh, he's, he's not quite right as the champion him, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Like, Sam, that, that all get because that, that's the first week where Sammy got like a proper big baby face, like organic, like wow, it's Sammy because he's just been that that entertaining, yeah. hasn't he? So there was that five way they had where Sheamus won to wrestle Gunther, and then Sammy was most cheered of that match. Was like, oh okay, yeah, that, oh, was, that was the plan. That was in Canada, but oh, still, yeah. oh yeah, right, oh, but yeah, still, happen. that was Bizarro the same. Land. That was the same episode where him and Roman had their like little buddy cop thing, and Sammy's just yeah, I think Ross is right. He could be. I don't think he will beat Roman for the belts. But I think he'll play a hat, like he'll turn on him maybe at some point or he'll do the right thing, you know? Anything's possible now with Triple H at the helm. Mm, right. The heart and soul of NXT back in the day was Samuel Zane. Mm -hmm. He could have cheated to beat Pac, but he didn't. He threw mm. that belt down. He's a good guy, really. <laughs> <laughs> then up next, Sami Zayn takes on Ricochet, with Logan Paul and Jimmy Uso providing distraction from ringside. Jay Uso tries to help Sami as well, but it backfires, causing the pair to argue. Ricochet takes advantage and wins. The Bloodline try to do a beatdown afterwards, but Madcap Moss arrives to chase them off with a chair. Why? Thanks, Mossy. Because <laughs> he's a good guy. <laughs> he loves prime water. Oh, yeah, because of Logan. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Just trying to think of a reason. It's a bit random, wasn't it? Madcap. It was a bit, yeah. And it was also Logan Paul like, yeah, well done, Ricochet. It's like, oh. I can see those two being friends. Could you not? Down the beach. Talk about Posing. success. <laughs> yeah. Doing flips just for no reason. Yeah. So, <laughs> on the gram. So, uh, Bethany saw a bit of this SmackDown, and she she hasn't watched wrestling for a few years now. She watched a bit of AEW when it started, but she's really fallen off. And she was like, it was just on, and Madcap came out to do his bit, like chase them off, and she was like, Madcap Moss? Why is he Madcap? I went, well, he used to be, I explained the whole Corbin thing. And she went, but why is he Madcap now? And I was like... <laughs> I don't know. Very valid point. Yeah, yeah, Very valid point. And that's from someone who hasn't watched for a while, and they're really still trying to push him as the hero. Yeah, when he's level-headed Moss, which yeah. doesn't really roll off the tongue, does call it? call him Davey, Brian, anything would do. Davey, Brian, Moss. Des. <laughs> Desmond Moss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, fire writes itself. Um, I like Sammy wrestling like a wrestler again. Not so much on the offense, but like the bumps he was taking and whatnot. A lesser Sami Zayn of 2020 would have just run away and not taken those bumps. Mm. So we're on a progression there. Mm. I'm convincing myself this is real and it's not going to be. I do this so many times a year, <laughs> it's a wonder I'm still here. <laughs> Set myself up for failure all the time. There's a YouTuber called Away Days. Uh, his name's Alice. He does um, vlogs of going I've started to... watching him recently. He does a lot of football shirt stuff now. Yeah, I only, he follows us, you know. I've been to a football match with him. I was on his channel. <laughs> well, there you go. Me and him went to Sunderland versus Oxford once. <laughs> Because um, he travels around going to different football matches, but now he's branched out into like vintage shirts and football shirts, collect his items and stuff, and he knows his stuff. But uh, every year he DMs me saying, Is Sami Zayn going to win the Rumble this year? And every year I go, Sorry, no. But this year I might be able to reply, He's got a, he's got a chance. He's the second biggest chance. Yeah. He's got a sliver. I was going to say, if they have Cody, Sami, and Rollins, Gunther, Shane, well, yeah, there's a lot of people ready for to win the Rumble this year. Booch. Really interesting. Shane McMahon. Booch, yeah. oh. 
I tell you what, though, we were sitting here last week saying this entire tribal chief bloodline thing has been perfectly booked so far. We couldn't improve it anyway. Mm. Jay used to have been the guy. He'd be a bit more overzealous and cost Sammy the win. Yeah. Mm. The perfect thing to do. Yes. Lovely. Beautiful. It is uh, the best of pizza. <laughs> Sorry, Ross. I feel like I was really indignant there when you said he follows us now. And I've been to a match with him, man. That's impressive. I got a bit sensitive there. I'm sorry. Oh. He's a sensitive lad. I wish I could go to a match. Yeah. I didn't realize he followed. I just saw on Twitter one Rest day. Man, yeah. yeah. Nice lad. Follows you. Mm. I was like, I'll follow you back, Ellis. Mm. Yeah. No interaction. It was really nice. Because <laughs> when, we went, when we went to the match as well, I think it was around the time when. Colaholic was still quite new, so well more popular. Yeah, so I was getting recognised. <laughs> I was getting recognised a little bit in public, but at the Sunderland match, he little kids were coming up to him all the time, and I was like, "Oh, this is a nice little change of pace." Yeah. But now I crave the attention once more. <laughs> it's mad that they've got internet in Sunderland. <laughs> <laughs> you went to university. In it's a fine city. To leave. We oh, got spooky no, black. Like when you I'm get sorry. Home. Look, my dad grew up hating Sunderland, so I just say these things on Sunderland. instinct. I'm nothing against Sunderland. You're a people. Durham mag. I know, but my dad uh, was a season ticket holder for mm. Newcastle okay. until he couldn't be bothered anymore. Fair enough. Now watching this big TV, hating it instead of <laughs> driving all the way to Newcastle. We get a spooky black and white video from Karrion Cross, Shira, and Scarlett. <laughs> Cross says he's going to let Drew out of the, quote, circle Never gonna, of sorry. agony. Never going to let him out of that circle of agony that he's put him in. He's put him in. Later, Drew interrupts the show to stand on the announce table and call Cross out. Yeah, that bit was a bit pointless. We, knew, was, we knew they wanted to get it on. It was very Triple H, the Drew bit. Shows can't take over, huh? It was one of them. Yeah. Because commentators are doing a link and then just these meaty hammies appear on the camera. <laughs> <laughs> I need to uh, apologize to everyone, all Alice in Wonderland fans watching the podcast today, because I was speaking about the, the thing we'll talk about on Raw, the thing that the big thing came oh, out for yeah. this week. And I was like, wait, what? Uh, what is like the rabbit from Alice in Wonderland have to do with time? Nothing. It can't be carrying cross. <gasps> the pocket watch. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, He's uh, late for everything, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Late, late. Multiple people have pointed out to me. I haven't seen Alice in Wonderland for years. For yeah. a very important day. Yeah. So but, I just uh, apologize. On a Man and Ross's news video, I did float the theory that because there are cross images and like the hourglass and that in these things, but it can't be cross because he's already there. So maybe maybe the fiend is targeting, maybe it's his first target is cross. That would make much sense, really, if he's doing the thing with Drew. I think people are really looking at this. Oh. It's so uh, ambiguous no, no, now. Like, Bray Wyatt's going to and attack Carrion Cross. Cross. He is, he is, he is. What? Watch, watch, yeah, I don't make any bloody sense whatsoever. Right, try well, to push Carrion Cross. No, we'll find a way, he will. That would be very silly. It is a heel face dynamic, though. So it's a couple the Fiend would get cheered. Is there no one else he could take on his he first match? And the guy army. who's already feuding, who is lukewarm at best now. So him, the, the Fiend coming on beating him would be the worst thing for him. Well, the Fiend might not win. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we're getting silly. We did a video, by the way, the other day. It's like 30 minutes of fantastic wrestling discussion. Adam Pacitti's on it, for goodness sake. Oh, well. <laughs> All the big stars. Who do you think it was then? Barry Moore coming back. <laughs> Anyway, let's get out of the circle of agony. Uh, Braun Strowman attacks the MMMMMMM in the middle of their back-to-school showcase. <laughs> that was great. That was really good. Alpha Academy come out and attack Braun. Otis hits the world's strongest slam, but Braun shakes it off and wants more. That was supposed to sound like Braun. That was mm. horrible. I'm sorry. Gable holds Otis back on the ramp. So it's a proper feud now. So I like that it. one shot. Good. Oh, they're wrestling next week on SmackDown. Oh, Otis big and Braun. man. That's yes. good. Mm. Bashing all kinds of meat. Mm. The big takeaway, though, once again, it's been teased LA night. He's saying that they're in oh, Anaheim. Yeah. 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 It's a stone's throw. He says throw. He definitely said throw away from LA. And the camera. The, Kevin Dunn, you bitch. He cut away and he missed, because I saw a little bit of fan footage. He goes, 
Just oh. the three fingers after he says, Ellie, it's gold with a slow burn. Oh, shoes of a champion. This fire so still burns. So that means he's feuding with Karen Cross. <laughs> Braun Strowman hates tag teams, though, doesn't he? Yeah. And I tell you what, before Braun did his wonderful bit of thing on the on the, uh, on the the entranceway with Marseille and Mansoir, these segments really miss Pat. That's what I've realised. Mm. Pat was the guy, I remember us waxing lyrical about the, the debut of MMM in that first one, but it was Pat that made that, yeah. made that not necessarily the lads involved. So, yeah. yeah. But also Braun not getting cheers when he did, um, he sat up after Otis's World's Strongest Slam jumping thing and the crowd went, <laughs> <laughs> wasn't like, like a pop star. Wasn't like, wow, yeah, it was a, <laughs> I think, <laughs> the crowd will maybe be more impressed by the slam than the, yeah. the no-sell of yeah. the slam. Yeah. Like, All right, Hogan. Well yeah. done. <laughs> yeah, we've got the same political beliefs, I believe. So, <laughs> uh, Also, this episode, we've got mentioned on the Sami Zayn ricochet match, uh, Michael Cole name-dropping PWG mm. because oh. the commentators are loose- loosening their belts. Now Triple H isn't here. Let that mm. good hangover go on. Yeah, that's right. Mm. I said it. So maybe I was it, but the crowd were like, oh, you wouldn't see that on Bowler. Hmm. Wrong kicker now. <laughs> Damage Katal could a heel promo, <laughs> laughing about winning the tag titles and injuring Alia. Raquel Rodriguez cuts him off and has a match with Bailey. I'm surprised we're still here, by the way, because she didn't smile. I thought Armageddon was on the horizon. <laughs> That's the first time she's appeared on the main roster, not going. Because mm. she's mad. <laughs> it was good to see, though. Bethany I agree. had thoughts on this as well. She went, So, what's her character then? I went, She's got a muscular back and smiles. <laughs> and then she went, She shouldn't smile. And I was like, Correct. Yes. That's right. Oh, intimidating she is. Yeah, Aye. she needs to be on the booking but team. But then, after I'd said that, oh, she bloody smiles all the time. It's stupid. She didn't smile once. I looked silly. But good. Yeah, because this is, all right, you've hurt my partner. Mm. It would have been hilarious, actually, if she said, well, you've you've hurt my partner and I'm singles wrestler. I'm going to get you. <laughs> but this was a way better showing for Raquel than, I think, the tag team tournament, to be yeah. honest with you. Uh, Bailey wins after loads of interference from Io and Dakota. They beat Raquel <clears> down afterwards, but Shotty runs out. Hang on, yeah. And it's to the make the save, I nearly got that out before sneezing. Very sorry. To make the save. So she's a face now? Yeah. Oh. I can't, literally can't remember what she was. I think it's more of a, She was a heel before. Yeah. The, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. It's a good song, that. Whatever it? that saying is, because, yeah, she's, she doesn't like damage control either. She's sick of them. She controlling all a, the damage. I'm going to get a tank back. That'll, that'll, be tr- they'll, they'll struggle to control that damage. It'll be like Goldeneye. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nerf flying yeah. into them. Woo! Oh, so much damage. Um, uh, Raquel, yeah, look, really big power moves. Where Dakota got involved as well. It was a nice heel win for the heels, I thought. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Nice nice bit of business. There's been a lot of damage. <laughs> I feel like there's been a lot of damage control this week. They had a big bit of raw as well. Mm. They're a hot new thing. Yeah. yeah. The hip yeah. hop aren't happening. Mm. I've heard that rumor. Aye. Which one's hip? Which one's hop? And which one's happening? Well, Eo Sky's hop. Because she jumps. Yep. Um, hop. You know what? You know what hops? White rabbits. Oh my, oh my god, god. <laughs> damage control. <laughs> What's Karen Cross gonna have to do with all these people he's feuding with next week? <laughs> he's like Eddie King. He's the Eddie Kingston of the World Wrestling Federation. Yeah. Oof. That's a terrible no, sentence. Please don't I retract that, that statement. No, no. <laughs> oh. Well, needs Shotty's tank just to take away all the people reading that. <laughs> Ronda Rousey's sit-down interview is interrupted by Liv Morgan, who says that she's beaten Ronda twice and therefore deserves respect. Ronda disagrees, so Liv challenges her to an Extreme Rules match. Ronda says, if that's what Liv wants, it's her funeral. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, well done, Liv. Whoever wrote the script for Liv here crapped the bed. Liv didn't come across as likable. No, she was like, I've never met anyone who says as much but as much as you, Ronda, but doesn't mean it. And she's like, I said, all due respect, you stupid woman. Oh. Due none. Yeah. That's how, this, that's how the saying works. 
Mm. You point out the flaw that's not there. You shouldn't quite say that, but you know what I mean. <laughs> unless, <laughs> they're, <laughs> unless they're deliberately trying to lean into the cheers that Ron has been getting. and Because Liv came across really deluded, I thought. Oh, she can't beat Ronda. Yeah. And she kept saying again, like, she beat her twice. She hasn't. We all we all watched SummerSlam. We saw you tap out. Crowd would strongly disagree with that statement. Yeah. And last week, she was there, like, ah, oh, and Liv's watching this thrilling five-way match, aka Ronda kills everybody. <laughs> and she's just there going, nom, nom, nom. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. <laughs> she's by herself in the area of the building we couldn't sell tickets to. And it's like, is that a face look? Maybe that's deliberate. Yeah, yeah. I, if they are going that way, that's probably for the best because Ronda's getting way more cheers. Triple H is clearly more of a fan of Ronda than Liv. So, yeah, they're going to do that Liv. It's for the best. I'd like to see Liv become hedonism bot from Futurama. That'd be good. <laughs> what a character that is. Yeah. yeah. Been fed grapes. More grapes, please. <laughs> I was a bit, not confused, but the commentators were like, she's just signed her death warrant by one of an Extreme Rules match against Ronda Rousey. I was like, does that not even up a little bit more because she can mm. use a weapon? Maybe Liv will retain. Oh. If it's a, a straight shoot fight, that's just Ronda's all day long, isn't it? Right. Does it seem too obvious that Ronda will and should win? Could Liv get out of this with the belt? What's well, extreme rules? That's how I have to watch, yeah. Oh. That's the, the story. The Fiend oh. will get involved. <laughs> the Fiend now feuding with everybody in the roster, Liv including Ronda Rousey, who explained that she couldn't do the European tours mm. because she got a kid to look after. Fair enough. Just fair enough, isn't it? Aye. And they no, it's not to... good enough. <laughs> I feel uh, neglected by you, Ronda. <laughs> Backstage, Solo Sikoa criticizes Jey Uso for not being on his game. Yes. He instead takes Sami Zayn to ringside for his North American title defense against uh, Mediocre Moss, which he wins. <laughs> really We're trying good. out new names for him. Really good from Solo Sikoa. Because yep. Jay was the reason Sami didn't win that match, so therefore it made sense for Sami mm. to come out there. Fantastic. They're doing mm. it perfectly. Was it Jay's fault? Yeah, he got on the yep. apron when Sammy had the... Uh, who was he wrestling? Uh, ricochet pinned. Oh, I thought yep. it was a successful distraction. No, it was badly timed. Yeah. Badly timed mm. one, yeah. yeah. A badly drawn by. Mm. I like that Jay's <laughs> just losing his mind now. goes, no, 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 no. <laughs> he's the bad one. Like, no, he's the good one. When Sammy got punched by Logan Paul as well, Jay also was laughing on the outside. Yeah. I like that. Good. You see on Twitter, yeah, they saw that, that, that shock and that. You did that to him. <laughs> Jay also shared a picture from the press conference. It was just all of them. And he put yeah, a yeah. clown emoji on top of uh, Sammy's head. <laughs> He's like, what's, what do you say on Twitter? He's like, what's up with that dog? And then put some sweary thing on from, was it 50 Cent? I forget who it was. I don't know. I didn't see it, but days. it sounds, it sounds yeah. funny. Yeah. 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 Look, yeah. At look at Sammy Zane's Twitter. It's better than me talking. <laughs> No, it's not. Yeah, it is. The main event is a four-way number one contenders match for the tag team titles. The Brawling Brutes get the win, defeating the New Day, Hit Row, and Imperium. Uh, my favorite bit of this match was Michael Cole said, can you believe Top Dollar <laughs> used to be an Uber driver? Can you believe that? <laughs> did you? Yes. Did you immediately... It's incredibly believable. Did you what are you on about? Did you immediately think of Jim Ross when he said that? Because Jim Ross has a big thing on his podcast. No, no, it's Brucey e. P, isn't it? Having to go at Jim Ross. Because when it was used to be oh. D, Diesel was a basketball player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was some of the collegiate club. Wow, he got, he got, to, he got to the University of an Uber sponsorship. <laughs> or like, no, don't can make you believe? him really No, he's a bigger than life wrestler. Like he's not a guy. Maybe that's what he had a normal person's job. I'm like, <laughs> maybe that's what yeah. he means. Maybe he's like, can you believe this mega star he used to be an Uber driver? <laughs> Such a normal thing. Now he's a star. This guy who had like two bookings after he left WWE and oh, came back. Wow. And was, <laughs> 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 yeah. He hosted that show, didn't he? Which one? They're looking for the mask. Oh, the Muppets. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was, that was before. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, can you believe? Yeah, incredibly believable. But at least they're over. Nice little four-way match here. 
Oh, yeah, incredible dives from the smaller lads. And then Ridge the Fridge was doing all sorts Ridge of big moves. Ridge the Fridge. Fantastic. Ridge the Fridge. Uh, Xavier Woods taking the piss in his role as the best wrestler in the world. Yeah. He still is owed a, ta- a championship match, yeah. remember, for the, for the WWE title. Did he never get it against Lashley? No. Oh. But he, he was in the cage, wasn't he? And then yeah. he survived or whatever and then never ah, went back. Ah, yes, mm. of course. Then um, Kofi got a shot. Yeah. Ah. Oh. Hmm. Then they had the, the spot with the three lads on the former Uber driver top dollar, which was great. Uh, but then he, he did that move, which was impressive. But I think he forgot he was supposed to go and tag uh, Adonis in because Adonis was like, eh, and the dollar like rolled out the ring the other way. That was a bit of a misstep, but it was a fantastic match. Well, someone needed to pick up and take the hat. <laughs> so. And I liked, <laughs> and I liked how uh, not every show, Triple H really mixes up the show. So usually it'll open with a match. Sometimes it won't, and that's fine. But the ending is sometimes an angle, sometimes it's a match. Sometimes, And I don't mind the ending of the show just being the main event. That's fine. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do, you remember when, do you remember when for about three months the main event of every Raw was just Bliss and Orton and Spookiness? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, good times, eh? Uh, yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Orton loved that. Aye, she rid him. Aye, but yeah, Imperium here, got to look good. Giovanni Vinci going back to doing this stuff there. Yeah. I know, I just want to say Imperium. Oof. Imperium. I love the win for the bastards as well. Mm-hmm. I like to think that they're all the bastards. They're not the the brutes. They're the bastards. I'll tell you what, the brawling brutes better watch out. We'll get to it later. But there's a certain group of Brits on NXT who are more men than them. <laughs> I cannot wait. I cannot wait. <laughs> oh man, it's so good. Ah, I got all the same same page here as well. <laughs> not a bad drop. Real men. <laughs> <laughs> Jockey Wilson at your heart. <laughs> He's pointed a pint of half drunk lager. Real man. <laughs> that says a man's pop. A man's pop. I bought this up before you came in. Oh, so good. What was it? Who was it last week on Raw? Two weeks ago on Raw saying, you bloody caveman. I don't think it was a Scotsman, was it? It was oh. Edge. He's a Canadian. Oh, yeah. Ah, you're one of them. Caveman. But <sighs> more not to come. Meanwhile, AW Rampage, the Ayatollah of Ring of Honor. Oh, oh. take a boo, son. I wrote That's that, fantastic. I wrote that ironically before, right. actually, <laughs> last night. But yeah. Darby Allen wins the opening match against Matt Hardy and leaves afterwards. Brody King and Julia Hart appear in the, the ring with Brody taking out Matt. He challenges Sting and Darby to an ODQ match next week against himself and Buddy Matthews. That may end this feud. Who knows? It's still going on. Yeah. I like Matt Hardy looking a lot sharper than he has done recently this yes. year. I appreciate him trying to do his moonsault, which is less graceful than Terry Funk's, but I appreciate oh, the effort. No, it's not. It's literally How just... How dare you? Okay. Ooh, voice. <laughs> was that Delia Smith? <laughs> All right. Top row. Yeah. It's that, just, it's very just, beautiful. it's very just like no movement. Okay, it's bad. Oh. You, you've got too much flexibility. Stop that. Who's got you the get, best like, moonsault ever, Matthew? Turn a ruler and turn it like that. So brilliant. Who's got the best moonsault ever? Oh, I don't know. If only the name that finisher that. Uh, Christopher Daniels. Oh, Four right. decades mm. of it. But it's not beautiful like Kurt Angles or Cody Rhodes's. Well, Kurt Angles. Because no, they, 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 like, they have like a soaring motion, which I assume yeah. is fueled by just sheer patriotism. They're just both sore. And Gr- Gr- Grayson Waller? Has he got, yeah, has he got a good one? <laughs> he did one on the, off the ropes. Oh, nice. On NXT. I remember his elbow drop off the ladder. That's when I think of him falling. I know that angle never hit best... his, but his is lovely. His is beautiful. He did hit it. Ask I call Holly. But, oh. Uh, oh, yeah, he needed him there, didn't he? Did, yeah. No, he broke his arm. On oh. the arm. Yeah. Close. Yeah. Especially when you Bob Holly. Yeah. No, of course. I'm really sorry about that. Kick out too. It's all right, Kurt. <laughs> I'm on my eggs. Eos is good because it looks like it hurts. She mm. lands with some force. That's right, yeah. Yeah. 
So you anyway, what, so yeah, what do you think of the match? Matt Hardy was like, I'm going to earn my way to the back of the to, to top of the card, so I am with this match here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's like, he's chain wrestling at the start. I was like, yeah, it's good. Thank yep. you. And all the fundamentals and the footwork and whatnot, it was beautiful. And he's been a, cerebr- a cerebral assassin stopping the low pay from Derby as he was doing one. I was like, why don't more people do that? Mm-hmm. Eh? Um, Derby with the Miss Senton on the apron, always brutal to see, but always yep. worth, worth noting down. And I wrote down here, as you see, Jack, Hardy looked good with the moonsault attempt. Like the finish being a shoot with a really hard-looking pinfall. Oh, he did. He a said shoot. He... What? The pinfall. It was like you probably locked him in, didn't he? Oh, all right, all right. Not the moonsault. He shoot pinned him. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looked like he locked in, and it was just like, hey. More matches to end like that, I think. No. Just where you don't do any moves and just, like, pin them down. Samsung. Samsung proudly presents to you the Cultaholic Podcast. Stick in your air fryer. Well, the moonsault. Differing opinions on the moonsault. I can't remember I just like the fact that he does it, but it isn't, like... I don't know, eel, whatever, hitting their beautiful one. It's just like a, a man 50s. with a fused pelvis spine going, yeah. He's in his 50s, isn't he now? Bless him. still do Exactly. Yeah, 50 old gaji. Eel, sure. After all this stuff, he's not. <laughs> Andrew, you're a big fan of, just historically, just throughout his career, Jeff Hardy. Mm-hmm. What do you think of Matt? I like Matt. You like Matt? I like it. I, I enjoy him being a little bit more methodical in his matches now. Nice. A bit more on the ground. He enjoys him being more methodical yeah. these days, if you couldn't hear that. But yeah, nice. I've just never, I thought I'd never, I've never asked you what you thought mm. of Matt. Fair enough. Mm, good. What do you think of the spider from the Peach film? <laughs> the Fit. Peach film. Fit. Thank really, you very really, much. Really attractive. Which, which cartoon thing would you like to bone most out? Yeah, there you go. Confess. The Whoa, anim- the, anim- the anime body pillow. Oh, yeah, barrel. Mm. Up the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> she still lives here. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Still resides in the office. The smearing of cooped chicken sauce around her mouth. <laughs> mm. Anyway. I'm, we, we are digressing, as they say in the podcast biz. But yeah, Matt Hardy, uh, fair play if you to try the moonshot on. Lovely. And yeah, hopefully this feud will end soon. Because mm. obviously one bit of news we didn't bring up because it's, <laughs> again, trying to be sensitive about a sensitive topic. Alistair Black, no longer with AEW. And he seems to be doing it because he said this lovely post where he said, look, I know I hate having a post about this because I'd rather not because of human consumption. But yeah, he's take, taking some time away. Him and his wife, you are right. They just needs to get some stuff sorted out in his head. Fair enough. I think it's the nicest way of putting that. So, mm. Mm. Um, Do you think the House of Black might win this feud? Brody and Buddy? Buddy? They should. You two were buddies. I mean, Sting and Darby are just going to be around forever. Mm. Sting's going to just be jumping off balconies until they get sick like of them. I feel like when they team up, they're like nigh on unbeatable. So it would be nice if the House of Black actually won this one. Mm. Maybe. Mm. Sting will win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll even break sweat. <laughs> Face paint on. Looking all you'll natural. No, you'll no sell that devastating finishing maneuver of Brody Kings. Mm. <laughs> get straight back up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Claudio Castagnoli and Wheeler Yuta. Could a promo, but Chris Jericho interrupts. Baby. Such losers, man. Yeah. I'm disappointed in Claudio Wheeler. <laughs> right. Claudio mocks him for losing to Brian Danielson, so Jericho challenges him for the Ring of Honor world title, a title he's never won before, and Claudio accepts because nothing bad will happen there. Outcho! Yeah. Uno, dos, tres. I don't know how Cracto it counts. Cinco, cinco, says. Outcho. But yeah, he... Oh, you said Ocho, like eight. Yeah. Ocho, yeah. yeah. Oh, right. I only just got what he... Oh, right. Okay. But he was saying Ocho. That's what I've written. I always, oh. I always try to write things I don't understand oh, phonetically, okay. and I've written down Ocho. Ocho? <laughs> it's like someone's put you... Ocho. Yeah. That's what uh, Rigi Primo says if you stop on his foot. <laughs> the... <laughs> ah, Ocho. No, he goes, damn it. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I like Claudio. This promo was a bit okay. He's never been a... 
a proper guy. Yeah, but then they're like, hey, go out there and just be, you know, hey, wrestling, eh? I don't mind Ooh. me. I just don't care. Some oh. people can't talk. He's one of them, but he's better than most of the wrestlers. Mm. Yeah. I don't think he's the worst, he's... bro. I just think he didn't have much direct, not much to yeah. go on. Where yeah, was... like, go there he was talking about nothing. Un until Jericho went yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Where was Lord William? Mm. Right, the one guy who can talk. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Like, there's three of them, isn't there? Yeah, Wheeler, can. Wheeler can't quite yet, can he? But he's still a, he's still a bear, oh, as man. we'd say. Yeah. He, last night, oh, we'll get to it, no. but he was thrown in the deep end there with that problem. He was swimming with the sharks. He was. He was drowning, live. Oh, I thought he tried. He did, all, he did all right. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. blah. Willie Yuda last <laughs> night. Backstage, Diamante challenges Jay Cargill for the TBS title because we have Jay Cargill wrestling people who aren't going to beat her and she's until something happens. Friend, who could it be? An OG baddie from the 305. I still don't know. That who. I wrote down. <laughs> I wrote down. Is that Mia Yim? Because she was an OG baddie. Uh, oh, that would have been. Turns out it wasn't. Been, that would have no. been, no. <laughs> been, been better. I, mean, I was like, oh, Eva Lise, but then I Wikipedia Eva Lise, and she's from Puerto Rico. So, ah. shining star. Which is three or five mm. miles away. Is that no? Mm, I don't nah, know. it's a stretch. Maybe. Isn't it? Then Penelope Ford beats Willow Nightingale, probably the highlight of AW Rampage. Kip Sabian talks to his box. Oh man, <laughs> whimsically as well. Mm. Doesn't have an old conversation. He's like, he needs. <laughs> He's been watching backstage. Be more like William Regal. <laughs> he needs to. Americans love daft Brits. He needs to go back to the poisoning for me. When he poisons <sighs> his opponents. That's what I want to see from Kip. It nearly worked his opponents. Oh, yes. I thought yeah, Jack that he was done dirty. Pack. Yeah, I got worked by something that wasn't <laughs> even there. It was a good match, though. Penelope mm. has lots of nice moves. She got a big win. She mm. got a win. Mm. I like, Willow's very expressive. I like that. Some people come out there and have nothing. They're like East Island statues. Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame, mm. Hall of Fame. She's got a good but Willow's pounces, very animated. Man. And a pounce. And a big old pounce. Set Penelope into the ropes. Quite a natural baby face. Penelope. Penelope. Take a boo. But Kip needs to put that box in did the bin. That, was that noise just there? You, what? you did that little noise there? Did I? Maybe I just heard it in my head. I didn't make it. Maybe noise. it was a chair squeak. Are you okay, Jack? I, no, I don't know, because I heard a, a noise that was the same pitch and like key as the noise in Austin's theme. Like the, was it that voice that he got played voices. when the Queen's uh, <laughs> coffin was being led away? Death is irreversible. Death is irreversible. And then just cut away. It was Sorry? Crazy. You know, oh my God, someone Ross. was hotkeyed on a BBC broadcast, and obviously they're doing the exciting helicopter footage of it. Here we see the Queen and the, the car, and, the yeah. hearse. There we go. And then out of nowhere, some voice mysteriously was like, and as we all know, death is irreversible. <laughs> what? And it's just stopped. It was, it, it, was a, it was a woman's voice, and they said, the death is irreversible. And it's, ju it's just that she's trapped. It was like, whoa. Oh, that was Uber, yeah. Oh, it was hot. It was hot. When the coffin was going, into the no, yeah. no, just as it's driving along. All oh, right, but and then seconds a, later, and then you just hear the presenter go like, "Here we see the yeah." yeah. And then the seconds later, here one pill makes you larger. It was creepy. That's it. Queen versus carrying cross. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't see it live. I just saw the, the clip on yeah, Twitter yeah, yeah. because if I'd seen it live, I'd have been like, "Did I hear that? Or was that?" Yeah. Oh, search this out. Scary. Good times. I was scared of the Pied Piper. Me. What? Just the piper at the end where the coffin was going into the floor and he was oh. just walking away. Very mm. symbolic, that. Like, that's that was actually her leaving the room. Mm. Yeah. Bit of finality. Mm. Scary stuff. When her housekeeper snapped his thing. Oh, you mean the uh, the thing of... Um, oh, I forgot uh, what it's called. Now I watch his end. Stupid name. Oh, yeah. So I just saw a context which says, like, when, when, when the white ball's near the pocket. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was like, there's something of trust. Yeah. The wand of trust. Yeah, the wand of trust. There's a lot of what we do with the monarchy. He's putting the bin for my money. Winter is I'm coming. I'm on a new Legend of Zelda game coming out. The wand of trust. Yeah, then he went. 
<laughs> spin him around. No, that's what he did when he took the crown off the... No. Oh, anyway. Yeah, hey, the monarchy. Ethan Page then squashed Danhausen, who's someone's king, I guess. Oh, we saw before that Hangman Page apologising to the Dark Order. Oh, yes. And he did, didn't and he? Rightfully so mm, yeah. for his performance at All Out, taking yeah, a little good. low five from Nick Jackson. Mm. Stopping John Silver from doing well in the match. Yeah. Oh. Bastard. And Alex Reynolds. Some say he's and the it, nicest man in all of pro wrestling. <laughs> but they were, you know what? Because they were such good friends, they're like, it's all right, mate. Yeah. We'll get him next time. Whereas the Bucks would have gone, you're just a jobber. You're just a but jobber. At, at least the segment then picked up because um, the assistant and uh, Roosh appeared. Oh. And they're, they're still trying to recruit 10. <laughs> well, 10's a big, strong boy, I, so I understand. It's crap, though, isn't it? No, it's some of them that do, but yeah, rubbish. Uh, Everybody has to be recruiting backstage. That's all that happens. AW to stop them all from fighting each other. Back to Ethan Page, though. That man has one of the best big boots I've seen for a man under six foot six inches. Mm. Mm. He's deceptively big, Ethan Page. Yeah, is he six foot six? No, no, no. He's just bigger than you think. Yeah, larger than most. Yeah, that should be larger than most, (laughs) Ethan Page. But I did like the way the match went, because if you're going to have Ethan Page go, I'm the only one who takes things seriously around here, and then have yeah. him not mm. beat the guy who doesn't take things seriously in very quick fashion. Yeah. What are you doing it for, then? I'm sad about the lack of Marvez this week. <laughs> Just because I missed last week, obviously, and I was really looking forward to talking about Marvez's performance when he kicked Luigi Primo. Because it's like it's almost like he knew it was going to happen, because he went, what are you doing? Almost before the boot had even made contact. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, no, Mavis, you're only, you're only supposed to know the, see them when they've done their thing. <laughs> no, peripheral vision doesn't He's exist. He's like Apollo Crews. Yeah. In the main event, Samoa Joe successfully defends the Ring of Honor title against... It's not the Ring of Honor champion, it's the... Sorry, Robert. the Ring of Honor TV champion. Thank you. So, you know what? I'll get confused, to be honest with you. Against Josh Woods. Mark Sterling and Tony Nese helped Woods beat Joe down afterwards. But Wardle runs <laughs> out, makes a save, and they have the big old stare down. That's not going to lead to anything, because one of them's the AWTV champion that's right tnt, TNT yeah which is Two on tv champions yeah but they're t- teaming this week aren't they yeah mm. they war are. joe hope it gets a lot of get... war so, joe that's not a bad name so pachita used to do on his streams he used to watch an old series of raven not that so raven you know raven, oh, the, the, the thing that's like nightmare or whatever yeah, yeah the I'll take your feather away because you've lost the challenge this paints for men <laughs> <laughs> you're vodging <laughs> just screaming at kids you little vodging is that um, what he said because I played it back a lot of times yeah like, yeah because it's Brooks Jensen oh it's Brooks yeah, isn't it yeah, oh, yeah. at least it makes sense um, so <laughs> yeah, but you used to watch an old series of Raven and him in the chat got really behind one of the kids and in the, the really like one of the contestants because he was just the best he was like a Brock Lesnar compared to the other kids he was just a powerhouse and uh that he was his, you know how they all names like Breach. His was Warjo. Oh, ah. so there, our Joe, lovely. And that discussion about Raven was more interesting than the match. Hey, I like the Kavorkron show from both men with their strikes and whatnot. I thought it was a good mm. competitive brawl. There was absolutely no tension to it oh! because there's 900 titles. You sound like so... Simon Cowell at the moment. <laughs> oh no. <coughs> well, all right. Wait, wait, no, sorry, I... sorry, sorry, sorry. I agree with that. I don't want to criticize the the two wrestlers, but the booking's not helped at all. It's hard to get excited about some stuff where it's a foregone conclusion because there's so many titles. It's like, now he's defending against Josh Woods, who we still have the barest idea of who he is. He's the tactical bastard. (laughs) What? That was his name, wasn't it? The tactical bastard. I remember that. Josh Woods, um, which I thought came into play because he was wearing, what was he wearing the colors of? The Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh. So he's trying to get a job by any means necessary by sucking Tony <laughs> Khan's footballs. Yeah. Good save. Good save. 
Woof. The tactical bastard. I don't know if it yeah. was bastard, but it was tactical something. I've written down the bastard. Tactical... Have a look. The yeah. tactical bore, Josh Woods. <laughs> Woods attempted a go-to-sleep variation on Joe. You mad get. That was not very tactical or bastardful of him because it looked like, <laughs> look, cack. <laughs> he dropped him. The fake crowd machine was working as hard as the wrestlers, though, the night, so... I had a baby face still just can't celebrate a win, can they, in AW? Oh, just what, let another beatdown, you mean? Oh, don't be it silly. every time, doesn't it? As they're beating him down, say, would you like to join our club? It's the tactical beast. <laughs> that was better. I prefer bastard. Yeah. All right, so Mr. Beast lost, and uh, yeah, just nothing. There's, again, way too many titles and way too many matches up like this. Like, Josh Woods versus Joe. You're like, doesn't matter to me. Isn't it going to get nothing. worse with uh, who is currently, as we're sat here now, holding the world title? The waters will only get muddier, gentlemen. Strap yourselves in. Great. Put your life jackets on. Okay, we will. <laughs> Monday Night Raw. The Dommy and Mommy connection. And there's an unhappy face. No, it's like a... Uh, at the Andrew face. Yeah, it's the Andrew... A red emoji. face and some sweat. Mm. Make him say, uh. <laughs> the show opens with Seth Rollins challenging Bobby Lashley for the US title. It's actually a handicap match. It's Seth Rollins, the number one heel in WWE, Correct. with Seth Rollins' entrance music, which is the number one baby yeah, face. In all he's wrestling. got it. Yeah. Finally. I have enough prodding people. Woo! Lashley wins after distraction from Riddle. Later backstage, Riddle reveals he's teaming up with Rey Mysterio tonight against the Judgment Day. He compares them to the goth kids from South Park. Yes. La 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 la. Good one. I did enjoy, like, at the start, Rollins was wrestling like a valiant babyface. It was like watching say that, yeah. It was like watching him versus Brock Lesnar from 2019 mm. all over again. But then I really enjoyed the bit where Lashley was just too thick with two Cs at the end for the stomp to work. He just held his ground with his big, thick arms. Like, they weren't going to go down, were they? That was good. Yeah. Um, Rollins again with the beautiful pedigree reversal out of the spear. Yep. Um, but then Riddle was back helping another babyface win against a heel because he's booked as the babyface and Rollins with a low blow with a ref, ref's back turn as a heel. Is that the moment where it, the penny dropped? No, the penny dropped for a while. <laughs> but, the best, but you are, you, you must help me argument there when you said that. It's like Rollins, number one heel, oh, he's so bad, he's so bad. And then he wrestles a corker. With I know. Lashley. Yeah. It's like, okay, so you're a heel that wrestles like a face. You know, this might be of an issue at some point. So then he kicked him in the dick and crowd was like, yeah, what am I? Oh, boo. Apart from better Boo-y continuity boo. and storylines that mean stuff. I think the other big benefit of Triple H's reign is that I'm enjoying how common it is now for TV matches to be good, really yep. good. This was a great match. Loved it. I bit on the finish almost as well with the low blow. I was like, he's going to bloody do it. Yep. He didn't. Because of Riddle. Oh. And then a, a QR code sends us to a video. And this is the QR code that was what? Was it held up by a fan? No, this is behind Austin Theory, the first one. Oh, that one. Oh, okay, right, I missed match, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Sends us to a video which seems to imply a big appearance in this week's SmackDown. I was under the assumption that if you saw a dodgy QR code that you didn't trust another source of, that you didn't <laughs> scan it, because then you can get spyware on your th- phone. So it was. I was amused when people talk about the White Rabbit. And I watched Raw the next day. It goes, what bloody White Rabbit? <laughs> so, I would, yeah, I was in the impression that you didn't do QR codes unless you know what the this hell is. I, this is Eyeball Paul's world, though. He bloody loves a QR code. Do you want to use one for the return of? Oh, uh, Zoe Stark. Zoe Stark. <laughs> oh, yeah. He loves them. He'll whap them out any chance he can. Always safe. It was good, though. Zoe Stark's not a very mystical, cryptic character, though. But what it's happened was, one. when you scanned the QR code, it was her kick pads. It was just a shot of the floor uh... with her shoes and kick pads just walking along. And then when the show came uh, show came back on the air, it was just her entrance. I'm yeah. enjoying... And it showed what your password was, <laughs> what your dark debit code was. I'm enjoying... 
<laughs> just ended up. I don't remember buying ten Triple H T-shirts. <laughs> so Sass comes out rich as hell the next week. <laughs> I'm retiring. Thanks. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yes. Anyway, sorry. Damage Katal enters on a golf cart for the tag team celebration. They're interrupted by Belair, Bliss, and Asuka. Bliss challenges Bailey to a match tonight, so Bailey tries a sneak attack, but Bliss drops her with a right hand. Good punch. And Bailey has to be dragged to safety. Like Logan Paul. <laughs> Only Logan take it. one. Only these one. Yeah. And we take one shot to make it mm. JLS. Can he talk about JLS anymore? Yeah. Oh, so I think. Maybe three <laughs> of the four members. <laughs> Most of them. The J and the L, yeah. Marvin's yes, all right. No. He's on telly. He's a oh, big Marv Hughes. Uh, yeah. mm. great, uh, great fella. I think the little one's all right as well. Ashton? Ashanti. The Adonis. The yeah. Adonis. <laughs> no, he always did flips, didn't he? Yeah, why is it why fringe. is it why is it impossible to get drunk at a JLS party? Why? Because you only get one shot. <laughs> <laughs> Make it absinthe though, and it's possible. Yeah, yeah, true. Yes, you are right, Ross. <laughs> back in the day, Magaluf, it's going back to us being young, I was having cannabis absinthe in Magaluf. <laughs> what? Cannabis absinthe in Magaluf. I don't know. Just had like cannabis leaves on the bottle. Just, I think because you know what they looked at absinthe and goes, you know what? It's just not strong enough. I, I think it was like ninety percent. It had yeah, a nine yeah, at the yeah. start of it. Bleeding Nora. Eee, I couldn't do that now. I think I'd die. Mm. And I went to go and see who at uh, BCM nightclub. Tiesto. Whoa. <laughs> Me in the middle of Tiesto. Wow. That was terrified. <laughs> went back a couple of days later. Went to see DJ Sammy was drinking oh. gre grenadines and vodkas. I was having a wedding. I, bet, you know, I bet DJ Sammy was a better time than Really yeah, was. He yeah. had the last there singing the song no. as well. Yeah, the heaven lady. Wow. What? The blonde heaven. Yeah, yeah. The heavenly blonde lady. Mm. <laughs> heavenly blonde. <laughs> <laughs> <Gilman> was there. <laughs> Lovely. Any thoughts on Damage Katal? I Who didn't like Dakota Kai's little line of like, uh, Bianca's phoned it in for 300 days and forgotten what it's like to be pinned. Makes no sense, though. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Valiantly fighting Dakota. Yeah. But Come she, on. She's, a, she's supposed to be saying stupid stuff like that, isn't she? But she's I meant to be so. controlling the damage, not making it worse. <laughs> 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 and I, I like the callback to Alexa, because I think we're getting a slow burn for Alexa Bliss doing... Is, I mean, this whole White Rabbit thing could be Alexa Bliss with her time with the Fiend. Mm. You never know, do you? Because she was teasing, like, in the media, in the press, uh, a new gimmick on the horizon that we haven't seen before, so maybe it's something mm. to do with that. But I like the, the callback to her and Bailey back in the day when Bailey... When the roles were reversed, when oh. Bailey was really bland and boring. Oh. Was that when oh, Bailey was too scared cute. to use a candlestick? She forgot how to use a candlestick, oh. yeah. Yeah. It's like Reigns and Lesnar, but to a lesser extent. Yeah. Roles have reversed. Yeah. <laughs> Alexa Bliss's new gimmick, the scourge of airport customer service oh, yeah. desks the world over. <laughs> Every week, isn't it? Every week. Yeah, I'm glad that actually brought up. So, Bliss, what do you do now? You're kind of not what you were. You're kind of half doing... Uh... So, yeah, the White Rabbit thing would be a good refresh. <laughs> Imagine if it is her. No. Oh. It's got to be it, the at, at this point, if it, well, if it wasn't Bray at the start, they've now got to make yeah. it Bray. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. It's similar to like the Punk thing when he was debuting. If it was anywhere else but Punk, I know it wasn't going oh, to Oh, imagine be. if that was like Lee Moriarty as Punk. Who else is from Chicago from the wrestling? That isn't Cole Cabana. Cole. Oh. He, he's still. <laughs> uh, the best pizza in the world, according to Kevin Nash. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he loves Detroit. Was it? it Detroit, isn't it? I yeah, can't remember. Kevin Nash square, is from Detroit. Pizza. Oh, it's a square mm. pizza. I'm going to go. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. And then, I was you can't call that. it from I can't do a Kevin Nash. You can't call it from Detroit if there's just several thought was it yeah, like three yeah, or four restaurants that serve it in Detroit. Mm. It's from somewhere else. It's just residing in Detroit or something like that. Oh really? Honestly, I listened to several podcasts. That's the thing that sticks out the most of all the stuff he said. Oh, other, really? than, other than Yoko and the bin bags and everything else like you that. You must have like, listened about the, the oh. him having a Tommy Sug? God Oh no, I remember that one. <laughs> yes. 
I was <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. I was listening to a bit of Regal's podcast the other day. I like oh, a yeah. clip from it. And he just answers every question with such grace and seriousness. Like the host's like, got a question here. What uh, what American food did you like when you first came over to America that they didn't necessarily sell in the UK? And he's like, oh, I need to think about this. We we have pancakes in the UK, but not as... He just really like... <laughs> he does. So yeah, other ones have said like, oh, so how are you doing today? In, in, in the 70s and the 80s, there was a restaurant <laughs> called Les Kellett. <laughs> we started from there and the guy's just like, we have to do a four-hour time limit. That was a really good out-of-character William Regal impersonation. Because <laughs> out-of-character, he does speak very yeah, differently. Yeah. He's not as bombastic at all. Yeah, so like, Mick Bettmanis was there as well. He minds his in the background. <laughs> Sorry, that, that's just He's my lizards. The cadence really good. And, just and, like and a reassuring tone, like, it was all right, it was okay. And we had Kellogg's. <laughs> Tony the Tiger was his name. <laughs> Put milk on, stir them up, and that was a breakfast over here in England. <laughs> Great. Like Great, we're talking about uh, Super Bowl 94. <laughs> really I don't know if you good. both have the same thing, oh, but I mean... I'm a big fan of that, Matthew. Thank you, Paul. My old man <laughs> William Regal being such a big scar fella, man of the scar. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah, he gives you a whole lesson of, like, the first bit of mm. scar in the 60s. First wave. Then the rebirth with, yeah. like, madness and that. Because mm. all Americans knew, I think, of scar was uh, our house mm. in the middle of our street. And then, oh, yeah, then, it, was all, was, then yeah. it was just straight from that, a real big fish, and less than Jay. Yeah. It's weird, Scar people talk about Scar online, it's weird, because I'm not that familiar with, even though I like some of the bands, they're like, no, people pretend not to like Scar, and then like, dislike Scar, and all this stuff. Apparently it's a big thing about them. Yeah. All, all I've learned is that, from my parents, is that Madness were sucker MCs, and not legit, <laughs> and it was actually the specials who were the boys, and hmm. the specials. I went back and listened to our house off the back of this podcast with Regal, oh, and right. the intro... I welcome you all to go and listen to the intro. The layers on that intro. Because you only hear them. I've got way too accustomed to just hearing it on an advert, like our house, on an Argos thing, while some... There's the little... Is that bit? There's a lot going on. The very intro, there's trumpets, there's a string section, there's all... I remember... It's like ELO. I remember a rap indie band called Kid British, or Kid Britain. Oh, I like football. Oh, no, I don't remember that oh, one. Yeah, I the the, season one, oh, yeah. I just remember the one where they, they wrapped over the top of my of our house. And it's all just like, our house is a madhouse. Bacon in the on the frying pan. <laughs> just stuff like that. Oh, I remember you used to take the piss out. It was on that thing. It was like, uh, Kalou and Maluda. It was when they were crap before uh, they turned good. Yeah. Yeah, I think it might be in 2008. Was Maluda ever really good? Oh, oh yeah, that yeah. season after, yeah. Mm -hmm. Used to have the celebration, Matthew, yeah. where he used to start his motorcycle. Mm. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> we have topics like the rather like the William Regal podcast. So how about that? So where were we at? Austin Theory attacks Kevin Owens during his entrance. They have a match, and Theory tries to use his briefcase, but Johnny Gargano takes it away. Owens wins, and Gargano drops a briefcase on Theory afterwards. On his naughty parts. Ooh. <sighs> Later backstage, the AA challenge Gargano and Owens to a tag match next week, which means Team Panda are now kayfabe in WWE. Yes, mm. Panda Express. Hooray for indie gimmicks. Yeah. From, oh, God, like uh, 10 I years ago. on Cage Match. Apparently, they did tag once in WXW. Oh, They okay. had one tag match together. Before. They had a T-shirt made. Yes. Okay. I was just with Kevin Owens, like, pandas, didn't he? When he's in Ring of Honor. Panda enthusiasts with nice circular mm -hmm. oh, Zoo enthusiasts, I think. Zoo, oh, uh, zoo. I think it's both. He's got that animal-themed the sleeve, hasn't he? <laughs> he's got all his, lots of his tattoos of different animals. Yeah. That's cute, man. Yeah. Isn't it <laughs> nice? Yeah. i tell you what, though. After last week's murder, I was happy I'm... with the start for Austin Theory here because he was he was giving a good ones at the start. Then he just got slapped a lot. And then he got made like a right moke. And I'm like, what would do with Austin Theory? <laughs> um... It sucks, doesn't it? When someone like Kevin Owens comes out and goes, you know what? Yeah, you look this, you look that. You're a bit, ooh. 
you better <laughs> scrummy, 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 as William Regal might say, rip off that the gay dude from Ideal, as I found out. Oh, you've seen that, no? Because really? apparently, he's been watching Ideal. Apparently, it's William Regal's favorite show. He loves Ideal. So there's a character, yeah, but uh, the Johnny Vegas sitcom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So know, apparently, watch it, and there's a character who has a new boyfriend every episode, and he goes, uh, "Oh, is he scrummy every yeah. time?" And I'm like. <laughs> Regal just took that. He, uh, he's, he's, made, he's made a good job. I'm half joking. You know when you're a kid and you watch something, you maybe like you somehow chance upon a program that's too old for you to be watching. Oh yeah, yeah. And that was ideal for me. And I and I'm looking back, it's probably quite harmless and funny. But I remember watching it and there's all there's an episode where there's loads of part, there's a mad party house party going on. And yeah. Just being terrified as a kid, I was like, I shouldn't be. I know I shouldn't be watching it, this. There's some bits. It's quite funny. So yeah. I through recommend it. There was kissing and but drugs. Lots of oh yeah, there's lots of drugs and stuff. But it does get quite out there in some bits and some of the characters are like, okay, this is just a weird show now. There was a scary now. character who you never saw his face because he had a mouse mask That's on. right. Yeah, that was yeah, scary. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I should watch it now as an adult. Oh, yeah, no, it's tremendous. Okay. I recommend it. You know but, where White Mice are mentioned? Oh! oh cartoon Head, debut next week, Karen that, Cross. That song, in it? Yeah, my God. Karen Cross is going to be knackered. <laughs> Bless him. So, yeah, it's good. This match was, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, so last week, Kevin Owens comes out and goes, yeah, okay, you look, oof. You're all that. You look nice in a JPEG, pal. But and people like me don't. But people like me are great, and you're a bit rubbish. And they had that brawl where Kevin Owens was giving it the hockey punches, the, his ca- the Canadian violence, as they used to call it back on the threads. And Austin Theory was like, "Punch, punch, punch." So it's just like, <laughs> "Uh oh!" If someone calls you out and says you're rubbish, and you have a fight where you don't look like you're throwing a punch in your life because you're too hot to fight, and then it's like Kevin Owens is right. Then so they had this match, and thankfully Kevin Owens didn't kill him. But yeah, mm. you're just looking at that going. If I was a wrestler, I'd want to look more like Kevin Owens in theory. Yeah, I'm worried he's so much better. Strategically placed muscle. I'm worried that <laughs> I'm worried that Triple H just can't wait to. It's like he's a new manager and he can't wait to drop Theory from his starting eleven because yep. he's got Grayson Waller on the bench who's like Theory, <laughs> but yeah. he prefers him. He's trying to put Austin Theory on the junior <coughs> team to hopefully he, he yeah he's he in the qu- quits out of embarrassment. <laughs> it's just, I don't know where we're he's going. With down because the way well, he's, he's a Vince boy now, he's in an awkward position. Well, yeah, and the crowd are going. Yeah, who's your daddy? It's like, no, that's now true. Stop it. Please stop chanting that. Yeah. They could turn it into something. I was saying on the news the other day with Jack, I hope that, but not hope, I wouldn't mind. Like Gargano and Owens have got a common enemy now, but maybe they get in each other's way and that spawns a feud. I feel like it might. Because yeah. that's like a Triple H NXT dream match, mm. which you might end up, oh, liking or hating. I can't tell. I'm willing to prepare. What? Say again in English, Matthew. I'm prepared to go, you know what, Gargano, let's see what you got. Okay. This, 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 is, kid, this, this is why we say Gargano kid. Right. Because this is what I mean. Though, like, we said stuff like we had a podcast a few weeks ago, which I'm sure went down brilliantly during that. Why are everyone? Why is everyone so anti-AEW? And the, I think the, the question was, <laughs> do we need the elite? Because <laughs> it, it's like anything else. As soon as people who never leave, you get sick of them, even if they're good. Because it's, mm. you, know, you know, but as soon as people leave for a bit and they come back, you're like, hey, Tony mm. Gargano's back, my favorite wrestler. All right. Mm. So I'm willing to see what happens. Uh, and hopefully, again, as long as you're not fuming with Champa, it's all right. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I hope they do. <laughs> Run it back. Give us the ending they should have done and not the weird one where it took itself oh, the too seriously. Uh, on top of a truck. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And uh, Brian Alvarez complained about Morrow's commentary and then someone had to say, uh, you know, he didn't commentate on that match, right? <laughs> oh, Brian. Brian, you've been absolutely done there. You get a recap of Roman Reigns shoving Logan Paul at the press conference over the weekend. Yeah. Ooh, you get the Brawling Brutes cut a promo and say, hey, oh, we're going to win to belts. Sorry, Andrew. Sorry. Yeah. I did write that, but that's what he said. He's rigged the fridge. I'm rigged yeah. fridge. Sorry. I'm rigged the fridge. Sorry, Wallace. I showed up without Gromit to say that. Uh, the Street Profits interrupt to set up a match which Ridge and Butch win. 
I Ooh. thought this was weird. First of all, why the, were the Brawling Brutes there? They were a SmackDown tag team. Just showing up. Well, you that's get... what they said in the promo. We're from SmackDown. You're yeah. from Raw. Yeah, but the crowd <laughs> were Jon Snow. <laughs> uh, the crowd went into them. No. Well, this is a raw crowd. <laughs> That's what Jeremy's yeah. thinking, though. Is, well, this, is this still a we're thing? in a raw territory. Yeah. <laughs> we don't watch SmackDown. Oh, they weren't in Corpus Christi, were they? That's raw town. <laughs> I think it was just to try and get more people to know them a bit better, which is right. weird, because they've got the big match. This What's the match this week that they've got? Or tonight, as we're sat here, mm. on the SmackDown. The tag title match. Is it the tag title oh, match? Oh, against the Usos, then. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But then... It didn't do a good job, I guess. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying, in terms of crowd reaction, you thought, well, you guys know these guys, right? And the crowd were like, no. Mm. They need That's a big, sh- big shamey one, a big hole in it. Yeah. yeah. A big Guinness pint-shaped hole. Later on. I'm lost yeah. without a drink. I don't want to. <laughs> and then... Have you seen Seamus' bar on Instagram? Uh, yeah, him and... Uh, uh, him and Russo. Uh, Russo. Miro. <laughs> <laughs> I try to say Russo and Miro. <laughs> Yeah, Seamus and Russo were From Bulgaria, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd love to see Alexander yeah. Russo. Yeah. <laughs> Got a hot wife, bro. <laughs> What's this She's train? so flexible, bro. Train gimmick, whoa. Oh, yeah. Pacini cyberbullied him. Happy memories. What? Oh, not Russo. He's oh, Russo. Russo. Oh, yeah. oh, phew. <laughs> okay, I was going to say. Actually, I've seen Russo in person, and he is shoot tall. Yeah. yeah. I saw him. He was in IPW. Oh, was he? He had that period in the like, 2014, 2015, when he we went to IPW in Dub, and he would just be like, it's me, time to swerve in the main event. Like, he's, he's playing well, himself. he would do a little dance. Yeah. <laughs> it swerved you, bro. Like, and they go, yay, Russo's, Russo changed the advertised match. I like we're better now. Indie wrestling, man. I miss a little him. swerve. I'll tell you what, Terry, I think I also call him Terry because he's Montez. Tez Ford, big Tez Ford. Okay. Uh, how he sold just butch, like, just being there was one of my highlights of the week. Mm. Not the highlight of the week, but one of. He's just really scared of him, and he really sold that really well, and not many people do. They seem to have yeah. put the impending Street Profits split on the back burner, or maybe we were just reading into it when it wasn't there. I think I don't. that was an idea that they had. Triple H come along and go, are you mad? <sighs> Why? Because I'm glad. Because they're both stars. They're both stars. I don't want them to split up. No, maybe not. Yeah. I don't. Why they have a bit under the water now, aren't they? Under the radar, sorry, not under the water. Maybe. They're not drowning. That's a good way to get out of radar, <laughs> I guess. Not so good if you're a plane, like. But... It was a nice cerebral finish for the brutes, though. Mm. I enjoyed the finish. Mm. A nicely structured match as well. I've written down. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Nice pinfall breakups and double team maneuvers. Yeah, nothing wrong with the match. It was just I'm like, oh, okay, this makes sense. The BB are here. Yay, getting some nothing. No crowd love whatsoever. Be like, oh, okay, mm. fair enough. Fair. No account for taste there. Yeah. Also, a bit of news that was going to into some time today. Survivor Series is now War Games Survivor Series. Wow. Uh, as long as it's Bloodline versus, you know, a bunch of lads. Yeah, the Mar versus SmackDown on the R8. Two matches, aren't there? One for the men and one for the ladies. Mm-hmm. Damage control, I assume, being the other and ladies. two friends. Uh, or one friend. One friend. Two, two friends. Is there Five. five? I thought it was four. Is it four? In NXT, there was four, but in, in the, it's been in five, the NWA, it's been there was four. five. It's okay. um, Twelve. <coughs> yeah, all of them. Damage Control and oh, JJ Dillon. Just <laughs> getting in. Yeah, mix the mix. Wait, Medusa? Who's that after yeah. half apologizing? Ole Anderson! <laughs> struggling to get in. Hey, if he's ever... Throwing burnt tapes of Georgia was, wrestling. If there was ever a time for him to come back, now that Vince is gone, it could be now. I mean, that's the last... 
It's one of them because Ken Shamrock was teasing that he was coming back. So he, someone to, on, to wrestle carrying cross. So a fan on Twitter said the fight pit. Oh, Ken Shamrock would be perfect to be involved in this match. And Ken Shamrock went, I couldn't agree more. And then Lewis <laughs> House from Called the Holly pointed out to us that Ken Shamrock is one of the rare people who hasn't. He's, his last yeah. appearance was at the end of his run in 999. He's never been back. He was an impact. I, in that. Right, right. I think I've been confused by this as well because I think Brucey P. Or someone else, that wasn't Brucey P, but I forget who it was, so just say I'm talking twaddle here if you want, that the end of his run wasn't a positive one. Oh. I thought it was because he was injured or something like that, but apparently he, I've heard that he didn't want to put over Jericho at the end. That's <laughs> why it was very last minute change to Road Dog versus Jericho, I think. Oh, dear. I think so, Brucey P always used to say he was just like, maybe wanted to go back to UFC and he wasn't really asked anymore. I think mm, that's... I think yeah. that was it, yeah. But, okay, that was a long time ago. It It is... Importance's value has been greatly diminished in the... Sorry, again, I'll struggle every time until time up my mouth. I'll try again. His impact that he had in that period of time has been diminished since then. Right, okay. There you go. That makes yeah. sense, doesn't it? They barely mention ever that he was the referee in Brett Austin. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. The world's most dangerous man. Yes. <gasps> King of the ring. King yes. of the ring, yeah. That Rock, Rock the feud, feud. the Rock, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Tag team champions with getting big boss by Vince in the in the fight pit. Yeah, can't be that hard then. Can okay. it? Getting beat by Tito Ortiz. Was, was it Jeff Jarrett got involved? Yeah. <laughs> was it Jarrett got involved? Ah, oh, come on, Jeff. Uh, Maybe. Did Frank Shamrock ever do any wrestling? Because he seems like Ken, but fun. Like, no, he did. I, a, I thought you meant Ryan. For, like, no, Ryan. no, 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 no. <laughs> he did a pancreas, which is I guess oh, yeah. the mix of the Suzuki's thing. Wait, yeah. You know pancreas. who likes that stuff? Richard Yannick Tubman. Pancreas, not pancreas. Oh, yeah. That's a pancreas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Tubman likes that. Tubman I mean, that every time. What's that? Is it pure it's called or something? It's, the... it's Greek, isn't it? Greek? Well, yeah, but... Then... The, the promotion. Is it pure? Uh, yeah. Like Mid-naughties. Yeah. Oh, pride. Pride? Yeah, pride. Yeah, yeah. Oh, pride. right. Yeah. I thought you were translating pancreas from Greek. My pride. Oh, you got me here, Ross. <laughs> pride, was like, I'm I'm <laughs> pride was like the, the boy before the UFC. Mm. It was the one. And then oh, the was nuts. Them out. Yeah, Absolutely it was insane. Why would you have a boxing ring for the the falling into the ropes and that? Yeah. And you were allowed to kick people on the floor. No drug tests. Oh. Weight classes, schmate classes. Get in there, Bob Sapp. Go yeah. on. Yeah. Who shall fight Crow Crop? Del Rio. Fantastic. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, he's a... Caress right. you there. No. Oh, it was the chair. Why Sorry. not? <laughs> yeah. What are you saying, like? The Judgment Day cut promo in the ring, and Dom gets so much heat from the crowd. I oh, never thought we'd yes. see the day. I was pleased for him. Here we, go, here we go. After weeks of saying Dom's rubbish, why would any team in their right mind, mm. even like the Trustbusters, want Dom? Dom gets on the mic here, and he can barely speak, but in a good way this time. And when he did, he sounded really bored. Yes, oh, he did. did he? <laughs> Perfect. Oh. Uh, all he needs is a hot cock. Can't even speak because of Rhea Ripley. I'm never drinking Pepsi Max Cherry. No sugar. I think it's because you're talking about Rhea Ripley, Matthew. Like most people, my tongue tends to fall out my mouth, like in the mask, and I go, hamna, hamna, hamna. Dare you speak like that of a lady? Yeah, no. Why is it all right for everyone to fancy Rhea Ripley, but not the spider from James and the Giant Peach? That, Jack, that's the big question this week. Don't <laughs> yeah. say it yet. They're basically the same thing, aren't they? Although in his interview with uh, yeah. in Cardiff, Sam went, "How many like how many tweets have you had to mute and stuff since you've been doing this?" It was a great opening question from Sam to be fair. And she went, "I like him. Keep him here. Keep him there. Something like that." So fair enough. Yeah, she said, "Don't do any impressions on my accent there." <laughs> Bloody hate that. I'll choke you out, man. <laughs> yeah. And again, one of the confusing bits. This is 
could be a new conspiracy video next time you do one. Oh. Rhea Ripley on her Wikipedia, on Google, very trusted news source, is 5'7". Ah! Yeah, that that I, can't I can be right. It. Yeah, I can believe it. That, I think no. her, her presence is tall. Oh, yeah. So, she might have those lifts that Seamus obviously wears. Uh, yeah. Thanks to MJF. We didn't that, didn't we? When, oh, um, that. Yeah, they had we'll a talk about that, do we? When, uh, when Rhea came back in the balaclava and no one knew it was her yet, she looked shorter then, yeah. but then when she took it off, her aura is taller again. Yeah. Shayna Baszler's shorter than people think. I've seen her compared to Vegeta from Dragon Ball Z. I don't yeah, know he's, why. A, he's a small person. Yeah. So yeah, 5'7", we really. Okay. Um, she's shorter than Sam. You can see it on the video. I know. And Sam's a shoot 5'11", brother. That, I hated those press things for that. Like, oh, let's see. Wait, why Why is Sam on a box? Like, <laughs> you ever see... Like, you mean Gino Glenn interviewed Andre. You see Norman interviews The New Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and... I'm not, I mean, they're not short lads. Maybe Woods is a little bit, I don't know. But like Pachi's towering over them. And they're, no. They rip him for being tall. Like, who are you trying to intimidate with all this height? It's so good. I tell you, sorry, didn't I? My mate was in Phoenix, the one in Newcastle, and he was at the toy aisle wrestling. And this is obviously years ago. And you'll know it's old by the name I'm going to bring up. Adam Rose was there. Mm. And he was in full gear, apparently, by the wrestling mm. figure aisle. And my mate I don't said, believe for a second. Oh, hey, you, I don't know. Maybe. And says, can I take a photo? And my mate's six foot odd. And he went, only if you kneel. Mm. And he went, ha, ha, ha. Then I was joking. And then Adam Rose just put his hand on his shoulder and pushed him down. This story sounds, there's so many <laughs> elements that make it hard to believe, though. Is this Adam Rose era? Could this have been Leo Kruger? Mm. Why would Leo Kruger have been here? No, Adam Rose. Yeah, Adam Rose. Yeah, Rosebud. Oh, White Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 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 uh. Oh, he had the white uh, He also had a stable involving Strowman, Becky Lynch. There's nothing was stable in. about Adam Rose. We're <laughs> about Jack. Anyway, I tell you what, though, Jimmy, that old Jimmy Smith on the Raw, oh, yeah. the commentator, he looked a bit silly this. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Because Ray was on there saying Edge might be sidelined for now, but he's not out of the fight. 
Jimmy, who upon impact of that move last week was like, he's broken his leg. It's gone. <laughs> it's over. It's finished. He's broken. My God. Yeah. Ah. No, I can't blame. <laughs> well, obviously, Ray's like, no, nah, it's just a broken leg. I've come back from 19 <laughs> of them, mate. I don't know if we can blame hey. Jimmy for that because I feel like the speed with which he said, the leg's broken. It's done. Like, he said it like when Fraser has an opinion on something that presents his fact. <laughs> Um, <laughs> this week in Fraser versus Jack. Go on. <laughs> but I think that um, Jimmy was probably directed to say that the leg was broken. Yeah. Yeah. Now they've gone back on that. You're right. Jimmy Smith showed, ah, he's fine. <laughs> yeah. He got his ass whooped. <laughs> Loved when JR did that. Jim Ross's best moment since last week. I think you missed it when you got, God, how long is the show? Eight hours? <laughs> on air. <laughs> the Judgment Day win the tag match after Dom distracts Ray, but can't bring himself to hit Dom with a chair. Backstage. Bad father. <laughs> Just Absolutely. take him to that wood <laughs> shed, Ray. For Christ's sake, he deserves it. Uh, he, he was, Dom wasn't even in the match. That was the thing that got mm. me. He could have done anything to him and it wouldn't have affected the match. His friend. Not his... No, they're not... Well, yeah, kind of. Mm. They wouldn't have lost in the match. I don't, there was a promo afterwards, though. I was going to say, yeah, backstage, Balor oh. confronts AJ Styles, but ends up hugging him. He tells AJ the offer still stands, but Styles doesn't seem convinced. It must so, have been after this promo, though. Mm, where Dom, where Dom oh, yeah, was yeah. like, oh, yes. I, here's the direct quote for you, Matthew. Go on. I got a new mommy now, mm. and mommy knows best. Mm. Oh, stab me in the steamy. face. Steamy. Oh, kick me in the groin. Steam, steamy. Dom, yeah, that's what Dom said. <laughs> promo. Yeah. My new favorite polycule of wrestling. <laughs> what was oh. it? I think it was... Um, was it Corey was saying they're like it's just two adults in like a, a consensual relationship now or something like that? So that's the, the vibe we're getting now. Which, what's the rear and, rear and Dom? Huh? He's only 24. He's not an adult yet. <laughs> <laughs> the way Ray treats him. Oh, man. She's really nice to him. I don't get they're it. They're all nice. I don't get they're the all, whole, all. They're very supportive of him. It's like mm. the mid lock of a film where the protagonist gets taken in by the bad crowd. He's going to turn good in the end again, is he? It's like all those adverts we saw as kids. Hey. Only cool kids smoke this. <laughs> Don't be a cool kid. Don't be fooled. That's how I didn't mention. Leave though. the big goth women alone. <laughs> Turn right. around is fair play for Rollins because he got involved this time, didn't he? Then ran away like a scalded dog. Mm. Right? Like a heel would. Yeah. He's I think, learning. I think well, well done. Finally, after all the years of this business, Rollins is learning. Should we move past the heel face dynamic of Riddle and Rollins? <laughs> yes. Feels like a week's. Week, it week was just gone. in Cardiff. Right. <laughs> just a Cardiff thing what like you, Saudi Arabia sometimes it's non-canon what do you think of the Balor AJ promo yeah the offer oh great I'm like the elite aren't on TV Still right stands. now there's no more of hey remember New Japan from six years ago fantastic go on Raw hey <laughs> uh. the way he did it though it was my move of the week Andrew oh my god oh my oh, oh baby Because he does it, but the, he times it with the words. He does two move like motions, and he times it with the words. It he, looks he go, so I'll cool. try and do it now. <laughs> he goes, the offer. Still stands. I can't do it. Still stands. Still stands. Really cool. Still stands. You see, normal human beings can't do no, it. No, yeah. no. When you got Kavorka like your Finn Balor. Yeah. Oh. Still stands. Still stands. Oh, <laughs> there's a an old bit of there's a clip of an old Power Rangers that I remember seeing where one of them has been hurt by you know like the clip in Power Rangers where they all fall over the crest of a hill. It happens in every episode. Yes. Oh, the quarry. And yeah, <laughs> and one of them's down selling, and the other one goes, checks on them, goes, "Are you all right?" But they do like a totally unnecessary three sixty spin and goes, 
are you okay? And they turn like that. That's kind of what Ballet, he act, he's acting everything. But not <laughs> right. in a Wesley way, though. In right, a more right, cool right. guy way. I do like the Power Rangers acting because obviously they can't show their face. So it's like, what's happening over there? Yeah, it's, it's brilliant. Oh, it's so, so fantastic. Good. Just like Kane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like Kane. Or the Cowie girls. <laughs> Backstage, Seth and Riddle are held apart from each other. They challenge each other to a match extreme rules in the fight pit. Fight pit! Fight pit! <laughs> fight pit! Demon Kang! Demon Kang! <laughs> yeah, this mm. was actually Timothy Thatcher's gimmick match, wasn't it? Riddles. Yeah, what was it, Thatcher's match? I thought Thatcher introduced it and then, oh. yeah, because Thatcher lost the riddle. So, all right, I'll see you in the fight pit, lad. Okay. Square go. I'm wondering how the fight pit's going to work in a, in a big arena compared to a smaller NXT setting. Good I think point. they'll put it on the entrance ramp where the old one used to be with the Vincent... Uh, the Lions then. Vincent mm. Ken, yeah. Mm. Not, not Ken and Owen, but Vincent Ken on Raw. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember where that one was? No. Just at the front. <laughs> <laughs> you come out the entrance ramp, you take a sharp left, and it's right there. Oh, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Was it the Lions then they called that? I don't know. Now. It was that shape. Yeah, yeah, that weird little cage. Yeah. I prefer the... Like, a, like the bowl your mum keeps the fruit in. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer the fight pit yeah. shape. I like the the fight colander. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's time for Miz TV with Miz and Champa. Miz talks about having a Minions themed birthday party for his daughter, but end up attacking one of the Minions because he thought it was Dexter Lewis. It was so good that Stuart, thing. all the kids. You heard Stuart and Corey, who's clearly seen the Minions, says at least it wasn't Kevin, which I guess is another Minion. Mm. I'll take his word for yeah. it. Uh, Miz calls out Loomis. Actually, Miz is supposed to be a heel because he's attacking minions. Again, mixed yeah, signals on the show. On, uh, I feel so bad for the Miz. So do I. Yeah. After last week, when his kids were in bed and Dexter Loomis invaded the home. In the house, he drew a picture. He left the picture on the coffee table and left without doing anything to the kids. I feel terrible for the Miz. Man. I came across really sarcastically. I didn't mean it. No, no, Miz is the face here. <laughs> He's not. It, Miz is a bad person. No, he's, he's got not. tiny. Crowd didn't care. He's got tiny. Balls. A man stalked me and he's back me off to try and kill and kidnap me. Crowd. Tiny balls. <laughs> tiny balls. <laughs> Miz goes out Loomis in a response, but Loomis is actually under the ring. He cuts a hole in the canvas and tries to drag Miz through. <laughs> Champa makes the save and just hits him with a microphone, <laughs> yeah. and Loomis disappears back in the hole. That was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. that was like someone who's scared of spiders dealing with a spider versus someone who's not scared. Of just oh, get yeah. away. You ever see, you've seen The Shining? No. Bloody hell, no mind. Seen the bit in the <laughs> corridor with the two yeah. little lasses. Bloody hole. No mind. Because there's a bit where, famous bit where Jack Nicholson's trying to get to his I've wife. Seen Wendy, yeah, Wendy. I've seen that bit. Oh, oh, this, he's got like, yeah, the, the, the axe. big axe. Yeah. But then like when he gets a knife and cuts his fingers in a bit, he goes, ah! <laughs> it just instantly goes, oh, that really hurt. He's <laughs> in The Accuser. I've seen the oh <laughs> nice. I've seen the Simpsons parody of The Shining more than any of The Shining. That's fine. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Teaches everything you know. Mm. Well, we're still waiting though, Matthew. We're still waiting for what's been happening in the previous weeks. They're just not explaining it. I don't know if they ever will. I don't like that. Mm. I like the ambiguity. That makes it more terrifying. No, Maybe, it's yeah. lazy. What did he do? It's lazy. Give us glory details. Mm. Give us a Netflix dramatization of what happened. Mm. I want him to do it. It's actually fine revealed. It's not kidnapping or anything horrible like that. He's just got him. He strapped him. He's like Red Dragon. He strapped He's him. making him listen to his uh, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> See, they used to island statues. No one knows how they move. But... No! <laughs> no! The spider from James and the Giant Peach. Yeah. Uh. In the main event, Bailey beats Bliss after interference from Dakota and Io. They beat Bliss down after the match, as well as Asker and Belair, when they tried to save the day. 
Bailey challenges Belair to a title match at Extreme Rules. Finally, because yep. Bailey was playing the long game. You need to see the big picture. I'm in your head and you're gonna, but now she's gone. Now's the time. I'm gonna strike now. I like the big package before the match, Ooh, showing what Alexa used to be, mm. which added context to what Bailey added uh, said about her earlier. Yes, and we've got to mention, of course, the lights went off for a split second during the match. Who was in the ring there, uh, Matthew? The White Rabbit. No. Mm. Oh, well, maybe Alexa Bliss was. Mm. <gasps> Who did she used to be boyfriend and girlfriend with? Braun Strowman. The Fiend. Well, <laughs> <laughs> more Braun Strowman. Like <laughs> they used to do kissy wissy in the trees. And they never did. I know that was a business partnership. That was more like a, a, a Rhea and a Dom mm. relationship. Bray was the Rhea. <laughs> Alexa was the Dom. <laughs> Wasn't it? Oh, that should be Alexa's new gimmick. Just Daddy Domile. Oh, what am I doing, <laughs> man? That's a new gimmick of Randy Orton. They'll yeah. bring back Shaniqua. She was a proper dom back yeah, then. Yeah, oh. with her abs. And they yeah. licked her abs. The, the, uh, whip. Yeah, licked and my the abs, boys. You lost her too cool. I'm going to whip you. Yeah. Yeah. She did that thing on Smack. That, yeah. yeah, she did that thing on Smack where the Basham was lost. And, like, she was just swearing. <laughs> she goes mm. up a storm. Effing and blinding mm. down the camera. You just... effing <laughs> lost the sky too, honey. <laughs> I mean, she had a point, but still. So you didn't lose the sky too, Hardy. New Impact star, Joe Hendry, who's been signed again by Impact. Yeah. Congrats, well done, Joe. Resigned, which yeah. you have to like write down properly. It looks like he's resigned. I know, it's always a it's silly one, that, it. isn't it? Yeah. 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 He's back. Fantastic. Good for him. Well, and it was a, man. a fantastic little promo they made from like announcing his re-arrival. Mm. Man's dying in hospital, <laughs> surrounded by his family. I forget how the, the say his name bit comes around. I can't remember. Maybe he was just fading away and they're like, say his name, he'll come back. And it's like, say his name. And it just turns into Joe Hendry somehow. Please. I believe in Joe Hendry. It's good, that. Go on, Joe. <laughs> man, I think the man still died, though. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> Up next, NXT 2.0. This is a man's pub, you little virgin. <laughs> Before I go on that great moment. Uh, a man's pub. We see that before the show, Shawn Michaels stripped Solo Sokoa of the North American title. <sighs> I was so fearful I, at this point. So fearful. Because this was obviously the, the first episode of the brand new era. Right. It's no longer 2.0. And this made no sense. And I was like, is this going to be the new thing for... Is this going to be very main roster of like 2014 to 19, 21? Of, you know, mm. just making no sense and being booked from week to week yep. with no rhyme or reason. <laughs> yeah, we love our reason. Back and go back, baby. Anyway... Yeah. It could be because he wasn't the officially sanctioned challenger last week. What? Carmelo Hayes is ready to be re-awarded the title, but instead HBK books a lot of match for the bell to take out a Halloween Havoc. Because apparently anytime there's a title vacated in WWE or AEW, we have to put it either in a tournament or a ladder match. That which doesn't American, make any sense. That North American title is very ladder match orientated. The ladder match made sense when two people had ownership of the title. They did that, obviously, Michaels, Ramon, and earlier they did it with... Devlin and uh, Phantasma? Where? In NXT, like a few years ago. Oh, El Ejo Del. Sorry. No, Ejo Del, yeah. It's because, like, wait, I was still, I was, I couldn't transport myself oh, to a different country. Oh, so they did. That they made the days. Mm. Yeah, that made, oh, the good old days. <laughs> so that made sense to have a ladder match because, like, oh, okay, we'll put both titles on the line. But now it's just, all right, ladder match, just for the sake of, of doing a ladder match. Flippy boys. Okay, great. It's just a couple of questions that need answered here by the sexy boy. 
Why is he not grateful to Solo Sokoa for showing up and giving himself a main event last week when no one else was there? Right. He ruined the plans. Yeah. What was got, the plan then? The guy got injured, didn't he? Well, yeah. it should have gone to whoever Wesley. finished second in the vote, which I believe was Joe Gacy. Or Von oh, Wagner. God. Oh, you know what? Yeah, Sean, don't listen or to him. Or Von Wagner. He was in there as well. Oh, God. Yeah. But the other thing as well. But Von, Von was. No, no, Von, yeah. Von, Von's tied up with Sagna. Uh, Sanya. Sanya? He used to play for Arsenal. Yeah. Sanga. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing about the segment. The editing. Like, they try to make it look like, I don't know, some dramatic cop show because mm. they come and cut into like, people's hands Step and talking like that. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but the title... Blah, blah. God, it was rubbish. Oh, And we've got a question, the booking as well. Yeah. Why why give it to Solo Sakura if he's going to take it off him a week later? That is weird. Don't get this. I know it's six weeks away, the pay-per-view, but could he not have just held on for, for six weeks? They just won that big bloody ladder match. Just have one match on one week just to tide right. him over? Yeah. Oh, Solo going, you know what? Too busy on SmackDown. Here you go. But the tribal in, in, in a in a bin bag like the good old days. <laughs> so now surely next week the tribal chief will appear to beat up Shawn Michaels for taking away some gold from, oh, the, yeah, you from know the, what? the bloodline. Yeah. Imagine that, that must happen. Yes, it should. So it'll be Shawn Michaels and Logan Paul, Saudi Arabia. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay, so that was rubbish. Uh, Nathan Fraser beats Axiom to level their best of three series at one win each. This was excellent. Yeah, it was good. The submissions, transition stuff at the start of the match, especially from that mathematician and also superhero, Axiom, was out of this world. He looked really good and defeated at Axiom. He took a calculated risk, didn't he, oh. Ross? <laughs> I like near the end, when he had the sleeper on the lad and he started getting up, he went, oh, all right, and just switched himself over doing a guillotine. Yes. Like, okay, yeah. But I, I, even though they're both really good, I prefer Fraser when he's talking because it's funny, you know? Yeah. Could have made it in the EPL. <laughs> I love swimming. He couldn't. Uh, the super kick spot was fantastic as well. Mm. That was one of the, I think someone shared it around. Is that one of the best super kick spots of recent memory? I was Ooh. like, yes, it very much could be there, wrestling analysis. Um, <laughs> I like the finishing flurry from um, Fraser as well. It was fantastic. All the Fs, because uh, it was just a rip off of Chef Seth Rollins, but then he was trained by him, so fair enough. Oh, yeah. Yes. He's learned from the best. But then I am biased. The best heel so, yeah. What? That's what he said when he was reading the comics. <laughs> oh, right. WWE comics, Seth Rollins, classic. But I am biased, so... Yeah, mm. yeah that was great, though. Shall we swap? We oh, need more day. promos of him just walking down fields. Oh, just, yeah. wow. Talking how happy he is. Like the fast show guy. Yeah. Yeah. Milk, brilliant. Yeah. yeah. His jersey. Comes from cows and that. Aunt <laughs> Mam's brilliant. The birth year. <laughs> <laughs> In a plot exposition video package, Damon Kemp reveals how he portrayed the diamond mine. It's a bit like when Bully Ray explained how he was the head of Aces and Eights. Late, <laughs> wow. Later, the Creed brothers argue over who gets to face Kemp next week. Julius finally gives in and lets Brute have the match, but only as long as he promises to end Kemp's career. Well, ah, if he doesn't pressure. end his career now, then he's let his brother down. Yeah. Uh, I feel harsh comparing it to the Aces and Eights storyline because this one does make sense. Whereas the yeah, because Roddy, Roddy was run out. Look, look, I've got, and then every every time somebody would <laughs> stupidly put their foot in it. In hindsight, and it's impressive that they managed to sort of tie it together. But that bully race and Nate's promo is really funny because it's just him explaining why he did things that made no sense. He's like, "But I knew that Hulk <laughs> yeah. Hogan would fall for that." It's like, okay, <laughs> yeah. fair enough. It's like Oli and again talk about Oli Anderson. Have you, ever, <laughs> oh my God. have you ever seen the promo? The really, really good promo after he turned on Dusty to join no. the Four Horsemen, where he'd be teamed up with Dusty for ages before that, and he went like. I hated every minute of it. And he tells the crowd that. I hated teaming up with Dusty to explain why he did it. Um, and the crowd like, oh, shut up. <laughs> you divvy. <laughs> and all this just hate the fact. It's just like, oh, I can't believe it. And then finally Dusty said, hey, you want to team up with me? And 
you know, he didn't know it, but my mate in a cage and there's no way again. Fantastic. Thanks, Dusty. Oh, so great. Because kind of like, how dare you team up with a man for months on end? And nowadays, nowadays you go, that doesn't make any sense. But back then it's like, oh, you're just a liar. Mm. <laughs> anyway. I'll tell you what the symbolism on from Martin Kemp here was amazing. The symbolism. Go on. He, he, he spray painted a big cross on the single that he'll never wear again. A cross? Not again. Mm. And that... So that's 11 that? people Karen yeah. Cross going to take on SmackDown. <laughs> what does the X stand for? We'll he, get to that later on. Not a diamond my member anymore. No, there's a bit in the pub where there's a big Scotland flag on the wall. And it, <laughs> what does the cross stand for? <laughs> is oh. that what he said? What does the X stand for? Yeah. <laughs> it's really good. You know what? Gas would justify that. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I actually like this video package. I love that it was all laid out. It's yep. like a, a, a little Netflix synopsis before you're going to watch the next episode. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And I can tell because I like the Creed Brothers so much that I was good that they didn't win the tag titles. So I'm like, oh, that damn Damon Kemp. That didn't mind me. Yeah. Yes, boys. Because they won. <laughs> yes, boy. Right, yeah. They went on this episode. And it was severely lacking because of yeah. it. I, I agree, but don't worry. More on what this show did have instead. Ivy Nile insists that despite Damon's betrayal, she's ready to face toxic attraction. See him taking Paxi losing about two and a half minutes. But Ivy's mental state doesn't really play into it. I, I thought love, that it didn't really, yeah. I thought made, she'd lose the match, but she didn't. It made no sense, though, because she, she literally yeah. found out about Damon Kemp there. Mm. We learned this two weeks ago. Where's she been? But she's shocked. She <laughs> shocked. She's not watching the show. But she can't believe it was him. She's <laughs> shocked. She's been in the gym. <laughs> but hearing him explain it, you know, it's like seeing someone who's like, like mugged you he in court it last facing season, them. No, well, yeah. <laughs> but this one had spooky music behind it, you know. She was rattled. But she wasn't because it didn't affect the, the outcome of the match. Really, I, I did like Tate and Paxley though. The the honorary diamond, we'll call her, uh, was uh, proving herself by wrestling with a broken nose that was given to her while doing punishment training by with Ivy Nile. Mm. Mm. It's tough love. Yeah, that made sense in my head. Jesus Christ, uh, Nile had a good hot tag. She's a human suplex machine. I was shocked to see her take the fall. But then again, her mental state was elsewhere. That's right. Oh, yeah, maybe it did factor in because she wouldn't normally get pinned. No. Yeah, and then at the end, of course, when Toxic Attraction appear, Wade shouts, I'm standing to attention. Oh, my God, did he? And then Vic says, I bet you are. This is, you've been <laughs> fooled, everybody. You've been fooled at home. Ooh, NXT 2.0's dead. Ha ha, Ross, you're going to be sad now. You're the only one who liked that. Well, they've changed the name, but they haven't changed who they are. <laughs> Up the NXT. <laughs> yeah, so I'm sorry Papa Jack said that to you, by the way. I thought we were trying to weed him off saying negativity things. All these people reveling in the downfall of 2.0, it's just changed its spots. Uh, That's the saying, isn't it? Yeah. The leopards, they've never changed their spots. I've heard that about leopards. Why I? So my best friends are leopards. This is the best leopard in the world, NXT. Now we speak about the schism, of course we do. The schism! Oh, the worst part. The boil on the arse that is two... The lovely voluptuous arse that is 2.0. Oh, I'm starting to... <laughs> I was going to say, that the new hot thing in wrestling in America now is just horny English commentators. Yeah, it's great. They're fair enough. Well, one, one lands a lot more than the other one does. <laughs> yeah. I've got an erection. <laughs> yeah. Oh, scrummy, scrum, scrum. I can butter you up and put you on a crumpet. They're two sides <laughs> of the same coin. Am I happy to see them? Or there's someone of a canoe down my trousers? <laughs> it's flash art. It's yeah. not flash art. Yeah, yeah. And it's it. <laughs> Something's hot and it's not my pants. What? <laughs> oh, the flash art. The, kid, ah, the schism could a promo, allegedly, while their mysterious red hoodie friend watches from the crowd. It was Danhausen. I think <laughs> that the red hoodie is Thea Hale. 
And I think this because Fraser pointed out that they're wearing red and Chase used red attire. Well, cheers, Fraser. They're also quite short and Thea yeah. Hill's quite short. Cheers, Fraser. What are you? What's wrong? <laughs> this is all stately obvious stuff from Fraser. I right didn't. I, I was, <laughs> when he yeah. told me, wearing I, don't, I don't know what's wrong with me. But when he told me, I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> so, legitimately, thank you, Fraser. <laughs> it's definitely going to be her now. Uh, <laughs> <Said that. laughs> but no, she had like a mat. Like no, I imagine if it was like the person had a mask on, didn't it? Mm. Black eyes. Well, might white. be a panda. It's Kevin Owens. <laughs> no, it... or it's small. It's Gargano. Maybe. It could be Liger. Imagine <laughs> someone like Liger. We've got a we've got our new friend in the schism. <laughs> yeah. Casey goes out Cameron Grimes, but Malik Bladen enters an off a interrupt instead. They have a tag match. Which the Diad win. Well they're against But they're still a good tag team, aren't they? Mm-hmm. It's just not the I just same. love the fact that they are spooky bollocks like, ooh, mm. what in this schism? Ooh, you should all come under our learning tree. But we're still like, yeah, we'll do a cool, gnarly, elevated, <laughs> destroy <laughs> it, set up the win. Ah, you're on ticket to ride. <laughs> They're going to put a stop to the Diad next week, says Grimes. Oh, don't. Hurry up, Grimes. Yeah, hurry up. Yeah, yeah. And if, if, if Sean, if the sexy boy's watching, let's just go more Nexus than whatever the, the meaning of this bollocks was that the promo was here. Because it was just like 25 minutes of like, Ooh, come and join our tree. Just say, we are the schism. Mm. Ne- you're either with us or against us, whatever the next yeah. is the day. Just mm. save a lot of time. Mm. Oh, it was painful, that promo. It was... It was. <laughs> I was feeling the same about Edge when he was all about his mountain of omnipotence and stuff. The promos were really long. And even though Edge is really good at promos, I was like, oh. And Zach Gibson's really good at promos, and I'm like, shut up. I don't mind Edge in Udgment, Edge in Udgment Day. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I'm never drinking Pepsi Max ever again. <laughs> I didn't mind those because he has a way of his words. He does. Obviously he does, shared by he does. myself. But <laughs> he's able to get the crowd into hating him and all this stuff because, you know, yeah. Mountain of the... These two lads, they look rubbish. I know. If their look mm. was cooler than what it is, it'd be fine. But office workers with contact lenses just isn't good. I've got a, I've got a theory, you know. Austin theory. No. Uh, 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 a mind one. I don't want to talk about <laughs> A mind theory. Uh, I think Zach Gibson's hating it. Obviously, they made him shave his beard and took Eyebrows. away all the good parts of his character. I think James Drake's having a great time. But he's the same, isn't he? Just I've got ne- different no, clothes on. I've never seen him more charismatic than in the Diad, you know? <laughs> he was always the silent one. And Zach Gibson would be like, here's Liverpool. And he'd just have to be like, oh, yes, it's lovely. Yeah. yeah. But now he's now he's coming to his own in the Diad. Maybe Joe Gacy has shown him the light. <laughs> Maybe it's worked for him, you know? Speaking of this, which we sadly are, have you seen people going, God, these people expecting the White Rabbit, the Fiend coming out are going to be so good when it's Joe Gacy on the main <laughs> roster. Oh, don't even. Oh, man. I'll never watch mm. again. <laughs> never. Until the next week. <laughs> are you saying we want to return to Snowflake Joe Gacy rather than cult leader Joe Gacy? You know what? I'll take that. Would you? At this <laughs> point, yeah. I'll take that over <laughs> that. This is a safe space. Maybe Triple H goes, you know what? That, that first week, we looked like we've been sarcastic. That yeah. people like Matthew on the Call podcast mm-hmm. thought it was going to be a really good sarcastic. And it wasn't at all. No, it was face value. Yeah. yeah, face value. But since then, we've learned that Brucey P has never written an episode of NXT, so we can't blame him. Okay. Because we okay. all blamed him, didn't we, for just him and Vince going, hey, this is what we think of the youth of today. I love that. That's a weird take, isn't it? Aha, they thought it was me, and that's why they didn't like it. It's like, no, we didn't like it. It was crap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you, you got us there, Brucey P. Whatever. In a, video, uh, in a video package, Roxanne Perez says that her loss to Mako Satomura has made her tougher, which will help her next time she faces Courage Aid. 
Get over Cora Jade, man. She's obsessed. Afterwards, Cora takes on Wendy Chu and beats her. Yes! It's a big win because on. Chu didn't have the onesie on this week. Say, yeah. And you know that's when she's being bloody serious. Mm. It's like Lionheart Chris Jericho. Yeah. Don't sleep on Wendy. <laughs> in uh, terms of like power rankings, that means Cora Jade could beat Tiffany Stratton in about 10 seconds because yeah. Tiffany Stratton took Wendy to the limit. Where's Tiffany Stratton been? Yeah, where has... I've well, missed that. that big where haven't I been? Woof. <laughs> it, was a big, it was a big loss to Wendy though. It was. Last legend beats down Wendy afterwards just because. Oh. Wait, uh, if I could do that in high heels like that, I would do it as well just for the crack. That was mightily impressive. Mm. Those high heels were high. And she's oh. tall. Oh. And she's tall. She was she's 5'7". She was a women's basketball player. Yeah. She's 5'7". All right, weird. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> I tell you, the battle match was quite good. Mm. I didn't like the spot where they had like Wendy bounce the side of her neck off the bottom rope and she was like, I'm dying. <laughs> quite land for me. Mm. Um, and then I thought Jade Nelly died. <laughs> so whimsical. <laughs> Take Bugs Bunny. <laughs> oh, I'm dying. <laughs> uh, they did a running belly to belly where it looked like Cora Jade Nelly lost her head. Yeah. That wasn't comfortable mm. to watch. But then that was quite a good match. Yeah. Roxanne needs to just let Cora go. She's pathetic. Roxanne. <laughs> yeah. Blocked Ooh, her number. But I she said you were quite mm. well. A mild message and then block your number. Not my baby face. Is this building up Roxanne or Cora, this ongoing feud? It's Roxanne, isn't it? Yeah, Roxanne's They've put star. her in and gone like, she's hung with this legend, Miko Satomura. She's gone to the lake of sadness and she's <laughs> learned about herself. Now she's going to get the win over Cora at some point? I think, but it's a weird build. Wow, you... It's like Logan Paul. Wow, I had a really good match with Floyd Mayweather. Mm. You lost. I guess that's building up in the way. Well, she is like 12 years old, isn't she? Yeah. Well. But they don't match on the show, but we know that. She's maybe they'll 12. have a match at um, Halloween Havoc. But then Cora gets a plus three because she's a goth at Halloween. Like That's right. Yeah. Can get an advantage. Oh, of. yeah. Maybe she'll be the, the Shotzi of the piece this year. Mm-hmm. So the Shotzi's not going to be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just as the host and wheel spinner. I wonder, I That's our home turf. I hope Cora's all right, by the way. Because, like mean? me, she's a big CM Punk fan. Because <laughs> oh. she was the girl when she was a kid who met CM Punk in that viral clip of him being nice to her. How she, is her faith rattled in CM Punk now? Because mine yeah. is. You can't have faith in CM Punk and be, I can't believe CM Punk's... At, wait, no, that's completely believable, isn't it? I can't believe he was annoyed at someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Believable as top dollar being an Uber driver. It's like, <laughs> yeah. CM Punk was a prick. Nah, get away. Oh. Backstage, Bron Breaker thanks to the NXT oh. Universe for voting him Superstar of the Year. He thinks Tyler Bate will beat JD Madonna in the main event. And that's all the good faith that guy needed, I guess. <laughs> Can we can we get Bron Breaker back to being a Steiner? Because this I'm not having this. He's too much of a too human wishy, now. Wishy washy. Like, yeah. Oh, thank you, everyone. Oh, it's such a. Oh. You should be a wrecking machine. Yeah. I mean, I like the video package he did last week to sum up his entire year. Yeah, that was good. He should be shouting at yes, yes, you did vote for me, you fat pricks. <laughs> yeah, you should do I that, am the yeah. best one. <laughs> Your dicks never walk off. That's how a Steiner does it. <laughs> that, for some reason, that the, a lot of main event mafia stuff's been shared recently from Impact. The Impact Wrestling uh, Twitter account sharing the, the Steiner stuff. Steiner doing the... But also yep. Booker T commentating a little beat down. <laughs> Shea Lemon. <laughs> Booker T's a bad man. Yeah. <laughs> was, it, was it Nash doing his thing? He goes, Pyro guy, shoot your load. <laughs> <laughs> Great times. I was also watching a, a, the one of the more recent OSWs where it's Hogan Warrior again, oh, yeah, but yeah. not as good. And... But Big Show just walks out of the ring just smoking a cigarette. <laughs> no oh, yeah, that was a weird... <laughs> Those uh, lads did not get the at all. The NWO. All the main event mafia there, aren't they? Mm. Mm. Good lad, Big Show. Oh. I didn't stun his growth either. <laughs> <laughs> he was meant to be nine foot three. 
Mm-hmm. Think of what he could have been. <laughs> Backstage, the debuting Oro Mensha announces his intention to win the North American title. Later, he beats Grayson Waller to qualify for the Halloween Havoc ladder match after Waller is distracted by Apollo Crews, who is crying blood <laughs> like a statue of Mary. astonishing. Yeah. From the start of it where Oro Mensa sees entrance for the first time, yeah. Club Oro Mensa, mm. direct me to private party. Mm. Uh, Grayson vibing to his entrance theme, Aura's entrance I love theme. when and Grayson just, vibes, guy. I love when people say vibing. I'm just here, I'm just vibing. Yeah. Uh, just bopped him in the face in the mid-vibe, yeah. all for that. And then, of course... The blood from the eye was an incredible visual. Because oh. <laughs> as we we know now, we can't look into the future until he fixes his eye. So hopefully mm-hmm. he gets the eye fixed. Oh my God, he could join the Diad. Because they've all got oh, one no. eye. Content oh. lens. <laughs> so wait, things that could happen. So he bled last week, and that was probably a quite graphic image. Is he always bleeding? I know, yeah. What's yeah. He's been walking around the last couple of weeks. Like, but, do you know how that looked at Apollo? Nah, it's all right. Mm-hmm. No, no. Wait, he's, he's seen the future and seen the bill. He'll get to the hospital. It was strange, though, because last week at the, the Lake of Sadness, he wasn't bleeding from the eye, was he? No. No. Oh, was he? No. Yeah. He was bleeding from the no, eye. Yeah, because he was facing like sideways. It was anyway. red. And I'll get you next but time. But it wasn't blood. bleeding down his face, was it? No, oh, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was bloodshot. Yeah, you're right. Take the scab and the, the bloodshot Blech. eye, because that's how they work. Yeah. Oh, Imagine grim. having scabs in bloodshot eyes. Wow. Oh. You don't need to imagine when you've got NXT 2.0, Ross. Um, what? Oh, because he's. I thought you were calling that a scab. On the eye of life. I don't know. <laughs> I was talking about this on the stream last night, right? That eye blood thing just made me like, just when you've talked about that there, or you said picking the scab, I'm like, Bleh. and uh, we were talking about this on the stream. I can watch the Eddie JBL match where Eddie's squirted in blood, and yeah. that's fine. But the Extreme Rules match where Adam Cole's hand gets cut open badly against Alistair Black. Oh, I yeah, the watch, chair. I can't oh. watch it. it. That freaks me out for some reason. I get you. Have but you had it, hand trauma in your own No, life? but Eddie squirted in blood out of his... That's fine. I don't know what it is. Also don't like nosebleeds, and Britt, Britt Baker bleeds from the nose all the time. Yeah. And I wish I wish he'd bloody stop. It's all the coke, innit? Bloody stop. <laughs> it's not really... Coca-Cola, <laughs> you're right. They do drink a lot of that over there in America. We can hear the voice of Pachiti <laughs> echoing in our ears right now, but I get what you mean because used to be a certain British wrestler who I won't name drop. He used to do thumbtacks, glass, tables, chairs, the lot. But you get a bit of paper and you put it in between the hat, the fingers. And oh, whoosh, Prince like of that. Yeah, there yeah, you go, yeah. Prince of Me. I wasn't going to name him, but yeah, Prince of Me would do that, and I'd go, oh, I couldn't look at that every time. But that's fake. And they probably, yeah, but I haven't landed on thumbtacks. Everyone's, I haven't landed through it's a chair, relatable. But I've done that right, and the Lego sort of spots and stuff. Yeah, everyone stood on a bit of Lego or a plug. In yeah. the night, oh. I interviewed Prince Amin, um, and he said he <laughs> deathmatch wrestler, yep. deathmatch king Prince Amin, because he, he he said that's why I did it. He was like bollocks to chair shots and that. That's the most relatable stuff that the crowd yep. will know about. So that's why I did it, and it was always impactful. So the well Prince Amin, well done, Prince Amin, well done, Prince Amin, wherever you are. Whenever we can't mention someone from now on, do we just credit their achievements to Prince Amin? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the former owner of the World Wrestling Federation, Prince Amin, ten-time right. progress world champion. <laughs> <laughs> Went that party with EC3, Prince Amin. <laughs> Maybe not all the rest of them. No, no. Hmm. Uh, if we need to talk about something good that someone we can't mention. Oh, okay, we'll we go with that. Yeah, Amin. there we go. <laughs> yeah. Carmelo Ayers cuts a promo saying he's still the A champ. No, no, no. to buy Chase U. No. Here we go. No. Can Andre, I just say, oh, go ahead, the build to the first teachable moment of the night, mm. it was like one of those sneezes. Don't say it. That's there. No. It goes away. Comes back. Goes away. Oh. And the final sneeze comes out. It was amazing. Yep. He <laughs> says, this is a trivial moment. Setting up a tag team match. Andre and Bodie Haywood beat Hayes and Trick Williams. They must have pinned Trick, right? <laughs> 
You would think that, yeah? <laughs> yeah, you would. Yep. With Andre <laughs> getting the pinfall Yay! on the A-champ himself. Here is. we go. Wow. World champion Andre Chase. The wheels are in motion. As he's got his own daddy ass in body hair, uh, body hair ward. Yeah. Uh, he's just like Billy ass in this match to me. Yeah. It was incredible. I'd say so. I can't believe it. But they sold it well. The scenes because neither crowd. of them can believe yeah. it. Give me the a dub. Dub. It was straight. There was like CM Punk on acid, wasn't it? <laughs> From Money in the Bank 2011, just in there going, "Wow, the Chase U section." My God, uh, what a gimmick! What a time! <laughs> what <a> man! <laughs> so one week he outschooled William Regal's kid. Yeah, yes. yes. So you think we know everything about wrestling? We haven't seen him since either. By no, the way, He's, he was so full of shame. He's like, "I'm, I'm gone. <laughs> I can't believe it." And now they're beating. Two of the best lads of the next team. Oh. Wow. Chase you. Here we go. I was sad about Grayson. This was a, a dark portion of the show. I was sad about Grayson <laughs> Warner losing because I wanted him in that ladder match because he's really good at hurting himself in ladder <laughs> matches and it's great to watch. And now, what's this good? What's this about? What's this done? What's this then? What's happening? <laughs> We're building Andre Chase. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Andre Chase who is a vehicle, a charisma vehicle for Bodie Hayward to, to get some character in get over because yeah. he's the big muscular one. Oh, we're getting one. booty over. Oh, already. yeah. But we're oh. using Andre as Kavorka. That's what I've taken from it. Right. Again, some push before, you know, Hayes and Williams go to the main roster because they've hard. outgrown NXT. It's just hard because when eventually they turn on each other years down the line and they have their big Bodie versus Chase match, everyone will just want Chase to win. Bodie won't get the rub. Big time. Because Chase is too popular. Too charismatic. Mm. I mean, just the Garvin stomp thing. Crowd, <laughs> give me a C. Sora Sakura beating Carmel. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Right. I would never have guessed that the next person to pin him would be Andre Chase the next week. <laughs> to be fair, though, just to yeah, bring a sense of realism to this piece, it, uh, be it's, silly. it's not beyond the realms of possibility that Carmelo Hayes' mental state wasn't there. Because he was expecting the yeah. sexy boy to give him the title at the start of the show, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, that's true. And he was rattled. I think we've been proven the last few weeks, Hayes is really good if he knows who his opponent is. He's not good <laughs> at living. Yeah, he's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. He goes, zoiks and runs. Yeah. Gallus. Oh, <laughs> yes. Gallus not a bad just, drop are just chilling like a bunch of bloody lads playing cards drinking a few Beverinos and playing darts did I say Beverinos you have put Beverinos <laughs> BJ, JB and Van Henley interrupt but Gallus don't let them join their card game security arrives to hold the two sides apart Joe Coffey calls BJ a virgin and says this is a man's pub a man's pub <laughs> a man's pub <laughs> Pipe the lager like all real men. It's the NXT 2.0 dressing room. None of these cocktails or anything like that. <laughs> Spritzers. Oh. It was so good. And so crap at the same time. Right. <laughs> Perfect mixture of good and crap. They're just a crap APA. No, that's Gallus. Yeah. They IPA. Were, <laughs> they were having a they were just having an exaggerated version of what real nights of the pub are. Of course. That's yeah. the best thing about because next week Dark we're building two. We're building two a pub rules match for Gallus pub and BJ rules. and JB, which means oh. what will happen is one team will shout at the other, yeah. other team will stand up, yeah. a glass will fall on the floor, fall on the floor oh. and break, <laughs> and then before one punch is swung, the bouncers will come in and the match will finish. That's a pub match. That's oh, a pub I thought they were going to... Gonna... They were going to drop a glass. It's going to smash it. All the, the rest is going to stop what they're doing and go, <laughs> I think... Chase you section, the crowd will do that. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, that this is going to decide ultimately what's better, whiskey or lager. That's the feud, isn't it? Oh, no, they're Scottish. They like whiskey as well. What are talking about? Nah, they're fannies. They're, they're lager drinkers. Drink, yeah. Yeah. Stop it. 
They can't drink straight whiskey, can they? They? Well, the entire <laughs> the entire country of Scotland. No, Gallus. Just the oh, three Gallus oh, lads. They're just, they're beer, just they're they're pretend beer. tough boys, aren't they? Apart from Wolfrey. <laughs> Wolfrey knows how to party. Can we join the card <laughs> table, guard? That's a closed table, mate. <laughs> On you go. So we've got Scottish people going to be in a pub. So how far in that match are they going to go, all right, two pints, prick. <laughs> and that's it. We're going to go, ah. Oh, I can't wait. I just, this was fantastic. We're going to do karaoke. <laughs> yeah. Why not wake up? Because I know I'm going to be. Cowie Prick, because Gallus have been rubbish so far. Um, in no, terms they of winning, haven't. In terms of winning matches. No, they haven't. In terms of winning matches. They've won one or two. Which ones they won? Exactly. I think they've won one, haven't they? Yeah. I think they've lost or the rest of them. Or even when they lose, they always come back out and start a brawl. Because they're hard men. Hard men. Yeah. This is a man's pub. A man's pub. This if, is a man's pub. <laughs> I tell you, if, if the leader of the Gallus, Coffee, I don't know why I'm being so weird about his name. If Joe Coffee <laughs> rocks up next week wearing Stone Island, that's it for me. He's yeah. worn it before. He, he had Sergio Takani, whatever the hell his name is, on a couple Did of weeks ago. Did he not ago. wear a Stone Island during like maybe his entrance for his title match against Pete Dunne or something? I can't remember. He's that far definitely back. worn Stone Island before. Because <laughs> you are. A weapon. <laughs> West Stone Island at the pub. No, he's down Celtic Park. Caught in trouble on Derby Day. Booing the Queen. Possibly. We saw that. Oh, God. Anyway. Yeah, thank you, Gallus. You're back. Bigger than ever. Oh, yeah. Von Wagner. Gets Come. A... Yeah, thank you. Von Wagner. What's that? Come Tuesday gets a big win over Sanger. Damn it. Can I just say, there's two main things I took away from this match. First of all, Sanger is absolutely terrifying. Yeah. That yeah. body is amazing. Oh, yeah. Not Oof. like, not scrummy, scrum, scrum. Like, oh, God, I wouldn't mess with you, son. Mm. Son? It's got hair on it as well. Oh, man. Yeah. Very coarse. Uh, but also, <laughs> the, finish, <laughs> the finish of the match. The finish of the match. Come gets uh, Sanger on his shoulders and starts going down. And you're thinking, how the hell is he going to recover this? And with the might of Robert Stone and his veins, hulks up, picks up Sanger. He's just a, a little boy. Mm. Amazing finish of the match. This was a this was a needed win for Von Wagner. He yeah. needed this for a while. And I'm glad to see his rise restart. All right, the come always rises to the top. You're right. <laughs> it does. Cat's got the... Cut, cut. Yeah. Where's Lee's enjoying a day at the park? <laughs> I'm really happy that he's sad. <laughs> Because <laughs> he's gone back to being a normal human. <laughs> Not yeah. this guy. Whoa! <laughs> he talks about refusing automatic entry into the Halloween Havoc ladder match because he doesn't want special treatment. Just take the. Why? What? Why wouldn't you? Take the entry into the match, yeah. Wes. Backstage, Stax is interviewed and says Tony D will end up North American champion. Oh, it was God. nice to see Stax have a solo promo. I yeah. think Stax has got a solo match next week, hasn't he? Against Whoa. Wesley. With the winner going on to qualify for the match. Oh, well, that'll be Wes then. Although there's been surprises so far. Grayson losing was a shocker. To be fair, I don't know what Stax can do in the ring. Stax! He might be mm. like Wesley. We don't know. Andrew's he's probably desperate for us to finish talking about NXT, by the way. I've been looking at him occasionally. Oh! You need a wee, wee, do you? I don't need a wee, no. Are you going a bit numb? My legs are going a bit numb. Have a little stretch if you want. Okay. Come and have a little walk around here. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew doesn't re reveal all the job adverts he's looking at right now. Is that ball and chain still tied? <laughs> so, Rooker <laughs> is, is interesting. What? By the way. I don't know. Where's he gone? Uh, abroad. 
Yeah, abroad. Abroad. Is that it? Good there. That's the second abroad holiday he's had this year. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, I tell you, who's he think he is? Eh? Some sort of Ric Flair name. And he wanted me and him to go to Ibiza. No, no, no. <laughs> Back comparison to me. And he wanted to go to Ibiza with me. Did he? <laughs> He'd had a few pints and he just turned to me and went, we should go to Ibiza. I was like, what oh, are you did he, drink, did he drunkenly buy the tip? Oh. No, and then he went, where are the Ibiza boys? So now he just keeps calling oh, me and him the Ibiza no. boys. <laughs> like, like Panda Express, <laughs> the Ibiza boys. Me and him, boys. mine, yeah, where the Ibiza oh. I was like, have you ever been to Ibiza? He went, no, and me neither. <laughs> I wouldn't fancy going to Ibiza. The price of everything. Just the price of everything, mm. yeah. 15, Richie was there, 15 euro for a bottle of water. Mm. I wonder that why. Sounds, sounds like Leeds Festival, <laughs> bloody hell. I wonder why they're doing that in an environment where people might be quite desperate for water. Oh, because they're off the face on yes, cowies. Yeah. Cowies, yeah. yeah, yeah thank dry, you. dry cowie mouth, like mm. uh, Quincy mm. in, in week one, not now. Nothing's yeah. cuter than a boy in a scooter now. <laughs> And action. Oh, really? Oh. <laughs> Sol Rucker is interested in music, photography, and artwork, but her home is in the middle of the ocean. I don't think wrestling's for her. Ways. <laughs> Where it's just her and the spirit of the water. Mm. But sometimes when the tide rises, you have to come ashore. She'll appear next week. I'm loving it. What do you mean wrestling's not for her? Music, <laughs> photography, and artwork are all quite, you know, well, it depends what kind of music it is, but I assume it's like little ukulele for her because she's a surfer. She did, she put a little ukulele. Yeah. Oh, well, it's quite all peaceful mm. pastimes, Hello. aren't they? Yeah. She, uh... Wait, that ukulele can mean only one thing. Sol <laughs> <laughs> <Salt> Ruka. <laughs> I, tell you, I saw a little video of her doing uh, the cross fit in the gym. Her lats are oh. massive, by the way. Let me tell you. Her I'll tell you who lats. else? Who, who else has big? Um, is it lats? The, the like the wings, yeah. yeah. Who? Chris Bay. Oh, does oh, he? My oh yeah. God. Fair enough. Oh yeah. He knows. There he is. He in, my, in my mind, yeah. He was doing the old pull-up gimmick, mm. and the bolt. Are they that bit there? I no, 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 the, wing, there, the wings. Yeah, the wings. Yeah. yeah. The cobra lats. Yeah. Delta cobra traps. Maybe actually. it's the delta one of them. Delta mm. your shoulders. Delta the shoulders. Like traps. The back of the shoulders. Brock Lesnar. No, not the traps, not the high. Oh, no. I know the, the lumpy bit in your, the back of your shoulder. Oh, the bit. Raquel Rodriguez. The Raquel, oh, the rack. The trapezius. Oh, the thing that theory popped out that one time. Yeah. Oh, it's oh. a shoulder. That's right. A shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> big muscles. The muscles got, on this person. She's got big muscles. and she's... Two wrestlers that we've mentioned there have muscles. Mm. Yes. Breaking news. Uh, I think that I'm getting Nikita Lyons vibes from this. Because she before she oh, no. debuted, she was presented as being good at everything as well. I no, like no, just music <laughs> and no, dancing and rapping <laughs> and 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 being the daughter of a musician and a groupie <laughs> and being a free spirit. And now Sol Ruka's all those things as well. These are just dating profiles. Yeah, they are. Because then I like, like music, mm. photography, and water. Now yeah. this sounds Sol Ruka sounds a bit like Jeffrey Dahmer. Because Jeffrey Dahmer <laughs> would go to nightclubs and that and try and pick up fellas by saying, oh, I, I do artwork, I do photography, could I take some pictures mm. of you? They would lure them back. We need to be wary of Sol. So Sol Rooker, Jeffrey Dahmer, same thing. I'm scared of Sol Rooker now. <laughs> do and not dispose of the body them. in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> who, who is likely to befriend Roxanne Perez or other naive baby fit? Do not befriend Sol Rooker. And don't go back to where flat if she asks No, you. well, she lives yeah. in the sea. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> bikini bottom. Yeah. <sighs> And then JD Madonna beats Tyler Bate in the main event. Bron Breaker gets in the ring for a stare down, but the pair are interrupted by the returning <gasps> Ilya Dragunov. Mm. JD is not happy. Yeah, he's always getting his title shot like cut off. 
yeah. by someone else who people like more. So someone better, right. He was the second most prominent star on this show for me. Who? JD. JD. His um, performance in the match was amazing. It was a good match. And then his sell of um, just uh, Elia turning up. Mm. No! <laughs> no! I just kept screaming that. It was fantastic. It's like Steve Carroll on your show, probably show The Office. Oh, yeah. No, like no, Jeffrey, God, no. Like Jeffrey Dahmer when he got arrested. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jeffrey doesn't make a noise in the dramatization. Oh, man. I've not seen it. Uh, <laughs> I thought... That's, where, Bates, that's where it starts, oh. by the way, when he gets arrested. Oh, really? It's an interesting point uh, to start. Oh, well, it doesn't go, how will I end up here? It goes back in time. I think it goes back in time. There's a record scratch and everything. Never guess. Yeah. <laughs> Talibate looked more smooth here and comfortable being in the ring with someone who's been in the ring with dozens of times oh, before yeah, than he point. did with uh, Braun. Mm. So it was nice to see these smooth exchanges and going, that's a Tyler Bay. Hey, him, I'd almost forgotten. The cause would have loved this match at the start. Go on. Because it was breathless. <laughs> Go on. Go on. <laughs> oh, no. Leave me breathless. Sorry, Andrew has just started <laughs> shouting in the microphone for some reason. Uh... They wouldn't stop at the start. It was amazing. Yeah. Uh, I also like the crowd chatting fight forever. Uh, so they oh, clearly want... They, apologies they, they, to any teenagers who watch this on loud in their bedroom <laughs> for that. It reminds me of Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So the crowd are chatting fight forever, which I thought, oh, bloody hell. All right, calm down. But I think they must be looking for work because I know 2.0 might be doing some changes soon. So well done on the plants. Looking for works. It's not a new job. Oh, lads. I've been meaning to do this for about three weeks now. I got a DM from someone who attended an NXT taping. Did they? Jonathan J. Burks went to NXT, and as soon as I walked in, they played Tyo Cruz Dynamite and Sean Paul Temperature. I thought thought Jack and Ross would love this. What an artichart Baby girl. Also, last night, no plants. This was on the 7th of How do you know? But they do get the crowd going between matches by offering free T-shirts if they are loud during the next match. Oh. So if you notice, the crowd was loud for Axiom versus Nathan Fraser. That's why. <laughs> Fair enough. What, what T-shirts are they offering? Is it just like NXT logo or is it like... Oh, yeah. They, I've never looked at like NXT yeah. merch. Like who has a... No one has an iconic I T-shirt. I can't believe none of us have ever... Oh. If, if they did a chase you jumper over here, I would love it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Get, it, get it on. Right. But this was... It was a match. It was nice seeing them basically wrestle like this. I don't think it was amazing. That stand in the middle of the ring and do bipping and bopping isn't for me. Because everyone seems to do it and it never looks that good as they as a wrestler think it is. One of them looked really good. It was when uh, Devlin does the Spanish fly and he's celebrating going, woo and then just out of shot, this arm just goes bong. Yeah. yeah. And then that bit was good. It's just they stand in the middle and go bip, 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 bip. There's a lot of the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Karate Kid 2 when he has to mm. parry. Yeah. Remember that? One's as good as one. No. Anyway. History repeats itself, trying to succeed. But yeah, then Ilya comes back, and NXT 3.0 of the bloody hell it is, is saved. Ilya Dragunov. He's a Bazikvar. Yeah, now people can go, oh, that's that lad from Germany, by way of Russia, and that you've been talking about for so many years. But we couldn't be bothered to watch NXT UK, so let's see him on the oh, proper Oh, people brand. know him now. He's got two five-star plus matches under his belt. Andrew's over there. And Andrew, what? Oh, Andrew, that's one of the, tw- NXT the 12 people who watched NXT UK. Did you? Is Tyler Bate the champion yet? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's that's a relief because he's lost it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was it. So, oh, yeah, by my beg your pardon, I thought we were done. No, AEW Grand Slam. Mm. Can I just which say? Which was last night. I don't know if it was just my computer screen, but the, the clarity. Oh, my word. <laughs> no, I, one of the first things the stream chat were talking about 
One person said, I don't know if this is just because I'm looking too hard because I'm into photography and stuff, but this looks class. Right, so, no, what was her name? I've forgotten. Sol Ruka. Sol Ruka. Mm. Um, I agree. It looked amazing. Yeah. They, 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 they lit, right, uh, lit, lit the crowd up again like they used to do back in like the, the early days, I noticed mm-hmm. as well, which is nice, yeah. a, a right touch. Because yes. there were so many people there. Except for those two lads with the replica belts who everyone oh, hated. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, every time they cut and they went, yay, it's like, First of all, it's a smoking skull belt yeah. and the NWO. And the Hogan. It's like, yeah. great. Mm. Neither of those people are on the show. <laughs> yeah, but he won them. He beat Stone Cold and Hulk for them. Well, I want Chris Jericho to be whatever Spanish is for nine <laughs> and get them both. <laughs> After a low blow, Chris Jericho beats Claudio Castagnoli to become, yes, folks, the new Ring of Honor world champion. Oh, read my little... He celebrates with... Little, oh, sorry, night time is the right time with a K. Soraya Knight. Oh, I had to think because I'm thinking LA Knight. What the hell are no. you doing? Soraya Knight. Soraya Knight. <laughs> Originally, I'd put. Dummy, L- yeah. My original one was LO Knight, as in Hello Knight, Soraya Knight, but I thought it was too tenuous, so I went for that, just that instead. Yeah. Yeah. Good call. Hello. That's how they all talk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she ruins the comeback. I yeah, also was going right. to, just in alternating capital and lowercase letters, just put the word Charlotte because when Paige's eternal feud with Charlotte, she always goes, Charlotte. <laughs> it's great to see her back, though. Ah, I'm really pleased. I love her voice. Yeah. Yeah. And to resist the urge to go, Soraya here. Soraya here. I know. Here. Oh, no. That, that would have been that great. That was never. That was yeah. never. Soraya here. <laughs> okay. For people who weren't around during that time, it wasn't that. It was okay. It was a bit rough, but they played it uh, on the pre-show, mm. on the main show. Soraya. And then that again. Never, and then again. That was never her fault. No, not Why at all. Why didn't they just cut the start of that? Oh, someone stitched her up. <laughs> it's the big old like, uh, pause at the top yeah. of the mountain there. Say so, great. Do you know what? Show my best promo four times. Show my worst promo four times. Thanks, yeah. WWE. Anyway, yeah. So obviously we're really ex- excited about Jericho winning his title. He celebrates uh, the JAS Society afterwards. JAS Society, whatever. Uh, and Daniel Garcia cautiously joins in with his pure title, mm. staring on. Oh, the lesser mm. belt to Jericho's belt. I was going to say no. that's the most intriguing point of the th- entire of him winning is the fact he's got the bigger belt and then little Garcia. Mm. Oh, you really got that one, but yeah. I've got this one. Mm. I was sad right. just for Claudio, but overall this might be a good thing in disguise because it might get more eyeballs on ROH and then we might get what me and Ross have been calling for for a while now, which is a separate, make like Rampage or something, a Ring of Honor brand. And focus, yeah. streamline those two, that heavy roster in a two, almost a brand split. <laughs> Something <laughs> like that, yeah. <laughs> and hopefully they get to it soon because right now this, the title change didn't mean much to me because yeah. what is Ring, as I've said every time, what is Ring of Honor? It's just a bunch of titles or belts. They haven't yeah. figured out who's what. So they've, they've made it seem like this big thing, but it's not. Jonathan Gresham got in the top 10 of the PWI 500. He did. Way. And do you think he showed that to Tony Khan? I hope he did. That rumor hasn't been confirmed yet. My analysis was he deserved to be higher, maybe even top five. He had a stellar year. Anyway. Yeah, Gresh taking the title around the world and doing that. And, you know, the Gresh. 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 One 16 karat goal. Gresh the Sesh. Yeah, uh, 16 (laughs) karat. He took his title around the world. He, yeah, when they had that last hurrah of Ring of Honor, and then they had the title defended the Impact. He kept the promotion alive when it wasn't. Yeah, and then Tony Khan's got it. He's doing nothing with it, but we're supposed to go, Ring of Honor, guys. You're like, Mm. we in that company that died because no one gave an ass about it near the end. Yeah. But now Jericho have the AWA so title as well. My logic is that Jericho became the first AEW champion, and everyone went, "That's a good shout." He's the biggest name they've got currently. Mm-hmm. That's going to get eyeballs on the product. Maybe right, that's that the same tactic here. Yeah, but there's nothing. Jericho instantly is the they most. They have pay per views every so often. Jericho now instantly is the most famous. Oh, Ring of Honor. Okay, yeah. Of all the Ring of Honor champions, he's the biggest star who have ever held the belt now. Yeah, Jerry Lynn was champ. No, he was just Jericho as the biggest star. 
to ever even probably bigger than CM Punk. No. Mm. Well, now, yeah. Yeah. Now he's back under his rock. Yeah, true. Um, <laughs> I'm already just kidding. One maybe. thing the chat pointed out was that the referees were rubbish tonight. Or last oh, night. big time. Missing Aubrey. everything. What was Aubrey dancing for? She used to be a dancer. Vogue. Yeah. Just after Jericho. Oh, Claudio, sorry, Nelly plowed into her. She's just very there. graceful. She's like, whoa, 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 sweet child of mine. But yeah. she stood there for ages. Well, she's she's like a mime. Like she's she's a wreck. She knows what happens. It's like, hang on, you nearly hit us. If you hit us, I'm dead for no. five minutes. She looked. She, really, should, she should be safe. She looked really silly though. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, because she missed the crucial bit of the match. Mm. What the the cheat to win the low blow? Yeah. yeah, we had a lot of that this this night, didn't we? Lots of the same Lots finish repeatedly, regardless of whether they were good guys or bad guys. Right, it was like the Attitude Era. It really was shades of grey. In fact, which is code name for can't be asked. Billy Gunn was involved. So it I thought it was excellent though. An excellent the match. Evening. No, just the, the evening. The wrestling oh, was okay. good. Well, I mean, this yeah. this match, it was all right. Jericho and Claudio, again, Jericho can do his style. Him and Danielson was great. Him and Claudio didn't work as well as it could have because Claudio has to just wrestle at Jericho's speed. So it's like but watching a tape played at... There was a couple of times like, where Jericho was trying to go for a Frankensteiner, I think it was. Yep. Then Claudio reversed it, and then Jericho reversed it again. So it was like Claudio was... It was like, I don't want to say Jericho was like you know, wrestling puppet chat there, just like throw him about and stuff. But it felt like that's what he was doing at times. I agree with that. Yeah. I liked how he always had like, an, an, right, right at the start of the match when we're all full of hope and whatnot, where Claudio just had, had an answer for everything Jericho was doing. He was doing. dominating. Uppercut. Yeah. Just no matter what he was doing. Yeah. Kick, yeah. uppercut. Yeah. Suplex, uppercut. Jericho doing that on the floor again, by the way. He loves that, doesn't he? Mm. Dirty man. He is a dirty old man. But then when he kicked out the Ricola bomb, I was thinking, oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. So I was thinking, Danger. is Claudio's finisher then the neutralizer? No, it's the Ricola bomb. I think it's the Ricola bomb now. Yeah, 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 but he kicked out of it. Yeah, mm. what a bum. <laughs> yes. So yeah. He's... Also, shout out to all the Twitter last night. Um, doing Jericho's the Ring of Honor champion responded with a clip of Big Show with the ECW title. <laughs> it's like, yeah, there you go. It's not like that. It is. It's not. It's the start <laughs> of something new. You're right. It's it's Booker T and Test with the WWE <laughs> World Tag Team Champions. <laughs> With a little help from Billy Gunn, the Acclaim beat Swerve in our glory to become the brand new AW Tag Team Champions. Yo. Swerve and Keith do not look happy with each other afterwards. As far as an in-ring match, it was not even close to the one they had in no. the pay-per-view. No. But my God, I didn't care. The crowd yeah. absolutely loved the Acclaimed. They are stupidly over. And get in. Yep. Bowens. Yeah. For one of the first opening games. No Bowens. No Bowens. I've done the other Oh, what a tit. No, you know what? I've called them Bowers because of loads of times. So yeah. I think you instinctively try to correct I was me. No, I'm actually yeah, right no. this time. Oh, North sure. Wrestling. North Wrestling. has nothing to do with what we're talking about right now, but, <laughs> but no, I'm sure point. they appreciate the plug. But yeah, Bowers, first only gay uh, champion oh, in the, the American promotion in yeah. Annie Wild. Like. Yeah. Right? Nyla, right. In AEW, sorry. Oh, mm. Nyla yeah, 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 was by. Is by. She tweeted last night, didn't she? But still, it's a... Oh, okay. Shut my mouth. <laughs> you know, like, representation is good. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and I think as much as a little chaotic part of me wanted them to lose so that, like, everyone would be sad. No, no, no. <laughs> say the real reason. There's a phrase would be sad. Um, oh. <laughs> he just loves the acclaim. We all do. But he loved them before it was cool. Um, oh. No, he did. When, he when did, did it start he... coming cool? Because we've all been a fan for ages, haven't we? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, I think we've all been swept up. I think it's quicker than we think. <laughs> I think people were 
liking them, but okay, he's like the mid-card tag team. But then, very unexpectedly, they got that shot all out. I'm like, mm. oh, okay, the most popular thing on the show, nearly. The Billy Gunn involvement. It's ever since yeah. that promo they did with uh, Moxley and Kingston, weren't it? Like, uh, get her on the podcast for some more rule sessions. Whoa. What, I'm in the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bosh. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, no, great. Uh, he, again, I'll exchange. Yeah, it was sloppy in some places. Yeah. But I like the fact, in the positive, though, Mask has to have fallen off because mm. he was in so much pain he couldn't that, do the that move. That bit of the match was class. It's been so long since we've seen a wrestler do a spot where it's like, no, I'm paggered mm. and I can't do the move because mostly it's not, again, not, not trying to pick on them, but like a Riddle or Rollins type, like, ah, oh, I'm in agony, Phoenix Splash. <laughs> yeah. Ah, still in pain. But th so it was the first time in a long time this happened. So I had people going, is he okay? Is he mm. legit injured? Is it tournament time for the vacant titles you already? Marks. And I'm like, no, great. Because, <laughs> yeah, it's no, been it's so good, long since that's yeah. happened. It's it been like nice. so many, obviously, like, just about hit that move at the end and crowd going, ah. Oh, it's a nice story wonderful. as well, because obviously the build to the first match was about how Bowens was weak and his body would fail him mm. all the time. But now it was, was the other person. Was good. I like the start when, obviously, Swerve and all glory getting booed and Keith's in there like, what have I done wrong? <laughs> yeah. So he, just, he just whaps out a shoot Hurricane Rana. Yeah. <laughs> It's really good. They're kind of like, yay, boo. And at the very end of the match, yeah, as you point out, this them giving them death stares, like, yeah. all right. Oh, so we were cheered really loudly a few weeks ago, but now, ah, well, all glorious fleeting. Also, so we're not glorious fleeting. Mm. Oh, no, this wasn't. Sorry, it was the next match where I had issues with Bryce. Keith, uh, sorry, Max Caster doing his big su uh, suplex on Keith. Mm. That was a bit like Cum's lift on Sanger. It was like yeah. John Cena lifting Edge and Big Show at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Well, it wasn't quite, but it was still good. Yeah, it was like, oh, you can do that. That's impressive. Mm. Bloody He's hell. a big, strong boy, Max yeah. Caster. No wonder your legs hurt. <laughs> yeah, it's actually. interesting that the first feud looks like it's going to be FTR, though. Well, we'll get one. Oh, no, because they're going to the Ass Boys. No, I've, 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 backstage, yeah. FTR send their congratulations, the new champions, and again, point out, cool, we've got three belts, which I thought was hilarious. They celebrate there. Yay! <laughs> Hi, Captain, three belts here. And then they went, cool, we've been the number one contenders for about six months and now. Wheeler said... I was like, yeah, they have, which is true. They Wheeler said since about, and then said the exact date. He was like, we've been number one contenders since Not about yet. April the 7th. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was good. And they're interrupted by the ass boys who say they just, sorry, they're just like FDR, but more talented, younger, and more handsome. <laughs> FDR don't really take them seriously for some reason. They didn't. Yeah. Went, well, you lost the dumpster See match. You, later. Yeah. you stink. <clears throat> that should be the gimmick. They should say, you can't stink of rubbish. Yeah. You can't have FTR go straight for the acclaim because everyone loves both. They'll beat the Ass Boys to get to... Oh, I think the, the Ass Boys and uh, the Acclaimed is like the New Day Usos of... Oh. They can always go to it. <clears throat> Potentially, yeah. <clears throat> okay. I think... Always be feuding. <clears throat> I think that the, the Acclaimed's first... This is just a guess, but I think their first feud will be with Private Party because I was thinking of heel teams and I would like to see it be Private Party because they've not had much to do. Hmm. They'll probably lose, but that's okay. but that's what they need them for. Yeah, yeah. You need a tag team who are all right and can lose. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. You know who it won't be. Who the Varsity Blondes? Brian Pillman in the press this week speaking just about the future and what it will hold for him, and not really Griff. What did he say? I don't know. <laughs> what? I don't know why he talk like that. <laughs> what? Just basically, yeah. He said, yeah. But, but yeah, because it's like, how can you tell they're not like doing anything? It's like, who? They're, they're what? <laughs> 
Oh, the tag team Julia Hart left. Right. There's interest. That's Brian Pillman Jr., the, the incredibly disliked person in the locker oh. room. That's he, he as said, soon as he leaves, I'm, I'm telling you, there's going to be a full of wrestlers going, oh, he's gone. Great. And just be mouthing on, on Twitter. It's going to be so good. That was, he was like, when Julia left, we lost our, I don't know what the direct quote was. Kavorka. Lost the Kavorka, yeah, of the team. Which, <sighs> nah, I think Griff's the Kavorka. Yeah, he is. Yeah. The leggy blonde. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> The leggy blonde, Griff Garrison. <laughs> Wheelie Uta was interviewed by Tony Schiavone. Shut up, Matthew, you old prick. <laughs> <laughs> MJF interrupts. <laughs> he belittles Uta, to say the least, who brings up MJF's new fiance. <gasps> MJF insults the other members of the Blackpool Combat Club, so Uta slaps him. MJF hits him with a headbutt <clears throat> before shoving poor Tony, and then W. Morrissey... Oh, I thought for a second was Jericho. I thought it was I, 1999 Triple H. <laughs> I went on the stream, I was like, it's Triple H. And Ross thought it was Test, so we're all, <laughs> we're all wrong. Arrives to help MGF beat up Wheeler before security separate them. Okay, so MGF is supposed to be the big daddy heel. Uh, he comes out, he says his stuff. He's overwhelmingly cheered by Arthur Ashe New York. himself. He's being horrible, though. Yeah, but New York people are horrible Devil as well. worshippers calling everybody. But everyone just went, yay! Yeah, New York people have discussed... ACW were really happy the fact that New York people are full of mutants and hate. So MGF says stuff to them. They're like, yeah, all right. Wheelie Uta tries to get his insults I in. I felt so bad for him. And it, it, it didn't... Like, oh! Uh, then been- MGF instantly just ignores it, shrugs it off, He kept on, on wheels and wheelsy. Yeah. <laughs> He had nothing. There was a big point of contention upstairs because everyone was on like, what did Wheeler Uta mean when he said that uh, MJF's new fiance was too clever for him or whatever he said? Because he said- I didn't get when anything was talking about Because then he went, he kind of jumbled it a little bit, but then eventually the punchline was, she's smart enough to realize that she'll eventually leave you. Whoa. Yeah, and take all your money. That's what I was yeah. saying to Fraser. Oh. But he wasn't having it. He oh. wasn't having it, of course. That's arrogant. Arrogant. Oh, this, this wasn't- <laughs> It could have been better I done. I we're not bullying Fraser. <laughs> We're bullying him. Because some days I find myself, he'll just say an opinion about anything. And I'll go, oh, What was he yesterday? Yesterday on, afternoon. It was oh, getting okay. late in the day. He said, what was it you were doing? He was just like, right, you. Shut up. No, I didn't. <laughs> you did. <laughs> what was it? And then you're like, sorry, sorry. <laughs> what was it? Look, the BFPs are very it's good. Just, it was real anger in the there voice. Wasn't, there it was wasn't. It was like, right, you. You had your say. Shut up. <laughs> it's a man's pub. <laughs> I can't remember. It was was something really innocuous. (laughs) It didn't matter at all. Is Fraser doing this deliberately just to wind you up, though? No, no, he was trying to help him. Fraser's very. (laughs) Fraser's very. I think it's jealousy. I think he's a really confident young lad. And I look at myself at his age, and I wasn't. And I think, oh, how dare you be so sure of yourself? We think it's that because you bring that up at exact point every time. Yeah. Bless you. Sorry, Fraser. There we go. Skip ahead five minutes later. That freezer, <laughs> let me tell you. He smiled the other day and I hated that. <laughs> oh. I saw Fraser the other day and you know what he was doing? Ted he was Lasso. eating food. His opinions on Ted Lasso, but everyone loves Ted Lasso for some reason. I don't know why. He's in the game. I know. The FIFA game. The game. Sorry. He's he in the, the game. Uh, uh, that was, uh, Fraser angered me by talking about Ted Lasso. Yeah. Right, right. I'm so, going to need someone to download that show for me illegally because I don't want to pay more money for TV. And I want to see it. See what people are talking about. Par- everyone, That's a great thing to say on a podcast. Everyone loves it, man. <laughs> like, everyone's like, oh, you should watch it. You'd really like it. It's so wholesome. I don't want to watch something. Because... <laughs> <laughs> I'll put you up. <laughs> <laughs> There's no cynicism in it at all. I'm like, oh. This will make you feel good, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. So Willie Uda out his depth there. 
MJF just absolutely battering him when they're supposed to be getting booed. And then MJF starts, ah, oh, I think I might be turning my opinion of MJF because we're just getting the exact same stuff we had. Because I said I this last week. Because when he came back, it's like, okay, is MJF going to do that weird thing where he was kind of being <coughs> passive aggressive with the crowd? And like, it's hey, only guys, been one week. cheer. No, it's been two weeks. The next week, uh, he went back to being ye olde MJF. It's like, hey, guys, your local sports team. He's in New York. And then this week, he went, oh, what are you going to do, Willie Yuta? We're going to tips from Regal how to do take pills. And he's just like, but he needed a oh, line. Oh, it's just cheap heat. There cheap needed to be a line it? to get Wheeler to slap him one. Yeah, but it's just like, oh, you won't believe the thing he yeah. says. It's like, I do believe he says this now. I enjoyed the um, the bit on commentary afterwards where they were like, are you all right, Tony? And he was like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. And the crowd cheered Tony taking a bump. Go on, Tony. <laughs> it's, in, it's in New York again, isn't it? Like that's, that's wrong just, crowd, wrong wrestler. The crowd to be fair, I think that's the oh. point of MJF, isn't it? It's just the fact that he is that bully at school who has no imagination. She just goes for the obvious stuff. Isn't that the point of the character? I thought there was a bit of nuance, but maybe I'm just misremembering things due to CTE. <laughs> I'm just like no, seeing this going like, "Hey, Willie Udo, what? Think, Real takes pills." You're like, I think there was right. a, I think there was a period like during the weird Pillman feud where he did just go for low hanging fruit, and it yeah, was, right. That's not, but, but then it, it went back dip, up, right? But it went back up, and I think this might just be a momentary like. Okay. Maybe it depends on who he's against. Mm. Hey, if he's Moxie, got, you're a drunk. Like, if he's got no, no respect for you know who he's against, he just goes for low hanging fruit. But when he goes you know against Punk, right? That's when the nuance comes out. The, yeah. the real devil that we all worship, clearly. Yeah. I'm like a nuanced MJF, but hey, something, something horrible happened in your life. Okay. Mm. Wow. Shocking. He mentioned his fiance. Yeah, and it didn't really work, did it? Well, no. Yeah, your fiance is hot and attractive how, MJF. Eh? <laughs> how dare he get engaged the same week as Tom? Oh, no. Oh, that's what why I heel. don't like MJF. Yeah. <laughs> Taking all the heat like that. He's been good on the uh, talk show circuit, though. He did a uh, wrestling, yeah, an Ariel. Yeah, he did Ariel. the MMA hour, yeah. Who, was, who else got engaged this week with a massive ring? Mandy Woes! Oh, did she? Oh, oh I said... <laughs> no, that oh. gorgeous Tino Sabatelli. Oh. Wait, oh. is that real, Tino? Yeah. Was that the one Jericho accused of being the, the, the mole? The mole, yeah. And Tino was like, no, that's not true at all, mate. Why are you accusing oh. me? Fair enough. Don't remember that? The mole. Yeah. In yeah. AEW, during lockdown, there was someone leaking the results of the Some ex NXT uh, dude has been saying this, and it was like, it wasn't me. Like, we, we saying okay. Jericho. I reckon it was Cesar Bononi. I was dying for. I've it. got no, no yeah, crowds for that. Massive, no. <laughs> I was dying for Tino to go, sod off. You talk to Melter every day. <laughs> but he didn't. No, it doesn't. Chris Jericho is just a leader we all need he's in these times leader. of strife. <laughs> he is. He is. It's like well, Oliver Cromwell. He's like, he's like Moses or Noah. <laughs> <laughs> Backstage, Jay Cargill is interviewed about her upcoming match against or Diamante. Or a giant peach. Diamante interrupts with her friend, 2000s rapper Trina. Right, I had a chance this? to Google who this is, by the way, so I hope I'm you guys have known. I'm trying to think of an equivalent. Is it like a UK wrestler saying, I've brought my friend one of the sugar babes, or are they too big? Because I looked at Trina's discography, and she's never really enjoyed big chart success, as far as I could tell. In America or here? In America, in, in America, yeah. oh. second one, sir. That's the Her big. Answer. That's the big kicker. Is it someone who crossed the pond or didn't mm. yeah. cross the line? TNN. <laughs> cross the pond. <laughs> cross the pond. NWA Hammerlock. I liked a little promo though. Yeah, you see me now, Jade. Oh, I'll see you Friday. Why is she scared of her? She's a rapper. She's not. A, she's not a wrestler. You know. But she might be a big fan of um, those lads from Wales that I forgot the name of. Uh, Go Go and Chain. Because oh. gun, oh. guns don't kill people. I was going to say Dirty Sanchez. Rappers but... do. Rappers do. Mm. Yeah. 
Katrina Laverne Taylor, known professionally as Trina, is an American rapper. She rose to prominence in 1998 for her appearance on the Trick Daddy single. Can't say that word. Um, what, that's, a, that's a weird name for a can't song. Say the word. Go see a, P, a PG version. No. <laughs> it's the racist word. Hooray! <laughs> um, <laughs> There's um, one there on the context with Trina discography singles. U.S. peak chart position, 93, didn't chart, didn't chart, didn't chart, 83, 17, Here oh. We Go featuring Kelly Rowland. Here I go again <laughs> on my own. I know it well. I Got a Thang For You, 59, 110, 61, 42, 82. Bingo. That's not, I don't get it. Is she a New Yorkian? <laughs> she must be. Da, 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 she's from Miami. Da, 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 da. Oh, she's oh, three Miami. Oh, great. Three Miami boys. Good segment. Yeah. Looking forward to Friday, <laughs> where they'll wrap off each I, other. Um, it's good that they gave her, you know, all of five seconds about as well, much as we expect from AEW. Yeah, it shouldn't have time, should <laughs> Yeah. That's me speaking as Tony Khan, by the way. Yeah. Not my five. Like, hey, here's Trina. <laughs> hey, hi. No, it's in the ring. <laughs> Nothing. Pack successfully defends the All-Atlantic title against Orange, Orange Cassidy, Orange, but has to resort to cheating, which is the in thing right now, so. A weird one for the live crowd, I would imagine. So it was very hidden, wasn't it, mm. the old hammer? Yeah. Uh, the crowd weren't into it as much as I thought. They like, they kind of stopped making noise, I guess. That's why <sighs> I put the finish there. I know they must have you know, spaffed their load for the acclaimed, yeah. as we all do all the time. But that being hidden like that, mm. I think, would have been a bit confusing if you they would, sat right up there. I like Pac hearing the crowd going, okay, they're not really doing much. I'm going to take some insane bumps off mm. into DDT. Oh, yeah. I'll take two of them. My God, they mm. were beautiful. Mm. The This is when I had an issue with Bryce. <laughs> What did, uh, what did Bryce do? Doing his whole... So after the match, Pac's like, raise my hand, come on, I've won. And he's like, what? You've knocked him out! And he lifts like Cassidy's arm as he's lying. And he's like, that wasn't a punch! Like, you can see Bryce really doing that. And I'm like... That's not how he talks. Andrew, Andrew, Andrew hates Bryce, don't you? Owen hates Bryce. Is that, you hate me too, don't you? It's not, it's not specific. <laughs> no, You it, cannot stand it's can All the referees, apparently. <laughs> I know Andrew. that Owen doesn't like Bryce. Uh, look, I love him just because he's working he's your Jakar friend. and GC Dub. He's a friend of you. He's friendly. Oh, yeah. right, okay. <laughs> hey, well, I thought... If you had to go, oh. hey, Bryce, you're a friend of Matthew, you'd be like, no. So it was you and Hornswoggle and Bryce was tagging along. They all happened to walk past. And you just and they just invited you for drinks? No, no, me and Hornswoggle were drinking and then yeah. Bryce went, hey. Oh, and we had a drink. Right, oh, he's okay. that guy. Matthew was just walking around Vegas getting invited to do substances with wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you got booked to do the one. Uh, that's that's right, right, yeah. yeah. I was, it, was, it, was, it was a booking. Mm. Your Honor. Yeah. But yeah, so this was, it was all right, but I mean, it's Pac. He won. He retained. Match of the night, obviously. No, 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 no. Match of the night, claimed obviously. claimed yesterday's news. Sorry, the main event was match of the night, my friend. Pac retained a title. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see. And he hit, he used the hammer, which is now the Atlantic object. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. My one line. Of, um, it was uh, from a, it might have been from a Botchamania, actually. Oh, no. It was like where you overlay someone's shoot. Oh, yeah. Promo interview with it. But, um, Oh, it might have just been from a shoot interview, but Kevin Owens is talking about a PWG match with Mickey Knuckles, and she comes out with the European title. I'd I admit itself. Yeah, she yeah, lost yeah. her. Oh, it's not PWG, right? Yeah, he, yeah. Was so weird. She lost her belt or something. I didn't yeah. have it with her, so she had a replica WWF <laughs> European title. Rick flared it once. Yeah. <laughs> and did they have European title? I admit itself. Kevin Owens says he stood there with Matt Seidel watching in the back yeah. and in the back of the room, and she gets on the top rope, and Owens goes. Why is she the European champion? And Sadie goes, because she beat D'Lo Brown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good times. 
I don't, it's been the bad <sighs> title being on the show, though. That's only the second time it's been defended on AEW. The first too time many was belts, too many, many belts. first time was it all out, Kip, and his whimsical bombs. Oh God, yeah, Don't you poisoned him. <laughs> Your fault, Mr. Box. <laughs> Patty's like, okay, slowing this match way down. Okay. In the fatal four-way match, Tony Storm rolls up Britt Baker to retain her interim women's mm. title. Britt attacks her afterwards, but Jamie Hayter runs down to stop her, only to join in with the beat <gasps> down. Pull the trigger, man. Oh. Pull that trigger, Tony. However, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Who cares? They're chased off by Paige, a.k.a. Serena here. Serena. Serena. Soraya. <laughs> I'm looking at Serena on my notes here. Sorry, I'll do it again. Soraya here. Yeah, she was. This was my... She waited a bit. They went, it's my house, this. That was oh, good because the yeah. crowd popped. They did when oh, she yeah. said just it. Just saw her mouth going, my house. They were waiting for it. In, In the, the middle, middle of, of this. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a theme. Oh. I was... I'd forgotten all of her... Little skip she does and the mannerisms. Mm. It was really nice to see her back in the ring. I, was like, I got wow. emotional, me. Because she's been through the ring, hasn't she? Yeah. Page? Oh, Soraya. Yeah. And now she's there. The crowd are going mental. Looks like she's probably going to wrestle. Mm-hmm. Hopefully she's like proper safe and all that. Like allowed to, sorry, medically speaking. Yeah. yeah. And we've seen um, Brian and Edge in them. So yeah. hopefully. I was made up for the for the mm-hmm. last me. Yeah. And it's weird because it's like a while ago, I suppose only a few years, it's like, oh, they shouldn't be in the ring. They shouldn't be in the ring. Danielson shouldn't be in the ring. He's, he's, he's banged up. He's damaged goods and all this. And now every single one of those wrestlers has come back and wrestled absolutely fine. So yeah. I'm just like, it must be like in the video games where you're like, if you, I've been playing Fallout New Vegas recently and you can fall off a cliff and it's like, you are crippled. You cannot walk anymore. So you go, all right. So you just eat a bunch of dead lizard skins and oh. hides and suddenly energy goes up because you can now walk. Wrestling's like that. <laughs> That's <laughs> fine. <laughs> Fixed. Yeah, I got shot in Red Dead Redemption and I ate some beans. And, and we all right afterwards. And I rode to the next town, yeah. Yeah, that's how it is. And in the main event, which was like a video game. Serena Deeb in that match, though, in the early stages. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. And the turn, the turn as well for um, Jamie Hayter. I didn't like that part at all. Pull the trigger, Tony. We've just, oh, just gone back on ourselves, haven't we? Yeah, we're going around it. teasing it. But, but they've gone back the other way. Now, now isn't the time for teasing. It's it's AW storytelling. It's like, we're going to do something in the background until, oh, we've signed someone else. And then they're going to be in the foreground for a bit. <laughs> that is a very good point. It is, yeah. 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 I hate being the cynical by AW. There's a lot to appreciate. No, I'm a Triple here, H guy. It's just the matches are good and everything, but the booking is just... I'm going to stand up for WWE. Yeah. Stand for WWE. <laughs> no, I like that. I think this is a really good wrestling show. This. Uh, yeah, it was but In the main event... John Moxie chokes out Brian Danielson to surprisingly become once again the AW World Champion. He's going on holiday. Yes, well, I thought he's going to take the yeah. title with him. Yeah, he's going to do a naked photo shoot like Mandy <laughs> Rose. Oh, please. That'll be so good. <laughs> Ooh, oh, yes. Oh. Daddy John. Mm. But, uh, just as the show goes <laughs> off the air, Brian seems to be arguing with William Regal for some reason. And. A little bit, yeah. Did well, you notice that? It was, I think the show went off the air before they could do it because Brian was like, give us the belt so I can put it on his waist. Oh. William Regal was going, come on, come on, you me. American Pie. And uh, he's just <laughs> not having any of it. <laughs> this match, I wish I enjoyed it more. They started off, the crowd weren't into it. It was okay. They started laying into one another. I was like, oh, here we go. And big lad slapping me. And they kept on cutting to MJF in his little box. There was a lot of that. And it became comical. He was on the screen live, it seemed like, all throughout. People were like, huh? Who's yeah. that? Yeah. Uh, so people aren't paying attention that much because, oh, what's MJF He was also to do? burying the match. He was on his phone. He was yawning. He was he was tweeting. Yeah, yeah. This match stinks, whatever. Yeah. It's like, all right, great. So that was a that took away from it. And then they kept on put, cutting to this ridiculous camera angle, which is like, and here we see the crowd <laughs> and the big over-the-ring thing with him. <laughs> 
on the TV screens, like Max. The Liv Morgan room. area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that, that, and that, and you could barely see when they were like beating each other up. It's like, okay, can we, can we see the action, please? Mm. I don't oh, know yeah. what happened. Say we see that Clash of the Champions match with Regal taking on Anoki and they keep on cutting the whole coke and he's in the hospital. No. <laughs> it's that. That sounds very funny. Oh, it's rubbish. Um, yeah, so I wanted to like this match because I like, I love Moxie, love Danielson. It's going to be great, right? And it didn't, it wasn't that automatic amazing match it could have been. It because really of the picked stupid up, I thought, but the, but the editing, yeah. the, the production, yeah. I like the start of it because Brian was taking a page out of Josh Woods's book by being a tactical <laughs> bastard. As, oh, a tactical bastard. Definitely a tactical bastard. By just <laughs> trying to get Moxley sort of fired up and overzealous and then try to lure him into a mistake and then they started doing like the, the strikes and the kicks that obviously had lots of chops and whatnot, like that phase of the match. Then they started doing map-based stuff. They probably annoyed Bobby Fish, but I liked it because I don't know <laughs> what the technique in there. No, well, if Moxley did it, he'd probably not like it, but Danielson has got a martial yeah. arts background. That's Muay Thai stuff mm. that he hates people pretending yeah. to High kick. I don't know the difference. High kick. <laughs> and then we saw, obviously, Moxley doing the um, the curb stomp, followed by the death rider. Yes. Oh, and yeah. I was like, if he did a Superman punch, I, I think I would I thought he was going to do a spear, yeah. He was going to go, ooh. Barred oh. everywhere. Um, and I, I like the spot as well, the death rider on the stage where Daniel's in the, the oh, momentum and he's sliding the ring. It was a slight oh, decline lovely. as well. Yeah. Um, I like and obviously the, with the, the, the road. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was going to carry him up to the back. He's <laughs> <laughs> trying to run back like, yeah. like the gladiator bit at the very end. He's got the, the travelator. Yeah, the travelator. Yes. Oh, no, so I like this sort of sudden shooty finish, shooty nature of the yeah. finish with the yeah. choke. But yeah. again, we were sat here last week. I don't know if you were thinking this as well. Um, but MJF's promo at the start of last week's Dynamite was literally all about Moxley. Right. I we thought were, that was a red herring. Yeah, we were going like, is yeah, that just gave away the match result, has it? And then because you, you're thinking just you know in a vacuum, surely Danielson's going to win just because it's right. someone else, and it's, yeah, it feels like it's his time. But and because he's already lost to Moxley once, I thought he was going to get his win back. Yeah, and also I'm wrestling all the other shows he was on. It's like, well, you called out Moxie uh, a lot. It just him's oh anybody else who wins the world title. That, that's like. Okay. They made a mess last week, didn't they? That's what I mean about AEW right now. This match was fine. It's just all the other stuff going on with AEW right now is taken away from what's happening in in the ring and in the stories. I really thought that was too obvious. Yeah, because I was sitting there thinking maybe... you think, right? I was speculating, just trying to find a reason why he would do that. Like, he he finds Moxley less of a threat than Danielson. Like, he couldn't out-wrestle Danielson, but he could do something to Mm. Moxley to beat him. But then when I saw him up in the sky, I was like, oh, he's not going to get involved in this match at all. So it's just going to be a Moxley win. I don't know, it might just be me. Yeah, no, makes sense. I, to be fair, I, I wanted Danielson to win just because it's new. Right. But I can't argue with Moxley, who's oh, had an no, amazing yeah. year being on top again. Like Moxley winning the title twice in several months uh, to replace someone else. And people don't mind. Like, Oh, my God, that thing's not ha- going to happen this time. What thing? Where Punk leaves Ring of Honor, uh, Danielson. Yeah. Punk leaves the Fed, Danielson. Yeah. Punk leaves the Derb, Dan- Moxley. Ronda Rousey's white, white rabbit theory is Bray Wyatt returning. Thanks, Ronda. <laughs> Ronda Rousey yeah. has a theory, reports Fightful. Let's just ask MJF whatever he says is going to be right. During okay. uh, the latest game stream, she said, during the breaks between matches, they've been doing this thing where they turn the lights off and they play White Rabbit. We all have our theories about what it means, but I like to think it's Bray Wyatt coming back, she said. Wait, wait, two seconds. Ronda Rousey has a gaming stream. Yes. Yeah. Does she Twitch? It's uh, on YouTube, I think. I thought they weren't allowed to do that. Click the no, link. No, they are now. Let's wonder oh. it. Been a while since I checked. What, was she, what was she playing? Rogue Legacy 2. Okay. Oh, oh, Andrew approved it. Shocker, bro. <laughs> Get the beers Is in. Is it fam. a good game? Yeah, really good. Really, really. Have you established your legacy as a rogue? That's, I have. For 1.64 million subscribers, that's a brutal view count. 6,541. Well, I thought... There she is. Playing games. 
Oh, it's all 2D. Mm-hmm. Oh, cute. That's adorable. They've got like powerful engines now. You can make things look real. Well, you see, it looks 2D, but it's actually like 2.5D. Oh, there's a background going on. I didn't even know 2.5D was a thing. Mm. You live and learn. A little bit of perspective there, mm. but then not fully. Right. Yeah, anyway, this is getting very exciting. So, yeah, that was a lot that of was good wrestling. So, Ronda week. Rousey thinks it's Bray Wyatt. Okay. Thanks, Ronda. Thank Therefore, you. it's going to be Bray Wyatt. I think it's Sol Rooker, <laughs> the serial killer of oh. NXT. <laughs> Let's have a rummage in our mail bags. <laughs> ah. Let's have a little look in the mailbag. Number one. Hello, lads. It's your faithful listener. The 1991 Denver Broncos. Brace yourself for this one. Okay. (laughs) I've wrote in many times, although it's been a while. I usually start the emails with underhanded (laughs) and subtle setups that turn out to be me taking the piss out of Mafu and occasionally the (laughs) others. But after CM Punk's (laughs) gripe bomb promo at the press conference, I realized the error of my ways. I shouldn't be tearing Mafu down just because he's the host of a podcast and he can't properly speak. (laughs) Oh, cuts off his companions. I've been trying not to do that. I'm sorry. Sometimes <laughs> oh, getting too oh, oh, has been phenomenal this week. Or that he makes outdated references. Or that all his best... Out... You're the 1991 Denver Broncos. <laughs> Hang on. Uh, all his best jokes are jokes that he stole from better things like The Simpsons or Tom Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> They're both in the same boat there. Right? Or because he can't tell the difference between a heel or face. <laughs> what? Despite his whole job being based in wrestling, <laughs> or even because oh, even more, or even because he doesn't know how to properly pronounce the name of the place he lives, <laughs> I hate you all. Despite despite the oh, I don't mispronounce a word while you're reading this, Matthew. <laughs> despite those and countless other reasons, I should not take shots at Mafu, so I won't even bring those up. Oh my god! I should look on the bright side, like how despite a guy with so well with those flaws and opinions, I constantly disagree with can bring so much joy Aww. and entertainment through his pure passion and enthusiasm and how wrong he is. Oh. No, but in all seriousness, I love the pod and how genuine you all are. So we obviously, so we obviously that all, well, you typed it, mate. Oh. That all leads me to my question. What British comedian would you prefer to see deliver a CM Punk great bomb style <laughs> promo on other comedians? Oh. My vote is James Acaster. 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 Mm. Who's he? The one... Oh, fair play. James Acaster, fair play. Started making it. Had a breakdown. Bon appetit. Yeah. If you saw him, <laughs> you know. Andrew, can you bring up a picture of James Acaster, please? Thank Thanks you. for all you do, lads, and never change from your friend, the 1991 Denver Broncos. <laughs> the Denver Broncos. Thank you very much, pal. <laughs> Thank you. Again, I really appreciate people giving messages like that because at least they're well typed. Mm. That guy emailed saying, you you suck. It would have been like, oh, sorry. <laughs> that guy put effort into that. Do you yeah, want to read the last bit as well? I've I wasn't named, sure. I've, I've named and shamed. I wasn't sure if this was uh, you or someone else. Matthew, his real name is Austin Hawkners. I hope I pronounced that right, <laughs> mate. I would hate for me not to do that. I can see his email address, it says here. He can't be saying all that and then hiding behind a Simpsons reference. Whoa. Thank you, Ross. All the best, Ross XO. Oh, thank you, Ross. The Sorry. second mailbag is James week. Acaster. Though. I don't know who that is. Oh, really? Is he on... Like, he's on he all do? the things. Mm. He's like, really good. Or like eight or ten cards. Or oh yeah, he's been on all the Taskmaster. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. He's good. He, he looks really nice. Good. I like he's his sweater. Man. He's very yeah. good. Jeremy Lancaster. Oh, making pasta. Someone did a really good impression of him online once. And it was that Ben Ovid's catchphrase. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. Oh, I love drinking. I boo. I think it tastes like a summer That's that's a good. That's really good. 
That's very good. I've got heat with James Aircaster. Yeah, because he does a podcast oh, with Ed Gamble called Off Menu, where they right. get a celebrity on and they can choose any food they want for three courses and stuff. And his, okay. And he goes, Papa Dom's on bread! Like when he wants them to choose a side. Um, <laughs> and they did the same Fander advert, or Iron Brew advert, I'm sorry. Oh, that that's Martin. right, yeah, yeah. But it seems like they got away with... We had tighter guidelines than James Aircaster. He just got away with whatever. So you're saying it was like Flip Schofield cutting the end of the queue. <laughs> yeah, we're David Beckham. You know? Yes. Yeah. That's that's what we always say. I'll be Susanna Reed. <laughs> okay. And I'll be a Simpsons reference. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thanks, pal. Please keep them in, by the way. And if he sends those in, please, please. I've got to be in. honest. He sends that in most weeks. <laughs> and most what, week, that exact one? Or is it most variations? weeks. I don't know what the final oh, question no. is, but it's definitely the first. Oh, it just changes that. <laughs> slanderous right. bit, How yeah. does he just find the same way of... Criticizing you for the same, uh, different ways of doing it. it every it's time. almost as if I should like take criticism no, on board and change these things. It seems like he genuinely likes you. I think. Oh, that was playful. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Like Dom and Rhea. That's yeah, Rhea, yeah. You're Dom. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, sorry, I got distracted. What we talking about? Which comedian would you like to cut? Oh. To see, cut a CM Punk gripe bomb on other comedians because of his appearance in that one award show that one year, Johnny Vegas. Oh, I thought you were going to say Gervais. No, no, no. <laughs> Gervais is That's very, all performative. Gervais is very uh, similar to CM Punk. Yeah. What the both miserable get. Thought of very highly <laughs> in, amongst his peers, but really hard to like. like uh, I mean, yeah. That makes Stephen yeah. Merchant the Colcabana. <laughs> yeah, Stephen Merchant's Oh, Colcabana. okay, I'm all right with that. <laughs> I, I would have picked Gervais because, you know, at those award shows, he would say things no one else would dare. Mm. Yeah, he says that in his book for them. So it's like, you can't be controversial if you're booked every bloody time, can yeah. you? So it's performative. Yeah, but he was having a go at like Weinstein and that. So he was the good guy in that situation. Mm. And, it, I, I, mm, and it cut to Tom Hanks in the crowd going, Ooh. Mm. And I was like, I like Tom Hanks. I thought you were cool. I know the Hall of Fame section has gone on bean this week, but Quincy Elliott, the oh. super diva of NXT. We mentioned this week, did we? Oh, go on. He wasn't, huh? Really. Makes sense why he's obsessed with my body. I'm built just like his wife. He's speaking about Jim Cornette. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> now, two wrongs don't make a right, Quincy. Because can you self-deprecate and body shame at the same time? <laughs> I'll have to go to the judges for this oh, one. Yeah, I don't know. It made me laugh. <laughs> but wait, I was going to say, but wait, I don't know what Cornette said about them. Me oh, that is it if I need to go and check. Yeah. I'm a big fan, says Jim. So you go for Johnny Vegas. <laughs> Johnny Vegas. Well, Quincy's not available, absolutely. Uh, yeah, Johnny Vegas, because of that one award show, which one was it? I just thought you on the stream a while ago, where he got up and he was clearly three sheets to the wind, but started talking and going, I think... These comedy award shows, what was it was sponsoring it? Was it Heineken? I'm me messing this entire story up. I do apologize for this also. But he, did, he slagged off the uh, sponsors. <laughs> it says, well, just, I think maybe he's had to go something. It says, oh, just, let's just say what they are. If you can't get 4X, you drink that or whatever. Like, it was something, <laughs> words on that line. And he slagged them off because they've given like a special international award to Will Farrell. Right. Um, and like, just give an award to a bloke who could fly over. And he used to insult everybody. And just like, because... There's not a lot of spirit and comedy now, and a lot of people giving positive and praise to other comedy shows that don't have the spirit, which we won't say. Cough, The Office. Oh. <laughs> he blasted it. It was smashing. Wow. I love that. for Johnny Vegas. Was this a younger Johnny Vegas? Is it like 2013, 14? All right. Okay. Oh, wow. That so I guess he was younger. He seems to have mellowed these days. I'd hope so, because he was. a lovely flat cap sometimes, and it's yeah. like a country gent. He's <laughs> on Gogglebox mm. with his wife. Mm. Very nice. Yeah. 
Uh, I would go for Limmy. Oh. <laughs> Andrew's nodded there. He's gone, yes, that's the correct yes. answer. It's a good one, that. Uh, because I've seen clips of his Twitch where it's often James Corden who's the target <laughs> of his ire. <laughs> yeah. And it's really good. Um, there's a bit especially where he, he criticizes James Corden in a bit on his talk show where he's got John Travolta. And him and John Travolta and the other guests all do the twist like in Pulp Fiction. But John Travolta's obviously like still a really good dancer and stuff, and he's got a straight face on, he's taking it seriously. And James Corden's going, <laughs> like laughing like that. And Limmy tears him apart. And occasionally he doesn't even say words, he just goes, <laughs> He's great just to make it a noise and expression, and that's it. <laughs> so I'll go, go for Limmy. I thought he deserved. And I also like Limmy's cat, <laughs> Bobby. Because Limmy, apparently, Limmy's, even though he hates everything, he likes one thing, and that's his cat. And occasionally, like, you'll just be in the middle of a run, and you go, oh, hello, Bobby. And you just get this cat and go, oh, you got caught in the rain. Oh. It's just like, <laughs> it's just totally the opposite of how he normally is. Yeah. Oh. Bobby's a girl. B-O-B-B-I, okay. I think. Ah, oh, Bobby. Cool. Ross? Dead. Oh, you went for Johnny Vegas. Vegas. You for Johnny yeah. Vegas. Okay. Yeah. okay. There we go. Ah, that was nice. Hello, chaps. A bit of context first. I don't tend to have nightmares. My, my dreams are usually happy stories that genuinely make me feel sad when I wake up because it slowly dawns on me that the beautiful existence oh, I experienced the past few hours... That feeling. ...is not the night the reality of my soul-crushing actual <laughs> life. Oh, God. <laughs> but I know what you mean when you've had a the really nice dream and then you're like, oh, yes. Yeah. Anyway, last night I had a dream about Jack. Nothing sexual. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying that immediately. It was nothing more than a day spent in his company. Oh. But it may well be one of my most enjoyable dreams ever. Oh. And when I woke up, I was totally distraught. <laughs> I was not actually his friend. I'm so sorry to this person. This is from Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the dream went something like this. I've decided to go up to London to visit my friend Jack, a cultaholic HQ. London? In brackets, no idea why I relocated it to London. Other than, oh. as I said, my dreams are usually happy places, and Geordieville might have dragged it down. Oh, London's way worse than London. Um, can we just throw this away now? London oh, no, sorry, Newcastle's way better than London, yeah. I actively avoid London. London's an cost. awful city. Yeah. yeah, Too busy. Queues snaking around everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Too expensive. Yeah. Too oh. many rude people. Yeah. Too many Londoners. Yeah. yeah. It's weird, Actually, it? barely any anymore. Um, <laughs> Jesus. I just meant... No, no, no. I just meant... No, let me just clarify. All right, Louis Dangle <laughs> tattoo. Calm down. I just meant that people from other cities... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> now we have to have the more than I'm ever going to keep that in or not. <laughs> no, I didn't... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean I wasn't doing a Brexit Wait, no, thing. No. <laughs> oh my god! I just meant like everyone from Bristol goes to London. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! <sighs> the mask has fallen. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh god! Oh Jesus, no! But anyway, despite the fact that Jack was meant to be working, he instead took the day off to do things. His best friend, me. I can't remember what we did okay. during the day other than having a nice lunch somewhere. Oh, that's nice. And in the afternoon, we visited football club team buses. I recall we, we were, were very... visiting. Sorry, we were visiting football club team buses. That's right. Okay. I recall we. I'm trying. Not I many recall... Englishmen in the Premier League. <laughs> 
I recall we were very impressed. QPR had managed to fit a five-a-side pitch in their bus. Okay. We ended up back at Cultaholic HQ when Bichiti came downstairs from meetings he must have been having all day. He took one look at me dressed in rather scruffy clothes and said, you're obviously not here for business, so get out and stop wasting everybody's time. Wow. As you can imagine, I was heartbroken and also a bit annoyed as it was 5 p.m. He kicked me out and sent me home in London rush hour traffic. Best friend Jack never spoke up to defend me. I'd like to think it was because the wholesome jobber was scared of the ungodly one. But maybe (laughs) Jack was just pretending to be my friend all day. My last memory before waking up was watching Pachiti, Jack and the rest of the gang heading off to somewhere cool. Probably Rise. (laughs) And me hoping that Jack would just turn around and ask me to come along. But he never did. Anyway, if you could have a perfect day out with a wrestler, who would it be and what would you do? And that's, it says it, Trond Eagle Solved. Lovely. I think Former Coventry City, uh, City footballer in the 90s. Ah. Other assorted English teams. Well, I'd like to apologise twofold there. One for, <laughs> it sounded worse than it, meant, it was meant to be, <laughs> that comment before. I just meant the gentrification and uh, all did. the rich people and the colonies moving out. Yeah. And also, it was, actually, it was actually a very liberal thing I said. <laughs> and also, uh, I'd like to apologise for... Uh, betraying that man in his dream because I didn't speak up. Only Jack would apologize for a dream. It's like the opposite of Muhammad Ali. You better wake up. I will apologize in your dream. (laughs) You're actually apologizing, yeah. Oh, God. That's nice of you. I'm sure I appreciate that. Uh, If you could have a perfect out of a wrestler. My perfect Sunday. Yeah, if I have a perfect Um, day, you'd have to start this way. It's not being said. What would it be? Have a tall boy. Yeah. I go around to Baron Corbin's house. Oh. I spend the day there. Play with his dog, drink his nice whiskeys. He cooks me a lovely, meaty meal for tea. I go home. It's not actually a day out, which is day at Baron Corbin's house. That's a nice one. Yeah. But the way that man on his little not wrestler Instagram, the meat and whiskey and dogs he has on there. Oh, mm. tremendous. Xander, the big Great Dane, big daft dog he is. Delightful. Big daft dog. Aye. What's he like? What's he like? Yeah, 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 that daft dog. Drinking whiskey. That sounds like a stalker now with Baron Corbin. No, no, but I'm no, not. No, no. They're, they're, they're letting it in. It's on my Instagram, yeah. That's lovely. Uh, I will say Kevin Owens and Edinburgh Zoo. Mm. <laughs> or any zoo he wants to go to. Just Hopefully Edinburgh because he's got penguins. Because when I went, the pandas were asleep. Oh, oh. lazy get. Don't know how to work, bro. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, so that would be mean. And I guess that would write itself. Yeah. I've got to look at the panda and go, hey, it's you, that. And you go, oh, stop it. <laughs> Mine's, mine was a bit similar to Ross's. I was going to say Seamus after seeing his bar on Instagram. Yeah. Him and Vince Russo. <laughs> you'd, have Russo. Drink, you'd have to drink out of your shoe. Oh, he just do shoey. Oh. You don't see that? Oh, no, I don't He like was in shoey. the pub with his dad and all his Irish friends. I assume Irish. <laughs> his Irish friends. Stop it. Look, Jack no, gets no, one. No, He's, no, I get his, uh, his, I think it might be a Stussy dunk. See you later. Oh, I don't like shoeys. I've Not never done a shoey. Never will do a shoey. Are we too old to do pub golf? No. Let's do that. Anyway. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Mine would be Bye. pub golf <laughs> with the spirit squad. <laughs> Not Gallus. Uh, <laughs> this is a man's pub. Um, Imagine them drinking around Oosburn, though. I bet they play a bit of golf, though. Scottish people love golf. I think they Yeah, they've got it. They've they've all their lovely it. venues. Yeah. I can't imagine Gallus in Oosburn. I think that I mean. people would be horrified. <laughs> People trying to have a nice IPA. Here come the Gallus lads swaggering down Stepney Bank. You got any Carlin? Yeah. Well, I'm sat there with my 7% Jake head. <laughs> Pissing your eye, Joe Coffee. Um, 
I'll I'll go for um, me and Mark Andrews going to a pop punk gig because he loves the pop punk. Does Mark Andrews? Yeah. On the go. off chance you bump at the Cora Jade. Or... <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I meant the spider. Sorry. <laughs> Good evening from the completely well-adjusted guy who brought the putting enjoyment noises sign, the last week's AW oh, Rampage. thank you very much. Oh, thank you very much already. Uh, yes. The guy I'd like to point out, it was at Buffalo, not Albany, like Jack would have you think. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I need to defend myself here. Go on. I knew he was in uh, Buffalo last week. They made it really obvious it was. Here's Daniel Garcia, he's from Buffalo. He's with a rapper from Buffalo. He's won in Buffalo. Buffalo, hey. Buffalo, Buffalo. Buffalo. Buffalo, which is a sentence. A sentence yeah. uh, apparently, you but must have said Albany at one point. My subheading for that one, I remember, was it's more of an Albany expression because oh. Mark Sterling, when we're not having the match here, we're having it in a real town like Albany right. next week. Yeah, yeah. But I also know that. Wait, you did a Simpsons reference. I also know Whoa, the comparison hey, of Simpsons. Hey, well, go watch out with them. I know it's not Buffalo and Albany and the Simpsons. I think it's Utica and Albany. Yeah. And Utica is where John Cena's character in Southport Regional used to. I used to have a real newscaster job in Utica. That's great. <laughs> And people used to demean me. I used to pay poor people to demean me. <laughs> Thank you for that explanation, That's Jack. so good. Buffalo is a classic wrestling city. I was there for Jeff Hardy becoming champ at is Armageddon it? 08. The Sorry. ballpark. <laughs> right. He's going to defend it. He knew he was going to say that. That ballpark match, there's a picture of on Dusty Rhodes' Wikipedia page. Okay. Mm. And now I can add the crowning. Yeah, you can look at Dusty Rhodes' Wikipedia page. Yeah. And now I can add the crowning of both Death Triangle and our own. Daniel Garcia, tell us the moment. Okay. Ah, good for you. Okay. However, Buffalo sports aren't all cup jobs and handcakes. <laughs> That's what it says here. Our NFL, in brackets, American football, all right, we know that, team, the Buffalo Bills, is often the source of cheap local sports team heat since Ooh. they infamously lost four Super Bowls in a row oh, in wow. the 90s. Oh, I've been a Newcastle fan. Oh, Two FA Cup finals in a row. It's like Kobashi's first few years in all Japan. Aye. So, he, he was a bit of a Gabriel kid, wasn't he? She lost everything. That's right. Oh, Kabashi. Yeah. Feels like oh, life, lifeboat. Lifeboat, yeah. man. That's oh. I hear Gabriel Kidd. Ah. It's the smallest part of his career. I always think about life. Rhodes facing Kid Cash in a ballpark brawl. Yes. Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. Yeah. You wrestling Kid Cash? Yeah. In what year was that? Like three or something. What the hell? All right. Uh, what the hell? Going to four. <laughs> can hang with Kid Cash. Sorry. I'm just trying to imagine that match. Anyway, going really to strong heel babyface dynamic there. Hmm. Anyway. I don't understand either of those terms. Going to four <laughs> consecutive championship matches in an impressive feat in of itself, but regardless, I'm going to segue it to a question about losing streaks. I'm sorry about the Bills. Sorry, Bills. They're good this year. They might win. Yeah, this was the 90s, though. Bad, yeah, yeah, so, true. Yeah. Yeah. Which wrestler currently on the WWE or AW roster could successfully pull off having a televised multi-year losing streak? <clears throat> Something to rival the likes of Gilberg, Kurt Hawkins, or Fuego del Sol. <laughs> could be a young buck, struggling to prove themselves, no, or an established star. Neither of them. <laughs> no, no. Who you'd just like to see get the absolute sugar, honey, oh. ice, and tea kick out of them a hundred times in a row. Letter signing off noises, it says in brackets. <laughs> uh, and that is from Kiat7, rhymes with Wyatt, no relation. I'll try again. Kiat7, no relation. Uh, P.S. Just kidding about the New York pedantry, Jack. Oh, no. I don't know any British geography outside the Jericho Triangle, <laughs> <laughs> so I can't judge. Also, the This Week in Wrestling episode subtitles have been among the highlights of the podcast. I feel bad now. Uh, which I've been down with since day one, Pish. Well, thank you very much, Kaya. Kaya, thank you for taking you the sign much. as well. Oh, God, hit this thing. The sign, it's a second aid. God, sorry. Oh, I'm struggling hey, to hear me over right. the noise. But there was a second sign because one time, famously, someone did bring a pack is a dirty diddler <laughs> sign. 
with mixed signals for that one, but we do appreciate <laughs> that. And then everyone started chanting dirty. <laughs> yeah, the entire crowd and Pac's like, I'm gonna kill them, get them. <laughs> uh, yeah, so losing streak gimmick, who can make it work? Hmm. CM Punk. <laughs> oh, he's miserable when he wins. <laughs> he's miserable when he loses. Oh. Yeah. You would actually like to see that as well. Nah, I'm just joking. I was just, try just trying to get a rise you, out of you. Like, oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sami Zayn's the first name that springs to my mind. Mm. I think he's that lovable rogue who could make that both funny and also heartbreaking. Mm. He's currently losing a lot of matches at the minute, so we're almost there. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That is very true. I've got one that's a bit weird because she's currently a champion, but Liv Morgan, when she was losing a lot, she lost in heartbreaking and devastating fashion. Great at taking bumps, great at selling. She's quite small. Um, <laughs> jumps. And I think. All right, that, Jim Ross. <laughs> she's nanny a pair. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'll go with Liv Morgan. Yeah. I hate to say it, but probably Drew. Ooh! Just because of that humongous, ginormous loss. Oh. At Cardiff. Yeah. Uh, what do you think I was talking about? Yeah, eyes lit up. His Willy. I thought you. That's what you were going with that. <laughs> Angela. His, his sword, yeah. His win. Uh, yeah, that huge loss is gutting for the lad. Yeah. So him pretending like everything's all right and just winning a bunch of matches is just like, nah. Lose to Karen Cross and the 11 other guys who are feuding with Cross at the minute. <laughs> It'd be good if they did a... Do you remember when Okada lost that big match to Kenny Omega yeah. finally? And then he, he died. He had like a midlife crisis. He dyed his hair red and came out with balloons and wasn't yeah. taking matches seriously and wrestled them as if he was like half drunk. Yeah. And he didn't lose every match because it's Okada and they can't really do that. But they could do that with Drew as well. He's deluded and he thinks everything's fine. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. Oh, everything's yeah. fine. It's like, wait, you're out here with your balloons and you're... Mm. Your silliness and you listen to these music bands that we've known. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It was just the, the biggest match of my career and I lost it in front of my hometown of Cardiff. They should have it affect him, yeah. yeah. Like when Neville lost to Enzo or someone. In oh, oh, WWE. Yeah. No, when he came back with rings Black under his eyes. eyes. Yeah, 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 as if he hadn't been sleeping. And yeah, when he... Heyman came out with a bit of a beard when he was scared of okay, Lesnar. Yes. So he loses the range and goes, all right, fine. Loses the cross and goes, all right, that's it. Like, mm. I'm quitting. And then brilliantly, we could have the Gallus boys be the ones to get him back yes. on track. With it's real like the dark order beer. hangman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the man's Pop Drew. I need my wins. <laughs> yes, we've anyway, solved it. there we go. Fixed. Yeah. Book it. Uh, thank you very much for sending on those magnificent questions, thoughts, and blatant insults. If you have any more, <laughs> please send them to mailbag at cultaholic.com. Time for a wrist piss. Mm. Hello, whoever could be asked to turn up the podcast. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> In the spirit of multiverses and alternate timelines, perhaps you could take a look at these wrestling what-if moments. Guys, I've got an update on a you local don't. incident that happened the other week. So, do you remember that fire that happened on the Along street? Along the road, yeah. Well, Bethany just messaged me. Right. We've had Did she do it? No. <laughs> We've had the police stop by... If she, has, if she has, she's a mastermind. <laughs> we had the police stop by work about that place near your work that looks like it was set on fire. They yeah. wanted our CCTV. It was torched by a white 4x4 with fake plates, so it was either a personal beef or an insurance job. Apparently, the detective thinks they know why it was done, but they aren't saying. Oh, wow. As in the people it happened to aren't saying. <sighs> oh, sorry, everyone. That's just a bit of local Whoa. news there, but I'm enjoying it. Oh, that. I just the other week, like, 
just down the road. What, whereabouts down the road? Just, just down. I'll tell you. I'll tell you after the. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Where were you when this happened, Ross? Yeah. I was in bed because it was about ten thirty-five. I wasn't in bed. I was probably watching the Netflix. It was ten thirty-five mm. p.m. at night. Um, Turn up the next day. Coppers. Black. Oh. Sut up the wall and all sorts. Yeah, so the front door's been set ablaze. Criminals on the loose. Bloody Nora. The Phantom Raspberry Blower, whatever it was back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> What's that from? Ro- uh, the Corbett's, isn't it? Ah, uh, yes. The oh. Corbett's, the two Ronnies. Two Jesus. Ronnie, yeah. The Corbett. <laughs> I knew what you meant. <laughs> Jim Corbett, that famous British <laughs> podcaster. <laughs> wrestling what if moments and give your instant first thoughts, opinions on whatever wrestling in general would be better or worse now if they had actually happened. Not a particular company, but all of wrestling in general. Okay. I had a proper think about these, and at one point nearly sobered up. <laughs> so in no particular order, would the wrestling industry be better or worse today if, number one, go Jack Ross me, Hogan never leaves WWF for WCW? Worse. Worse. Well, yeah, much worse. Mm. Absolutely help that company get up. Uh, Hogan never turns heel. Worse. Worse. <laughs> yeah. Similar. That's nah, way worse. Roman turns heel in 2015. Oh, now that's a tricky one. I'm saying worse. Okay. Because now he's got, he's, he's in that Logan Paul podcast, he spoke about equity. He's yeah, got he the e- equity to do what he wants. So the fact he's stuck it out, he can do what he wants now and it's better. Fair enough. I'll say worse as well. Then. Yeah. I'd say like 2017 maybe, yeah. Because he did like for two weeks after he beat Undertaker, but then he forgot about it. So yeah. worse for 2015, no. Roman doesn't turn heel in 2020. Oh, God. Oh, worse. Oh, worse, yeah. Oh, worse. Forget it. <laughs> Austin doesn't turn heel after X7. Um, mm. I, it's hard to imagine what it would be like. I think it might have fizzled anyway, the Attitude Era. It, it can't have just carried on forever. At that, that rate. Yeah. Uh, but I still think it might have been slightly better, so better. If he didn't, t- yeah, better. Because people, I know it was my personal favorite Stone Cold, but people were, by and large weren't buying it, were they? He was great. There were many reasons why things were going down for WF after WrestleMania yeah. X7. That was just one of them. So everything else, including the XFL, Triple H getting injured and everything else, and the invasion, blah, 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 would still happen. So I would say nothing. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Um, Austin never leaves WCW. Worse. Oh, yeah, worse. Come now. Come Way now. worse. It'd be like, imagine a world where WCW won. Some people okay, might be like, oh, that sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, you are. You're like, oh. Just saying. Finn doesn't get injured and relinquish the belt. Oh, oh the universal title. Yeah. Oh. Um. Mm, oh. Slightly worse for me, because Kevin Owens got it, didn't he? Yes, in the four-way. So I like, uh, Kev- I like, yeah, I like Kevin Owens more. That's no, a I, good forget, I forget Big Cass was in that four-way. Was, was he? he? Yeah. It wow. was it? Owens, Cass. Big Cass, Owens. Rollins. Yeah, Rollins, I Balor. imagine, and someone else. Oh, not Balor. Um, Ziggler? Mm, yeah. Maybe. Anyway, yeah, big cast was in that. Wow. Wow. Maybe it was Ambrose. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I'll say better. Um, Rollins doesn't get injured and relinquish the belt. Oh, better. He was, in the, he was in the form of his life. He was in the form of his life. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. He was my favourite wrestler that year. Because then, because Triple H. So I have a series when the mini tournament. Oh, no, Sheamus. Sheamus won it. Roman got it back and was actually getting really over. Then Triple H beat him and scuppered everything. Because well, then the people did cheat Triple yeah. H. Yeah, so they were nearly there. Edge doesn't have to retire. Uh, I think he'd done a lot of... He'd already achieved so much anyway, so... Yeah. 
the same, I think. Yeah, I'll go it? with the same. Yeah. Brian doesn't have to retire. Uh, worse, because I think his absence made the heart grow fonder. And then when he came back, <laughs> it, was, it was huge. Um, I don't know, because after WrestleMania 30, because that was he was like the biggest star since probably the early noise, wasn't he? Well, no, from Cena, obviously. Same punk. Um, <clears throat> and punk as well, yeah. Yeah, he was at that punk. At level. that punk level, yeah. yeah. So when he got injured, yeah, the momentum of that just came to a screaming halt, didn't it? So mm, it I'd did. say worse. But wasn't he meant to get better. squashed by Lesnar after? I don't know. Because Lesnar had just beat Taker and everyone was like, whoa. Oh. <laughs> was like, whoa. Was like, whoa. whoa. He's pure. Hard him now. Um, that's in the same place. I can see him getting okay. sick of being doing everything happening as it did. John Cena loses the feud with the Nexus. Better. Better, yeah. Better. He should have done. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Alex Riley was right about ye. Maybe Barrett would have ended up becoming the first, first ever English. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, but then he might not have been the first ever horny NXT commentator. <laughs> oh, you're right. <clears throat> and that's clearly more important. <laughs> this makes me more aroused than when I won the WWE title. It's just the same. Every but... single week you bring yeah. it up. John Cena loses the feud with the Wyatts. Better again. Did he not lose the feud in the end with Bray in the Firefly Funhouse? Well, he still lost uh, in lost in No Man's Land, didn't he? Mm. Hasn't got out with that little dark and room where wasn't he got Triple left. H there as well. Yeah, he's got out though. Yeah, he got out. An evil Vince, as opposed to good Vince, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, better, yeah. Uh, you have to win the few or lose the few. You have to make them not look. I like think it's the WrestleMania 30 one, isn't it? Like people just go that was, lost it, didn't I, they? I think, the first match he beats him. I think about what Cena did after when everyone said he should turn heel. And there wasn't really that much of his career left in WWE. Like, so might as well have turned him heel and see what happened, yeah. I guess. I, he did start having really good matches with like AJ Styles and Owens and stuff. Yeah, though. that was but, all good. Yeah. The Rock's movie career doesn't take off. Well, obviously better, surely. Yeah. I'll say so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Hollywood Rock was good. But it was only for like a year. It, when The Rock came back, he was maybe 2013, whatever. But like when those other comebacks like uh, 2001, 2003, whatever. God, he was good. He opened the NFL season the other week. He was on the pitch. He went, Rams Nation, let's all help the Rams win. And then the Rams lost. Did he do the Super Bowl as well? Yeah. Let's all help the Rams he didn't, win. He didn't say. <laughs> that's it wasn't word for word. Yeah. If you see a player come towards you, throw stuff at him. <laughs> let's all help the Rams win. He's <laughs> <laughs> just most famous guy in America. Rock, the Rock. That's his, that's his uh, occupation now. Yeah. I watched the Jumanji with him in the other week. That was a... Okay. I prefer the original with Robin Williams. Yeah. But yeah. I would love to try some of that energy drink he has. So, Dwayne, mm. holler at your boy. We know you watch. <laughs> What's the name of his drink? I don't Zoa, is it? Zo, Zoha? It's got like an accent on it, I think. Yeah, yeah. whatever it is. Mm. Oh. What, what, what accent? Motley. Is it a oh. French accent? <laughs> <laughs> the Rock doesn't suffer a career-ending injury in football. <laughs> Who? The Rock does does not suffer a career-ending injury, so he stays in football, I guess. Worse. No worse. worse. Please help us win the football. <laughs> Ow. Brock Lesnar becomes a successful NFL player. Worse. His worse. run was incredible worse. when he came back eventually. Yep. CM Punk came back to WWE, not AEW. Oh, oh now here we go. Oh. Now we're talking. Bet um, better. Worse. I don't think it would have gone well at all in WWE because, yeah, Vince... And that, but you think who hates tri CM Punk more than Vince is Triple H? Well, Triple H makes it seem like he doesn't have issues with just doing business with him. Punk hates Triple Punk H. Hates H. Triple but I don't know H. if that's just Triple H being like, you know, hey, I'm too me. cool, yeah. Was you this know. on a WWE documentary, by any chance? He's yeah, I was going to say. Uh, in Punk's uh, podcast appearance, doesn't he always say that him and Vince got along fine? 
It was Triple H who he Well, they, every single wrestler says that. Vince never said anything negative to me. Yeah. Those, those guys who obviously then repeated what Vince said mm, to him. True. So. I'll uh, go better because if he's coming back, he knows what he's signing up for. Mm. Yeah. Wait, he did return to WWE, according to people. He did that stupid little mm. top, wasn't he, the show? Bottom line? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bar, backstage. When he, when he backstage. That, was, that was for Fox. I know. Paige was on that as well, you know. Remember? The entire yeah. cast is in yeah. AEW now. <laughs> Big really? Show, Mark Henry, <laughs> Renee isn't, but she might as well yeah, be. Yeah. <laughs> well, Booker T. Mm, oh, not yet. Uh, Paige. Doesn't need it. Yeah. Too busy doing the best podcast in the world. <laughs> uh, oh, I can't, I really can't think about him coming back to the week. No. It's, it's going to happen ne- next year. No, no. It's not the way his legacy is going to go. No. Punk will return. No, he had to, to, leave, to get better, he had to leave the place that made him sick. <laughs> And have a happy time in AW with sunshine and rainbows. <laughs> yeah, every, everything worked out. Okay. No, but then you think Triple H will sign him and go, yeah, it's great, punk. Let's work things out. Oh, he's a nice guy. By the way, I've also signed the Young Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> that can't happen until 2024. Mm. Gotta wait for that one. That was so weird when there was like all that stuff about AW contract tampering. Do we try to get their hands on stuff? And then just that announcement that came with the news. Oh, yeah, Young Bucks interested. Wait, wait, what have you guys just been talking about now? Anyway. Sorry, I'm going off the topic. I beg your pardon. That's fine. Thanks for reading this, whether you choose to include it or not. Well, we did. Oh. Former Northern Ireland and Newcastle United midfielder, David McGreary. Oh, thank Ooh, you, David. Thank you, pal. Thank you. AKA One Moo Time. Oh. I think it's on Twitter. Going to celebrate. P.S. I am that old. I actually watched David McCreary play for Man United. Oh. Go ahead and Google that. I know you won't. <laughs> I did. It was in the mid-70s, oh, yeah. which means this guy is old. Wow. Well, oh, wow. He okay. played for Newcastle in, like, I think it was 82 to 89 or something like that. Okay. So he's an old man, an old oh, boy, oh. a man of a great vintage. He's not that old. You old bastard. He might be like 50. <laughs> yeah. You're, if you're a wrestler, you'd still be headlining now, pal. Yeah. Thank you very much. One I was trying time. to have a laugh then. You've still, made it. You've turned no, oh, you're right. He's I think still I'll a <laughs> I'm just having a little bit of a joy, but a no, joke. I'm feeling quite sensitive at the minute about... My youth slipping away, so, uh, you know. Are you, Jack? Yeah. You never mention it. With your young, sexy rival, a.k.a. Scottish, <laughs> Scottish Gary Oak himself, Fraser mocking it every turn. Fraser made a sandwich the other day. Bastard. But Thank Jack, you, Jack, for sandwich. keeping it subtle. But Jack, you made a sandwich as well. Well, Fraser's looked nicer. <laughs> Fraser cut the sandwich sides off. Uh... He did triangles, I did halves. <laughs> My life's over, guys. I'm leaving. Me and Fraser get along really well. When? <laughs> Off camera. <laughs> well, no, uh, oh. out of office. If you have any Reese's pieces or confessions <laughs> or just, I don't know, whatever's on your head, <laughs> please, please, please send them to... Any dreams? Mailbag at cultaholic.com and please put Reese's pieces in the header. It's Cultaholics. The question. <sighs> Before we get to the big question at the end of a lovely podcast, let's have a quick shout out to our lovely, sexy, amazing producers. Jacob Castle. 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 Castle, Chris, Daddy. Chris Ruth. Ruth. <laughs> Ruth. Buddy. 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 You do a buddies, buddy. weren't you? Reno 2200. 22-0-0. I always feel bad for Reno because, yeah, that, that's something for him. Because <laughs> I always think we don't really have a thing for Reno. Nick Harabi. 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 And Noah. Anderson. 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 There's the joke. Thank you very much for being our 
super executive sexy producers, pal. Appreciate their life out of all of you. <laughs> Why are you really emphasizing how sexy they are? So, so you people, know these men so in your people personal go, life. So people go, wow, that sounds amazing. Oh, I want to be a producer as well. Yeah. If like, you go look at these scrubs, no one's going to sign like up. Like a razor advert where the bloke walks out of the bedroom and he's out of shave and then his wife's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I can't believe you've used the new shaving yeah. device from JML. Yes. Yes, yeah. you are the new shaving devices and ah, it's the end of the lovely podcast. It's time for just a little bit more. Who are just a little bit. And the big question this week is, was John Moxie the right call to take the vacant, the re-vacant, I guess, AEW World Heavyweight title? Mm. Fit that into 100 characters, aren't you? There you go. <laughs> In brackets, There'll the previous champion was CM Punk. <laughs> There'll be a way. Um, You'll find the way. John Moxie, good or bad? I'm really torn like <laughs> Natalie and Brulier because on one hand, he's a great guy. He's led this company through troubled waters alongside Chris Jericho, the real leader. Mm, and he's, thank you, Chris. Thank yes, you, Chris. thanks, Chris. And he's... Um, <laughs> <laughs> and he's... Uh, he, he's obviously having a great year in terms of his matches and everything. Everything feels real. His, promo, his promos are the, maybe the best they've ever been, and that's a high bar anyway. So... All the evidence points to him being a great shout. The only thing working against him is that he was champion before and then maybe want a fresh person. I've got a hypothesis, which is straight off the top of my own head and hasn't been uttered by any other person who works here at Cultaholic Wrestling in a different video oh. earlier today. Oh, no. I think they've given it to Moxley because when they eventually give it to Dan uh, Danielson, they want to have him have a long reign. Yet they know this MJF chip thing is hanging over the head of the current champion. So oh, in a way, a John great... Moxley is a transitional champion. Can I guess who said it? Yeah. Andrew? Yeah. All oh, right. <laughs> I agree with Andrew. I think the, nice the fact that the, the, the MJF cash in is going to happen on Moxley, he's already held the title twice for a fair old while. So when Danielson gets it, he'll have a big one himself. But now is not the time. Oh, Andrew's theory. Yeah. I very like good. it. I like it. Mm. He did an old shucks there. <laughs> no. Did you nick it from anyone, Andrew? No. Oh, that's, that's all right then. It's his own idea. Oh, original thinking. A novel concept. Oh, never work. <laughs> uh, I love John Moxie. I think he's fantastic. His book was amazing. Sexy. You're right. His promos awesome. are great. Wild thing. Sexy. Yep, sexy man. Sexy man, yeah. Patron mm. producer, John Moxie. Moxley. <laughs> uh, yeah, everything great. Right now, he's in a bad position because AW's... Booking is just muddy and grim and needs a compass or two to help them out or yeah. where the hell they're going. So it's almost like, okay, he's won it again after he won it the other time as the interim. Now he's the other interim. He'll be a... Not in actually the interim, but he is going to be because... He's a three-time champion now. Yeah, and it doesn't feel like mm. much of an accomplishment because they've two of them have come because, well, we need someone to have this. Yeah. Uh, it's a really weird one. I think that... Andrew's theory is really plausible, definitely. Yeah. But in the chat last night on the live stream reactions, the response was like way more negative than I thought it would be. When Moxley won, everyone was good. Everyone had convinced themselves, myself included, that Brian was going to win. And everyone started going like, boo in the chat. And, oh, sick of this. And you know, Moxley is always going to be good. But after that promo last week as well, everyone was like, Moxley's going to win. Uh, sorry, Danielson's going to win. I still held on to that. Man alive. I know, yeah, I know. feels silly. But I, I hinged too much on it being Brian getting his win back because Moxley beat him before Regal came out. Yeah. Um, I think Moxley... It's a good choice, man. I might start calling Moxley Sean Paul. Why is that? Because he is the glue that holds AEW together. Yeah. And him having the title is a good thing. 
But yeah, I think they're waiting for Danielson's big reign to be a big reign, and this is going to be all. It's always going to be about MGF now, isn't it? Like, oh, when's he going to do it? Mm. Oh, well, Moxie Dan- wants to go back up to his, his holiday for <laughs> yeah. next week. Do you think Danielson will get a reign, or do you think he's fine just being how he is? I can see that being the next feud: MGF versus Danielson. Yeah. It's really I made, isn't think it? it's MGF versus a little man from New York <laughs> called Edward Kingston. Mm. Could be. I can see Danielson saying, well, you know, I had I, me and Moxie had our thing, but me and you. Me and ye? Yeah. How are they? Because that's... Uh, cause, Will yeah, MJF yeah, be able to yeah, get yeah. under his skin? Danielson's a calm, collected character. That, that'd be great. He's, yeah, he's throwing insults at him. He's going, that's fine. That's your opinion. Yeah. <laughs> I am a vegan. Yeah, yeah peace and love. Yeah. <laughs> fine. Can I have you coffee some oat milk in these trying times? <laughs> I am white. I am a flipping bum. I do yeah. live in a trailer. Remember when you had to retire? Yeah, it was bad. I got over <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, I want it. Actually, I don't think MJF's first feud will be with Kingston if he wins the belt. That should be Kingston should be the one who beats him. Yeah, that's what we're hoping for. I know, but would Tony <sighs> do that? Well, if oh, we ask Tony. him nicely, yeah, please, Tony. Tony, time until someone else he can sign. Yeah, <laughs> who else is there to sign? Yeah. Kevin Owens. Oh no, he's he's there. Isn't he's he's there. For years, yeah, yeah. 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 No, nah, they're not going anywhere. Uh, Zayn looks good at the minute. With Triple H now, it's really changed the changed the culture because now it looks more appealing in WWE to indie people now. Mm. Oh. Interest. Mm. Shifting tides. PCO. PCO. Isn't he him in impact done? Is he not just I thought he was I thought he stopped. <laughs> I wanted, I wanted to, <laughs> not retired. I just wanted to stop. I mean <laughs> yeah. it's gonna it's gonna stop sometime. Yeah. Some, God. Maybe that guy, what's he uh, Joey Janella? <laughs> <laughs> Deathmatch dude. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, it's hard. It's a hard question to give a definitive answer to because mm. Moxley's he ticks all the boxes. All the moxes. Oh, yeah. I, I debated not saying that, but it, just the circumstances seem wrong. I get you. <sighs> but you know what? I'm hoping AW gets us up together now that they know. All right, Moxie Champ, MJF, bubbling under with that little chip that he, that big chip that he brought with him. That was like the little. <laughs> Thing that you put your food on so you don't spill in the front of your lap. <laughs> uh, so that's that set up. Plus, there's all the other megastars they've got in the show. Plus, Eddie Kingston, Batter and Savvy Guevara into each other's life. Uh, and stuff like that. So there's plenty of stuff to be going on with. It'll be nice when it gets a bit stable. Yeah. More stables. <laughs> no, no, God, no. More of them. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Aye. Well, that was a lovely episode of the podcast. Yes, I do say so myself. Ross is checking for the curse. Yeah, there's nothing going around. <laughs> oh. No. Yeah. Oh. But Jack, what have you got for us until next week to tie people over? Uh, well, uh, twitch.tv forward slash cultaholic every Wednesday, myself and Owen. Ooh. Uh, oh, man, it's not going that well for the Is teams. No. Uh, lots of draws, drawing a lot of matches. We're not going to get relegated probably, but we're not going to achieve anything this mm. season. But it's still a great laugh, so do well. <laughs> I've not really sorted it very well. Um, also, Luke has now my latest episode of Weirdest Wrestling Episodes. Oh, so cut down. Uh, I will give a shout out to Fraser because he did a worst episode with the script written by Justin who's very talented as well uh-huh. and you know what I joke about Fraser a lot and everything but do check out that video because I'm trying to be sincere just every time you talk about Fraser I'm just like I do we're here again lot, <laughs> but his video is very good and given his like relative lack of experience doing that type of video he knocks it out of the park so there we go we'll check out Fraser's worst pay-per-views ever I can't remember the exact time you just wanted to plug Fraser followed by the word worst. No, <laughs> just for the SEO. <laughs> he knocked out the talk. No, he did. <laughs> oh. 
Ross, what have but you Sonny's got? But Sonny's being tennis. So we no, can... me this weekend. Oh. I've got a couple of things that'll be out next week. But uh, yeah, nothing until the next podcast. Well, it might be out before. I don't know. Just, I'm mm-hmm. going to get my trousers done tomorrow. Oh, yeah. oh that'd be a big mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Get my trousers taken up a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Lovely. Yeah. Lovely. Well, you've just put out the five-star matches in the conspiracy video, so they'll tie that people up until then. The five-star matches. You were in it, you git. The yeah. conspiracy ones, yeah. yeah. Oh, five stars, me. I haven't watched it yet. You plugged it so often, <laughs> I thought you were in it. I apologise. That's right. I've, uh, it's on my watch list. Uh, Richard Summon edited that one, and the comments were like, oh. if Richard edited this in Japan, then it's six stars. I was like, oh! Yay! Yay! Aruga! <laughs> Matthew, what have you got? Not much. I've changed my days to stop conflicting with yourself, so I'll be streaming on Thursdays. Oh, really? Ooh. We didn't mind. Yeah. We gave you a raid afterwards. That's nice. Oh, was that in my yeah. hair? If you got did a little stone in my hair. It... Robert? <laughs> yeah, Robert Stone. <laughs> he still oh, wasn't his partner. Bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> Patreon.com, Fozash, Coldaholic, MailbagCollect.com. This has been Jack, this has been Ross, this has been Matthew, Andrew behind the camera. Thank you very much. Puppet Jack, you still saw him there. by name, but and, not uh, Dan every week. No, yeah, well, you know. <laughs> still blown. Mr. Person behind the camera. <laughs> so, right now, we're going to point at the. Camera and shout that thing that Gallus yelled oh, at yes. the top of their lungs. On the count of three. One, two, three. This is, is a man's boy. You're Funny. <laughs> Freedom. Ta-ra. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 